we're listening to some pretty amazing stuff. It's called the underscore woken underscore undead. They don't use them anymore. They just use the Mark twos. Human cloning. You got more side effects. You're more confused when you're a Mark one. They're REM driven as well. They don't use them anymore. They just use the Mark twos. It's called a Mark two REM driven clone. They can only put you into one of these clones when you're fully into REM sleep. Mark three is a run around all the time clone. No REM needed. They can have it as a set consciousness, or they can do a duality thing. In real life, you'd have to do absolutely nothing and totally concentrate on walking and talking as this clone. You get that double vision type of thing. You gotta close your eyes and concentrate. They don't go so good. Mark four is supposed to be like top of the line. They just call it a double. And uh, it's supposed to be just like a person. But the Mark II ones, they don't last. They have to get new bodies like every two years, and some people last longer. They get kind of rashy. Different types have different ailments. They'll just throw the old clone in this big chipper. Like big, looks like a big garbage disposal. And they just chuck them in there, and they get ground up and go down. Well, they have 20 clones of you at a time. This is 20 tanks on growing just use. And then they pick out the best five and use them and throw the rest in the chipper. Mark one clone, call it an organic robotoid. You got more side effects. You're more confused when you're a Mark one. They're REM driven as well, but they don't use them anymore. They just use the Mark twos. Called a Mark two REM driven clone. They can only put you into one of these clones when you're fully into REM sleep. Mark three is a run around all the time clone. No REM needed. They can have it as a set consciousness, or they can do a duality thing. In real life, you'd have to do absolutely nothing and totally concentrate on walking and talking as this clone. You get that double vision type of thing. You got to close your eyes and concentrate. They don't go so good. Mark four is supposed to be like top of the line. They just call it a double, and uh, it's supposed to be just like a person. But the Mark II ones, they don't last. They have to get new bodies like every two years, and some people last longer. They get kind of rashy. Different types have different ailments. They'll just throw the old clone in this big chipper. It looks like a big garbage disposal, and they just chuck them in there, and they get ground up and go down. They have 20 clones of you at a time, and just set 20 tanks on growing just use. And then they pick out the best five and use them to throw the rest on the chicken. Dull's base has an entire floor devoted to cloning. In Area 51, the underground, they have an entire floor devoted to cloning. A lot of the deep bases, they have an entire floor devoted to cloning. The cloning floor is the one that has the big auditorium and the seating and the arena. They started doing it around 1945. It was all politicians at first. A government world communications. Then they got bored in these disposable bodies because it loses the novelty really fast. All the mainstream artists and all the biggest political people and all the biggest royalties go to this place. They don't realize that it's a contract for the rest of your life. The rest of your life.
ever have any children. They're included in the contract. They can kill you remotely from the cloning center. If they apply a, a constant state of pain to your clone, you'll die in real life. Dulce Base has an entire floor devoted to cloning. In Area 51, the underground, they have an entire floor devoted to cloning. A lot of the deep bases, they have an entire floor devoted to cloning. The cloning floor is the one that has the big auditorium and the seating and the arena. We started doing it around 1945. It was all politicians at first, a government world communications. Then they got bored and these disposable bodies because it loses the novelty really fast. All the mainstream artists and all the biggest political people and all the biggest world they don't realize that it's a contract for the rest of your life. The rest of your life. You ever have any children? They're included in the contract. They can kill you remotely from the cloning center. If they apply a constant state of pain to your clone, you'll die in real life. Dulce Base has an entire floor devoted to cloning. In Area 51, the underground, they have an entire floor devoted to cloning. A lot of the deep bases, they have an entire floor devoted to cloning. Wow. <clears throat> but if all the accounts are to be believed, what is the truth about these enormous skeletons? Are these colossal creatures evidence of a lost world that's remained hidden for thousands of years? There's different theories. One is that there was a royal class of giant Native Americans. This civilization radiated out from the Ohio River Valley, built geometric forms in massive pyramid-like structures, burial mounds. But also, the Native Americans spoke of an ancient enemy, oftentimes portrayed as a cannibalistic race of giants. But the story doesn't end there. Every culture around the world has myths and legends about giants. You have Goliath, the Titans, the Cyclops or Grendel, Paul Bunyan and Jack and the Beanstalk. It's in the collective imagination of humanity for some reason. Could several millennia of folklore and mythology be rooted in an incredible reality? But if all the accounts are to be believed, what is the truth about these enormous skeletons? Are these colossal creatures evidence of a lost world that's remained hidden? Strong, taking that historic first step and becoming the first man to walk on the moon. Yes, Timmy? Who shot that? What? Who shot that footage? What do you mean? Well, if Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon, then who's holding the camera? <laughs> Who's out there with the camera? No, no, I know what you're asking. I'm just. Could have been like a, a tripod or. No, it's not. Strong, taking that historic first step and becoming the first man to walk on the moon. Yes, Timmy? Who shot that? What? Who shot that footage? What do you mean? Well, if Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon, then who's holding the camera? It's one small step for man.
Actual clip underground facility. <sighs> kind of blurry. There's no such thing as coincidences. Down to the freaky laboratory. I'll be out your atmosphere. Somebody is 
somebody that is conducting experiments on us. We ain't no detectives. We don't do nothing about it. Nobody will. Get it, man. I be trying to tell niggas, we live in a video game world, bro. Half of these niggas ain't even real people, bro. Watch this. You know that, though. is in your hands. <laughs> what? Oh, and remember, the goal for you are recite and verse. Return the jewel and lift the curse. If you wish to leave the game, you must save Jumanji and call out its name. Good luck. The fate of Jumanji is in your hands. And remember, NPCs the goal for you is to save the than Return the jewel and lift the curse. I be trying to tell niggas, we live in a video game world, bro. Half of these niggas ain't even real people, bro. Watch this. You know that, though. Bro. That can't be a real nigga. That nigga is clearly a Grand Theft Auto created character. He, like, looked like he'll get hit by a car and get back up and continue to walk. NPC. The fate of Jumanji is in your hands. Remember, the goal for you are recite and... More of the first than we are being led to believe. All the world is we don't know it. Men of giant stature, silicon trees that reach the skies, mega mushrooms, enormous weaponry, and megalithic structures was of abundance during the pre-flood world. What we are left with are reminiscences that stood the test of time. 
The serpent associations with the Egyptians. It says, uh, me with 30 seconds to explain to the world that there are reptilian humanoids found in every culture, that they're the ones who created us. The serpent associations with the Egyptian VJ, Sabak points out the Islamic jinn comes from the old Semitic noun jinn, which, yes, means serpent. He also points out that the Egyptian Akkadian version of jinn means snake lord, and the word John means heavenly snake. The serpent associations with the Egyptian VJ, Sabak points out the Islamic jinn comes from the old Semitic noun jinn, which, yes, means serpent. He also points out that the Egyptian Akkadian version of jinn means snake lord, and the word John means heavenly snake. Government, welcome to society. Oh, and by the way. They call it Big Brother because they always pick on you. History has been as always full You just have to look, know where to look. Check your Instagram account at a job interview. Is on this ship that you're bringing into our country and our 
economy. How many TVs, how many cars, uh, whatever you're bringing, how much you're bringing into our economy. So you have to have a certificate of manifest of what is the value of your ship here. What are you doing? Consequently, when you are born, you come out of your mother's water. Therefore, you must have a birth certificate, a certificate of manifest, because you are a corporation-owned item. You are a human resource. This goes back to the German Nazi concept that every human coming out of their mother's water must be birthed. And therefore, you have to have a certificate, a manifest, to see how much this individual is going to make for us in our new world order. Uniform Commercial Code. Uniform Commercial Code is based directly on that. finally started sun gazing and grounding. <laughs> when you go down the rabbit hole and finally find the dove tooth page where everybody is on the same <laughs> wavelength. and lands past Antarctica on the Monte or Bonnie map. Now, damn, what is that, bro? of iguana men who descended from the sky taking charge the Mayan spoke and recorded history of a species of iguana men who descended from the sky taking charge of their civilization these beings taught them how to build their magnificent pyramids and even instructed them to arrange them in patterns reflecting the constellations the legendary Mayan story of Kukma speaks of serpents of wisdom enlightening the people and sometimes even devouring the young these visitors could explain some of the ancient astronaut theories and images from inside the Mayan temples depicting the Mayan King Pakal ascending in his rocket ship. Kukukan was a major Mayan deity, the feathered serpent, also known as Quetzalcoatl by the earlier Toltec people from that region. The Great Pyramid of Cholula, the world's largest pyramid by volume, located in Mexico, was built to honor Quetzalcoatl. Pre-Columbian mythology, Bachu, the primordial woman, transforms into a big snake. She is also sometimes called Serpiente Celestial. The Mayans spoke and recorded history of a species of iguana men who descended from the sky, taking charge of their civilization. These beings taught them how to build their magnificent pyramids and even instructed them to arrange them in patterns reflecting the constellations. Iguana the legendary Mayan story of Kukma speaks of serpents of wisdom enlightening the people and sometimes even devouring the young. These visitors could explain some of the ancient astronaut theories and images from inside the Mayan temples depicting the Mayan King Pakal ascending in his rocket ship. 
the Hopi Indians of northern Arizona believe in two original races, the children of the feathered, who came from the skies, and the children of the reptile, who came from inside the earth. These undergrounders were referred to as two hearts, a race of reptilian humanoids called Sheti, translated snake brothers. John Rose, an active researcher of reptilian origins, has spoken to many tribal chiefs about this matter. Both Apache and Hopi tribal leaders spoke to him of the reptilians having underground bases and assisting the tribe in times of crisis. Underground cities of the reptilians are said to exist under parts of Arizona, California, and Mexico. The Zuni tribe, the That's Cherokee here. tribe, as well as other Native American tribes also hold a belief in reptilian beings or gods that came to Earth long ago. The Hopi believe in California gods that came to earth long ago. The Hopi Indians of northern Arizona believe in two original races, the children of the feathered who came from the skies and the children of the reptile who came from inside the earth. These undergrounders were referred to as two hearts, a race of reptilian humanoids called Sheti, translated snake brothers. John Rose, an active researcher of reptilian origins, has spoken to many tribal chiefs about this matter. Both Apache and Hopi tribal leaders spoke to him of the reptilians having underground bases and assisting the tribes in times of crisis. Underground cities of the reptilians are said to exist under parts of Arizona, California, and Mexico. The Zuni tribe, the Cherokee tribe, as well as other Native American tribes also hold a belief in reptilian beings or gods that came to Earth long ago. The Hopi Indians... Japanese have tales of the Kappa, a reptilian humanoid. A funny side note about the Kappa. In the third Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, the four heroes travel back in time to feudal Japan. The Japanese villagers that encounter the turtles refer to them as Kappa. The lineage of humans from a race of dragons was often claimed by Asian emperors, who were believed to be able to change from human to dragon form at will, much like the modern concept of shape-shifting reptilians. In fact, to this day, the Chinese zodiac features 11 existing animals and one animal that comes from their so-called legends, all regarded as legit animals, the rat, ox, tiger, rabbit, snake, horse, sheep, monkey, rooster, Dog, pig, and dragon. Your dad, after you explain, there has to be a physical barrier that divides the air we breathe from the vacuum of space. You sure about that? You sure about that? There's no such sure thing about as geoengineering. You sure about that? You sure about that? Sure about that? You sure about that? You sure about that? Sure about that? Harp be like. You sure about that? It's not a conspiracy anything any longer. Even the European Union labeled the project a concern and passed a resolution calling for more information on its health and environmental risks. Despite the concern, the officials at HARP insist the project is nothing more sinister than a radio science research facility. HARP High Active Auroral Research Program 
was a little-known U.S. military defense project which has the capabilities of weather control through electromagnetic warfare, using electromagnetic frequencies to fire pulse-directed energy beams at, in order to temporarily excite a limited area of the ionosphere, purposely disturbing the layer of the sky causes major and disastrous consequences like hurricanes, floods, snowstorms, tornadoes, droughts, and even earthquakes. Me in 2035 getting arrested for driving my gas powered car. <laughs> Tell me on. What the fuck did I do wrong? Tell me on. What the fuck did I do wrong? Tell the white winged reptilians. They're very tall, actually have icy blue eyes, um, and very sleek but powerful bodies. And then it works down all the way, seven levels in at least the Draco Empire, to a workforce or drone-like reptilians, which are quite small, perhaps three or four feet high, very brown, scaly skin, um, not very intelligent, basically do what they to are told. In between, you have a, a military class, you have a uh, spiritual or uh, religious leaders that are very much like we would have bishops and cardinals and, and popes. Uh, they also have an intellectual caste um, and then a general mass of people. Uh, for all intents and purposes, if you really wanted to know what the Draco Empire Harkree was like, just look at the uh, Hindu caste system, which was based on that. Um, if you read about Hindu um, legend and even anything in East Asia, it talks about the Naga, which were the seven-headed reptilians, which came ashore in Asia after their continent sank in the Pacific and is spoken about in all of the uh, Asian, Southern Asian, and East Asian legends and histories. The seven-headed reptilian, or Naga, really represents the seven levels of the caste system in the uh, Draco Empire hierarchy. The first time I ever had contact with reptilian beings was when I was working as a teenager, believe it or not, in the Montauk Project between 1970 and 1983. Uh, they were what I would consider to be of the military or warrior class, very large, powerful, mean-looking, scary-looking, and you're 13, 14 years old and you see an eight or nine-foot-tall creature with uh, fangs and, and green and yellow eyes coming at you. It's very scary. Um, they were kind of uh, there as observers, along with uh, observers from the U.S. government, the Israelis, the Russians, uh, Germans, and even British. Uh, they were there to watch and exchange information on the programming techniques and the technology that the U.S. government had developed from other alien technologies, as well as what they had discovered from Atlantean technologies, the white-winged reptilians. They're very tall, actually have icy blue eyes, um, and very sleek but powerful bodies. And then it works down all the way, seven levels in at least the Draco Empire, to a workforce or drone-like reptilians, which are quite small, perhaps three or four feet high, very brown, scaly skin, um, not very intelligent, basically do what they to are told. In between, you have a, a military class, you have a uh, spiritual or uh, religious leaders that are very much like we would have bishops and cardinals and, and popes. Uh, they also have an intellectual caste. Um, and then a general mass of people. Uh, for all intents and purposes, if you really wanted to know what the Draco Empire Harkree was like, just look at the uh, Hindu caste system, which was based on that. Um, if you read about Hindu um, legend and even anything in East Asia, it talks about the Naga, which were the seven-headed reptilians, which uh, came ashore in Asia after their continent sank in the Pacific and is spoken about in all of reptilians? the uh, Asian, Southern Asian, and East Asian legends and histories. The seven-headed reptilian, or Naga, really represents the seven levels of the caste system in the Draco uh, Empire hierarchy. Hmm. The first time I ever had contact with reptilian beings was when I was working as a teenager, believe it or not, in the Montauk Project 
between 1970 and 1983. Uh, they were what I would consider to be of the military or warrior class, very large, powerful, mean-looking, scary-looking, and you're 13, 14 years old and you see an eight or nine-foot-tall creature with uh, fangs and, and green and yellow eyes coming at you, it's very scary. Um, they were kind of uh, there as observers, along with uh, observers from the U.S. government, the Israelis, the Russians, uh, Germans, and even British. Uh, they were there to watch and exchange information on the programming techniques and the technology that the U.S. government had developed from other alien technologies. Yeah, this is what they're doing as well with as your fucking taxpayer the money, dudes. The white wing. What they're doing with your taxpayer money. The only way a reptilian could survive my wrath. on Arctica and the Antarctic Treaty won't let us travel there on our own. Arabic man explains there are lands beyond our ice barrier. But if we say that Out of the earth lies a great gate. Like it leads to a different land that has various civilizations. For your knowledge, petroleum, the crude oil that exists in our lands, that's their rivers for them. That's just running rivers. So it runs, it goes underground inside the earth. Petroleum isn't the remains of animals, bones, and dinosaurs, and such myths that people believe in are the remains of ancient plants. No, petroleum has rivers in their lands, runs deep underground in the earth until it reaches our lands. 
surrounded by the salt water ocean which is also 800,000 miles wide. The next tract of land known as Plakchavit is twice the width of Jambadwi, at 1,600,000 miles wide. All these lands of the greater earth are fully inhabited by humans, animals and plants just as we experience here. The next surrounding ocean is of sugar cane juice and is also 1.6 million miles in width. Next is Samaladweet at twice the size again, 3.2 million miles. That land is bordered by an ocean of liquor at the same width, 3.2 million miles. Then Gushadweet is twice that width at 6.4 million miles. It's surrounded by an ocean of ghee or clarified butter at the same width, 6.4 million miles. Then Prawn Shadweet is 12.8 million miles in width. Vedic cosmology explaining other type of ocean liquids. Then the land of Sakadweet is twice the width again, 25.6 million miles. Bordered by an ocean of yogurt at the same width. The next tract of land is known as Pushkaradweet at a staggering 51.2 million miles wide and divided all around the center by Manasotara mountain which is the path the sun travels around. That land is surrounded by an ocean of sweet water of the same width, 51.2 million miles. Beyond the ocean of sweet water is a tract of land as broad as the area between the middle of Mount Sumeru and the boundary of Manasotara mountain. Kind of like the eye of Africa land, there where are they set up Atlantis beings. capital. Then there is another land, which is made of gold which reflects light like the surface of a mirror. And all living entities have abandoned that golden land. The mountain known as Loka Loka has been installed as the outer border of the three worlds. The Loka, Uva Loka and Svaloka, to control the rays of the sun throughout the universe. All the luminaries, from the sun up to Dhruva Loka, distribute their rays throughout these three worlds. But only within the boundary formed by this mountain because it extends even higher than Dhruva Loka. It blocks the rays of the luminaries, which can never extend beyond it. The distance between Sumeru and the mountain known as Loka Loka is one quarter of the diameter of the universe at 125 million Yojanas or 1 billion miles. Outside Loka Loka mountain is the tract of land known as Aloka Vasha, which extends for the same breadth as the area within the mountain, 1 billion miles. Beyond Aloka Vasha are the coverings of the universe. The first covering is 10 times thicker than the when we talk within the scientific boundaries, if we were to say that the Earth was spherical, spherical Earth has limited boundaries and continents, it's limited, but if we say that the Earth is vastly flat, spread in the boundaries, we know those continents, but rather other people than us, yes, other people. Me after she texts, what are you doing, you up? Come through, explain worlds beyond the poles and more lands. Proof that well, rocks don't go up in space but rather arch back down onto Earth or in the Bermuda Triangle.
levels of the dogs here, guys.
The facility is a biogenetics lab and is connected to Los Alamos by underground. It's always been a high security research area for the U.S. government. There's an underground connection by subway or tube shuttle to Los Alamos. The research there is about genetics and research into other intelligent species in the comparison between human and alien biology. Their research indicates centuries ago that the aliens that entered into a contract with a secret group called the Illuminati, one of the chief implanters, someone that works in secret to control you mentally, was Adam Weishaupt, the founder of the Illuminati in Germany. The United States government entered into a contract with the aliens in the 40s or earlier to exchange high technology research with to give animals and humans to the aliens. to shut this shit down. <laughs> All share an encoded past. Memories locked deep within our DNA. Therefore, that primordial reptilian connection is why humans from every continent on Earth worship snakes long ago. Once again, others will argue that it is because reptilian-looking extraterrestrials visited man long ago, and the primitive-minded humans being encountered can only use symbols like snakes and lizards to describe what they saw, or because these serpent gods, whoever they were, would not allow humans to depict their true likenesses. Considering this took place thousands and thousands of years ago, one reason is just as plausible as the others. All share an encoded past. 
memories locked deep within our DNA. Therefore, that primordial reptilian connection is why humans from every continent on Earth worship snakes long ago. Once again, others will argue that it is because reptilian-looking extraterrestrials visited man long ago, and the primitive-minded humans they encountered could only use symbols like snakes and lizards to describe what they saw, or because these serpent gods, whoever they were, would not allow humans to depict their true likenesses. Considering this took place thousands and thousands of years ago, one reason is just as plausible as the other. We all share an encoded past, memories locked deep within our DNA. Therefore, that primordial reptilian connection is why humans from every continent on Earth worship snakes. While the royal hierarchy of the Draco, or perhaps the ancient descriptions of Zal, could be reflective of an ancient human-reptilian hybrid, a half-human, half-Anunnaki. Supposedly, the royal British title of Sir bestowed by the queen on her chosen subjects, comes from an ancient snake goddess called Sir, which relates to the Anunnaki goddess, Ninkarsak. In the Sumerian tablets, her husband Enlil was called the Splendid Serpent of the Shining Eyes. In Sumerian mythology, the Utuku were a type of spirit or demon that could be either benevolent or evil, and it usually appeared as a dragon-like creature. In Akkadian mythology, they were referred to as seven evil demons who were the offspring of Anu and Antu. Utuku were the siblings of the reptilian Anunnaki, and they dwelled within the underworld. The ancient Persians believed in the great serpent called Ahriman. Mirroring the biblical Garden of Eden story, Ahriman gives knowledge to the first man and woman in Eden, which means garden. Ahriman was known as the tempter, and the old serpent with two feet. He had a reptilian twin brother named Ormuzid. He was considered a good god, and Ahriman was considered an evil god. This is similar to the Sumerian god-brothers Enki and Enlil from the Anunnaki legends. The Persians spoke of Hedon as a place more beautiful than anywhere else in the world. In Hedon is where the first man was tempted by the evil spear in the form of a serpent to eat fruit from the forbidden tree of knowledge. The royal hierarchy of the Draco, or perhaps the ancient descriptions of Zal, could be reflective of an ancient human-reptilian hybrid, a half-human, half-Anunnaki. Supposedly, the royal British title of Sir, bestowed by the queen on her chosen subjects, comes from an ancient snake goddess called Sir, which relates to the Anunnaki goddess, Ninkarsak. In the Sumerian tablets, her husband Enlil was called the Splendid Serpent of the Shining Eyes. In Sumerian mythology, the Utuku were a type of spirit or demon that could be either benevolent or evil, and it usually appeared as a dragon-like creature. In Akkadian mythology, they were referred to as seven evil demons who were the offspring of Anu and Antu. The Utuku were the siblings of the reptilian Anunnaki, and they dwelled within the underworld. The ancient Persians believed in the great serpent called Ahriman. Mirroring the biblical Garden of Eden story, Ahriman gives knowledge to the first man and woman in Eden, which means garden. Ahriman was known as the tempter, and the old serpent with two feet. He had a reptilian twin brother named Ormuzid. He was considered a good god, and Ahriman was considered an evil god. This is similar to the Sumerian god-brothers Enki and Enlil from the Anunnaki legends. The Persians spoke of Hedon as a place more beautiful than anywhere else in the world. In Hedon is where the first man was tempted by the evil spear in the form of a serpent, to eat fruit from the forbidden tree of knowledge. The royal hierarchy of the Draco, or perhaps the ancient descriptions of Zal, could be reflective of an ancient human-reptilian hybrid, 
A half-human, one group of aborigines from northern Australia describes how an ancestral snake being had sent bats for their human ancestors to eat during dreamtime, in existence outside of our world, a higher dimension where certain entities are said to exist, some of them being reptilian. After he released them, the bats flew so high that the people could not capture them. As a result, the mighty snake being gave up one of his ribs to create the first boomerang, and the ancients used this weapon so they could hunt and eat the bats and carry on as a people. In a similar tale, another tribe from Australia, the Arente people, speak of a giant ancestral lizard that existed long ago. They describe how this great lizard created the first humans in Dreamtime and gave them tools and the know-how for survival. The Arente now consider the lizard sacred, and they believe that certain water holes and rock formations were the creations of the great lizard. One group of aborigines from northern Australia describes how an ancestral snake being had sent bats for their human ancestors to eat during Dreamtime, in existence outside of our world, a higher dimension where certain entities are said to exist, some of them being reptilian. After he released them, the bats flew so high that the people could not capture them. As a result, the mighty snake being gave up one of his ribs to create the first boomerang, and the ancients used this weapon so they could hunt and eat the bats and carry on as a people. In a similar tale, another tribe from Australia, the Arente people, speak of a giant ancestral lizard that existed long ago. They describe how this great lizard created the first humans in Dreamtime and gave them tools and the know-how for survival. The Arente now consider the lizard sacred, and they believe that certain water holes and rock formations were the creations of the great lizard. One group of aborigines hmm. from northern Australia describes how an ancestor... Okay, it says... There. Hello, darling. <clears throat> it says... The aborigines of Australia are considered one of the oldest continuously surviving cultures in the world. According to the aboriginals of Australia, the dream time preceded our own and was the time of creation when enormous mythical animals and gods traveled across the land without form and created sacred sites. These stories were spread by oral tradition over more than 60,000 years. In these creation stories, Bellame arrived from the skies with his emu wife. <laughs> Biragnulu, the goddess of fertility. And they had a son named Deramulum, the shapeshifter. Bellamy gave the first rules to humans, forbidding them to eat the animals. Godson spent time with the humans, teaching them and helping them evolve. Hmm. Reptilian. Anunnaki Sumerian tablets from creation was mentioned in our first film. Enki was known as Monkey God. The help of Minkarsak, a female Anunnaki reptilian. She was able to produce a much better human hybrid that was more than capable to serve them to do this. These creatures. I believe this is the source of the biblical Adam. The Sumerian word Lu also how the original breeding program of the ancient Anunnaki was set up and ran by Enki, who was mentioned in our first film. Enki was known as the Lord of the Earth. 
After many failed attempts at creating the perfect slave race, Enki enlisted the help of Ninkarsog, a female Anunnaki reptilian. She was able to produce a much better human hybrid that was more than capable to serve them to do their bidding. These creatures were known as Lu Lu, which means something like one who has been mixed. Many scholars believe this is the source of the biblical Adam. The Sumerian word Lu also has a root meaning that is something like that of a worker or servant. Many Christians know the Bible states that Eve was created from Adam's rib. It's interesting that the word rib in Sumerian is ti, which according to some scholars means both rib and life. The Sumerian tablets describe how the original breeding programs of the ancient Anunnaki was set up and ran by Enki, who was mentioned in our first film. Enki was known as the Lord of the Earth. After many failed attempts at creating the perfect slave race, Enki enlisted the help of Ninkarsak, a female Anunnaki reptilian. She was able to produce a much better human hybrid that was more than capable to serve them to do their bidding. These creatures were known as Lu Lu, which means something like one who has been mixed. Many scholars believe this is the source of the biblical Adam. The Sumerian word Lu also has a root meaning that is something like that of a worker or servant. Many Christians know the Bible states that Eve was created from Adam's rib. It's interesting that the word rib in Sumerian is ti, which according to some scholars means both rib and life. The Sumerian tablets describe how the original breeding programs of the ancient Anunnaki was set up and ran by Enki, who was mentioned in our first film. Enki was known as the Lord of the Earth. After many failed attempts at creating the perfect slave race, Enki enlisted the help of Ninkarsak, a female Anunnaki reptilian. She was able to produce a much better human hybrid that was more than capable. There is an ancient religious document called the Prayer of Joseph, which refers to the has a root meaning that is something like that of a worker or servant. Many Christians know the Bible states that Eve was. Let me just say, haha, your post. Serpent Prayer of document. Joseph, which refers to the serpent race. The Christian hymn probably stems from a much older Sumerian prayer. It is dated from the second century A.D. and contains some interesting quotes in it. Father of the Patriarchs, Father of all things, Father of all the powers of the cosmos, Creator of all, Creator of the angels and dark angels, the Creator of the redeeming names, I invoke you, you who sit upon the mountain of holy Sinai, you who sit upon the sea, you who sit upon the serpent gods, the God who sits upon the sun god. The notion of the serpent sea first appeared in a book titled Perk the Rabbi Elazir written in the 9th century. This book, along with several other ancient Jewish texts, taught that Cain was actually the son of Eve, but not with Adam. It actually claims that the serpent and Eve laid together and created Cain. Some Kabbalists also contend that, that God created two different Adams, which in Hebrew means man. In other words, God created two versions of man, or humanoids, if you will. One was actually man, and the other was the serpent. They also say that God only granted one of them a soul, which was man. Two beings had intercourse with Eve, and she conceived from both and bore two children. Each followed one of the male parents, and their spirits parted, one to this side, and one to the other, and similarly their characters. 
on the side of Cain are all the horns of the evil species. From the side of Abel comes a more merciful blast. In addition to the Zohar and other Jewish texts, many ancient Gnostic writings, such as the Gospel of Philip, claim that Eve mated with the serpent, in this case, meaning the devil. Most people who are familiar with the Bible know that when it mentions to know, as in Adam knew his wife, it is referring to sexual intercourse. Many serpent seed proponents point to the fact that Genesis 4.1-2 mentions that Adam knew his wife only once, but the book mentions that she bears children two separate times. There is an ancient religious document called the Prayer of Joseph, which refers to the serpent race. The Christian hymn probably stems from a much older... We're listening to this amazing um, stuff about um, about cloning in Hollywood and stuff. <sighs> okay, Let's see where it was. Song of Marshall. What was those? Brittany, um, somebody named Brittany something. Hmm. But Brittany, Brittany, Bill Revolts, Counts, Jesus. Like, uh, Britney Spears put the calling tanks in her video, the, the Break the Ice video. I made that song for her called, uh, Break the Ice. And then she was happy to, uh, put the cloning tubes in the video because she was all for it when she didn't have any money. But, uh, once she gets famous and rich and stuff, oh, I don't want to go to the cloning center anymore. And then they're like, oh, well, too bad. We own you. Um... And she's like, well, I don't want to go on TV or anything anymore. And then they're threatening to kill her. Uh, they killed Whitney Houston for that. I was just going to say that. My next question, you said that they actually killed Whitney Houston, yeah? Yeah, and uh, Bobby Brown, I was glad was sitting there in the crowd crying and watching. Um, and what about Bernie Mac? Do you still think about Bernie Mac? Yeah, he, he was awesome. He tried to basically save me. Spoke up for me there. Uh, so we can't be doing this to a human being. I've seen enough of this. It's full fence, right? And uh, everybody's like, well, other people started to join in with them. So Elizabeth put a stop to that real quick. Um, they cut them up for hours. Cut them up for hours. Like, uh, the constant pain on a clone, it's only really efficient if you use electricity. But they could just 
choppy and choppy and choppy for hours, clone by clone by clone. And they made everybody sit there and watch him getting chopped. Like, uh, Britney Spears put the cloning tanks in her video, the, the Break the Ice video. I made that. Know in that world, and the world that I come from in Hollywood, that it is a hidden layer that everybody knows is there. When the Me Too movement John started in 2017, I reached out to several of my female actress friends who were prominent in L.A. You would know them by name. Many of them you would know by just their look because you go, oh, that was her in that movie or that movie. And I said, well, what about the children? What about the children? And, they, and the response was, we know, we know. But they were silent on it. And it destroyed me because it destroyed my illusion of what rights, human rights were, children's rights were. This is a child abuse system that we have been living in for a very long time, and it's been allowed to go on. And I will not be silent about this because it affects every single one of us. The people on television who smile at you, who tell you stories, who give you news, are the ones who hide all of this from us. They are not talking about the real issues. They are distracting you with division issues. This is a unification issue. When the Maxwell Files came out 48 hours ago, I went on MSNBC, I went on CNN.com, and I looked at every single one of their headlines, and there was no mention of it whatsoever. They were talking about John Lewis's funeral. They were talking about no in that world and the world that I come from in Hollywood, that it is a hidden His layer is no that everybody knows is there. When the Me Too movement started in 2017, I reached out to share with uh, X. Gematria to several of my female actress friends who were prominent in L.A. You would know them by name. Many of them you would know by just their look because you go, oh, that was her in that movie or that movie. And I said, well, what about the children? What about the children? And they, and the response... Was, Weber, Hospital Wars. Thank Got another... She has another. and um, find there we go Brittany Weber there are three different kinds of lizards I'll tell you uh, there are three different kinds of lizards I'll tell you all about them they're called Vril the thing is I'm not sure if it's one L or two at the end Vril V-R-I-L-L or V-R-I-L uh, Germans were into them they had a club with Vril things 
Anyway, there's a there's Germans like a one to one and a half foot tall one. That's a real type one. Um, it's got scales, red scales. Brittany uh, Weber with type two three arms. That that is not parasitic, but it's still vicious, nasty carnivorous. They're all carnivorous. And there's a type three that's eight feet tall that uh, has a real long neck and looks like a gray, gray alien, but it comes from deep, deep, deep underground. Like like I mean like be below deep base deep. Like, uh, they need a, a methane-oxygen mix to breathe, and deep underground, they got sulfur pools, I guess, that make this stuff. Anyway, they come up underneath the dome's bases. The, the government is complicit with them, basically. There's three different kinds of lizards. I'll tell you all about them. They're called The government real. is complicit the is, with them. I'm not sure. I don't own anything. This is my smiley face illustration right here. My trust owns 100% of my holding company, which is taxed as an escort. My holding company owns every single one of my LLCs. Your holding company can also own corporations and nonprofits as well. But this holding company owns these LLCs, and these LLCs own these assets, one of them being my business, and the other two being real estate assets. Guys, if billionaires do this, why can't you? How much of the U.S. is owned by China? So China owns approximately. Wait, what happened to There's Britain? Three different kinds of lizards. Okay, I'm gonna start with a message. I'm never gonna have a good month again. Because TikTok permanently removed the first of the month audio along with so many other viral trending sounds. Like if you go through my page, they're all muted. All my big videos are muted. Apparently, TikTok has beef with this one record label called UMG, where they're literally taking off all their artists and all their songs from the platform, and they're going strictly to Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts. So TikTok is going to completely change them, especially with audios. Okay. I don't know about you, but I'm going to YouTube Shorts and Reels now. Hmm. Alien bot smashing reference. Songs about everyone in the stands. about everyone in the stands at the cloning center. How Don Marshall put some of these famous people up there in the stands are making them famous. How they can't live without them.
share this TikTok of the original letter. Most important letter in the world. Can read it. Don Marshall exposes a real truth of the world. Shares on Twitter. see Sonia we go to cloning centers to clone ourselves and to clone other people obviously because it's our job to clone people as lizards we have to clone people to get paid we think all this shit is paid for by $4.20 donations you know how expensive this fucking thing is how much it costs to put together this big stream you think that I could put together a picture without being on the Illuminati pay list and by the way, thank you so much, Lovely R, for asking more and more and more questions, but I'm not... Breezy, Sonia, we go to cloning centers to clone ourselves and to clone other people, obviously, because it's our job to clone people as lizards. We have to clone people to get paid. We think all this shit is paid for by $4.20 donations you know how expensive this goes to the cloning centers with lizards for money to put together this big stream you think that i could put together a picture without being on the illuminati pay list and by the way thank you so much lovely r for asking more and more and more questions but i'm not breezy sonia we go um, cloning people cloning people something special.
chemtrail. Um, cloning people. Cloning Slicing that man's brain a little too thin. It's too thin if I were making a foot-long brain sandwich at Quiznos. <laughs> For examination under a two-photon microscope, it's fine. Well, you're the expert. If the correct way to do it is the wrong way, then I yield. Very well. If you die and donate your body to science, I promise to slice your brain like Canadian bacon. Thank you. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to take my temperature. Are you monitoring your circadian rhythms in order to identify your periods of maximum mental acuity? I did that one summer. Oh, you. No, I experienced some distressing symptoms last night, so I'm checking my vital signs every hour. I'd be happy to create a chart and participate in a differential diagnosis. Oh, that sounds like fun. All oh, right. <clears throat> what were the symptoms? Elevated heart rate, moist palms, dry mouth, and localized vascular throbbing. Localized to what region? Ears and genitalia. Interesting. It's not body parts that usually team up. What about environmental factors? Describe the scene for me. I was sitting in a restaurant with Penny and Bernadette drinking water, carbonated as it was a special occasion. Penny's friend Zach stopped by and said hello, and I said, who? Who? Zach. Then why did you ask? Ask what? Who? Zach. All right, let's start over. What did you say when Zach walked in? Who? Zach. Why do you keep saying Zach? Because you keep saying who. I'm not saying who now. I said who last night. And the answer was Zach, correct? There was no question. I simply said who. All right, I think I have enough to go on. Possible explanations for your symptoms are, in descending order of likelihood, hyperthyroidism, premature menopause, posting an alien parasite, or, and I only include it for the sake of covering absolutely all bases, sexual arousal. Where would I have picked up an alien parasite? Slicing that man's brain a little too thin. It's too uh, thin if I were making a reference. A pretty star. Drank the water. Hey, Lisa, do you to drink the water? I'm not sure that is water. Chicken. Mark, be quiet. Lisa, drink the water. Switching bodies. Absolutely not. I will stop. You look like an American girl doll. That's your father's gym short. Did you pluck my eyebrows? Yes. What's my age again? These days, this computer will be obsolete. People will have microchips implanted in their brains or something. We won't be able to watch YouTube. Country states, chip. Like all the others here. Prisoners in a windowless cell. 
Who's going to show me the new ways of the world? These days, this computer will be obsolete. People will have microchips implanted in their brains or something. We won't be able to watch YouTube or anything. We'll be like all the others here, prisoners in a windowless cell. Who's going to show me the new ways of the world? These days, this computer will be obsolete. People will have microchips implanted in their brains or something. Reference aliens all the time in media. Center reference. Joining reference. It's Rihanna new single. Disturbia with lyrics. Made lots for Rihanna. Had to be cryptic or they'd make me do it over and reword it. It's a thief in the night to come and grab you. Rem consciousness transfer can creep up inside you and consume you. Roll proboscis, a disease of the mind it can control you. Roll parasiting their brain and becoming you. I feel like a monster human host. They almost didn't use the song as is. Too hinty. They wanted it called Disturbia for a movie or sitcom they were releasing. Look what you have for a son. Yeah, ugly little Lizzie. Yeah, girl. What'd you call that thing? Ugly? You called it Lizzie. Well, there's no denying the resemblance. Hey. Children. Oh, Dad, here's her instructions. Oh, that's cool. Look at that. Lighting, humidity, constipation. I'm Audi. Book report due tomorrow. I haven't even finished the book. Uh, relative? Look what you have for a son. Yeah, ugly little Lizzie. Yeah, girl. What'd you call that thing? Ugly? You called it Lizzie. Well, there's no denying the resemblance. Did they really point out that she's a lizard in the first episode? for how Donald Marshall put in a song. REM-driven human cloning subculture. Do not eat from any fast food restaurant on September the 18th of 2023.
Here's the reason why there's a bunch of speculation on this date right now. So September 18th, which is in two days, is National Cheeseburger Day. A bunch of different chains of fast food restaurants are hosting a huge sale on cheeseburgers, but here's the problem. I'll let you know which restaurants in just a second. So the reason why this is all blowing up in the first place is because of The Simpsons. So as we all already know, The Simpsons have told the future time and time and time again on their episodes. The specific episode of The Simpsons that hosts this burger sale is Season 21, Episode 4, and it's about Burger Square. So in this Simpsons episode, Krusty the Clown is standing outside the burger location, and he's explaining to the news anchor that the burgers are made by feeding cows to other cows before the unholy results are served on a whole grain bun. And then all of the people that eat these burgers are turning into zombies. Obviously, do with this information as you please. But here are some of the locations that are doing the sale. We obviously have McDonald's. We also have Booger King. We also have Wakindi's. Also, Applebee's and Dairy Queen. Let me know if you're going to be eating burgers on this day or not. And make sure you hit the plus and come back for updates. I'm going to watch this. Mexico had a hearing last night. And their hearing was about aliens. And instead of doing what the U.S. does and just... Just totes you mm -hmm. along. They said, hey, we have proof. Shit. <coughs> it's exactly what uh, it's described in the real, as a real type. It's about a thousand years old. So it's an older featured uh, creep. So it is a preserved body. It was covered in a... <sighs> so it... Both its feet and its hands are... Instead of doing what the U.S. does and just totes you along. They said, hey, we have proof. Let's talk about it. So it is a preserved body. It was covered in a diatomic white substance that basically preserved it. It's about a thousand years old. So it's an older featured uh, creature. Real. Both its feet and its hands are tridactyl, which means they have three fingers. But you'll see that there's no carpal or tarsals leading it right into its arm. Inside its cavity, you'll notice that there's three oblongated calcified objects. Uh, some people are saying that this are, are eggs. However, speaking of eggs, it has intact fallopian tubes with eggs inside of it. There's another image for reference. You'll also notice that it has 14 completely circular ribs, uh, similar to what you find in a bird. So they're saying it's more of like a bird reptilian-like uh, creature. It's a deep concave circular uh, spine, which in similar to turtles, it has an expandable contracting neck. There's a pneumaticized air pocket in its head, allowing for cranial activity to expand, allowing for large brain matter to basically be there. These ocular orbits are very large, allowing for a wide view of vision. So this is this is very ET-like. I mean, this is this is crazy. The skeletal structure on it is very, very light, that like a bird, but it is super strong. And out of millions of sequencing of its DNA, 30% of it is of unknown origin. 70% of that being known, so bacteria and things like that. Anyways, this is what happened last night at the Mexico hearing. What's your thoughts on it? Uh, you know, hey, is this real? Who knows? Uh, you know, things have been faked in the past. But the things that caught me off guard was fallopian tubes with eggs inside of it. Uh, something like that is very, very hard to duplicate in a fake manner. I don't want to be an astronaut. Oh, you want to be an astronaut? Well, that's great. You can be an astronaut. All you have to do is study flying or science, and maybe someday you could be the first astronaut to walk on the moon. No! There already was an astronaut who first walked on the moon. Well... No, not really. Um, that wasn't real.
And maybe someday you could be the first astronaut to walk on the moon. No! There already was an astronaut who first walked on the moon. Well, no, not really. Um, that wasn't real. Uh, see, there was this thing called the Cold War, and in order to beat the Russians, we kind of faked that. That never happened. You see how there's no windows on the side? You see underneath where there's like a pod thing? What's that, right? Take a look at this wreckage. See how there's no plane parts on the ground there? What does that look like? A metal. You see, President Bush was in a secret society at Yale called the Skull and Bones. His dad was too, and they all worship Satan. President Bush worships Satan? Children, 
I know why you're mad at me. I've got demon eyes, and they're looking right through your anatomy. Doja Cat lost about 400,000 followers on Instagram, and she's probably celebrating. We talked about this already. Doja has made it clear she does not want to be liked by her fans. She doesn't want to be admired. She doesn't want them going by a nickname, even though she gave them that nickname. She even went out of her way to write this on her thread. You won't like me in person. She wants that to be clear. And I'm seeing a lot of fans commenting under her pictures like, we miss the old Doja, the one who used to wear cow print. Hey, Moo, what happened to her? What happened is she's gone over to the dark side. <laughs> laughing, but honestly, it kind of scares me. I'm not going to lie. You go to her Instagram page, and it's like all these bloody posts, very demonic, and I think that's her goal. She has a tour coming up that's going to be about a month and a half, and guess what day it starts on? Halloween. You you wouldn't catch me dead at that concert. You just, you I wouldn't be there. Her music videos went from pretty and pink to stuff like... <laughs> Stuff like this. I think Doja's making her message very clear. I'm sorry, the old Doja can't come to the phone right now. Why? Oh, cause she's dead. Doja Cat lost about 400,000 followers on Instagram and she's probably celebrating. We talked about this already. Doja has made it clear she does not want to be liked by her fans. She doesn't want to be admired. Now that everyone is catching up to speed with the fact that Ariana Grande is just like a terrible person, can we go back to the donut incident? I have never been able to understand how her career made it through this. She goes into this little mom-and-pop donut shop, starts licking donuts, and then this video is actually worse than I remembered. At the end, the lady, like, comes out with a fresh tray of donuts and, like, shows them, and she goes, What the fuck is that? I hate America! You walked into a donut shop and you're shocked to see donuts? I know this is pretty unrelated, but I think how you talk to customer service workers says a lot about who you are as a person. Um, also, licking donuts, that's just foul. That's foul. Roll the tape. Dapes, they do sacrifices. November 27. A pedestal. We don't know them and they only show us the side that they want us to see. She's built her entire platform on being an anti-bully and also being body positive. When it turns out she's a major bully herself, probably more than that, an alleged sexual abuser. If you don't already know, Lizzo is currently being sued by her former backup dancers for racial and religious harassment, sexual abuse, and fat shaming. She apparently forced some of her backup dancers to eat bananas out of sex workers' vagina. And this week, a former director that was working with her said that she was working with Lizzo, but then walked out in two weeks after seeing how arrogant and self-centered and unkind she was. Obviously, a lot of people are surprised by this, but I'm not, because I remember one time she said her favorite person in the entire world was Chris Brown. Fact of the matter is, we really don't know a lot of these celebrities, and we should remember that sometimes they're really not good people. McDonald's Corporation just had a, uh, an ad come out a few months ago that they're looking into research and development in a technology that will afford them the ability to pump their commercials into your brain while you're sleeping. Do you think that they figured this out or some other company figured it out first? Do you think if they're going to have this available to them next year, do you think that there weren't agencies that have been wielding this for a decade or so? You're a hundred. Is there any work in our read about this? It's immediately available on the internet that McDonald's put this out there.
McDonald's. McDonald's Corporation is looking into putting commercials into our brains while we're sleeping. And that's, we can look that up. Absolutely. I gotta look that Referencing up. consciousness transfer. They've been telling us since 1950. Shit! <laughs> Are we good here? Because uh, I'm gonna go watch this on a real TV. Uh, no thanks. You can go too. Layers? Lab meat. Every single piece. Like, and it's literally the same. I don't wanna hear, oh, it's sliced, that's what they do. No. You can't take this apart like this. And then, even like this one, look, every, you can take little pieces and shred, look at that, one piece, two piece, like it's just breaking piece by piece. And then you break those pieces down. <laughs> this is fake meat. This is fake. Look at this. I can't, and it's every piece. Every piece has that. Every line. No, they're not. Listen. We just about to go meatless at this point in life. So, just stop buying meat. Some breaking news, U.S. regulators have approved the sale of chicken made from animal cells. This move paves the way for two California companies to sell lab-grown meat. The U.S. Agriculture Department gave the okay today. The cultivated meat will be grown in steel tanks using cells from a living animal, fertilized egg, or special band of stored cells. That meat will only be sold at upscale restaurants. The company... You post on... from Jonathan Brandis. She said that Billy was, her mother said that Billy was conceived through IVF.
others. What I'm about to show you is not because I want to hurt people. It's not because I want to make you depressed. It's not because I I'm only doing this because we need to bring awareness to this situation. Because right now, Americans are being gaslit into thinking we're just getting lazier and we're too entitled and we're expecting too much. The Great Depression is widely considered, at least where I went to school, as the worst economic time in American history. I want to show you the numbers on what the average income was during the Great Depression to now. Just for reference, the Great Depression is considered to be in this time. Sure, on um, that's... time period, 1929 to 1941. I looked at every single year and looked at what the worst year was. The worst year was 1930 economically for American households. So 1930, the average net yearly income of Americans, this is so this is for one American, not a family, this is for one person annually was $4,887. Let's look at how much money that is in today's money. I'm just going to let this sit for a second. 1930, $4,881. I know I forgot it was a seven, whatever. 2023. This is for one person, not a family. One person, $88,000 a year in today's money. That was their depression. If that's a depression, look at what we're doing. In 2019, and this was the average income for one American. In the United States. Just in case you wanted to see the exact number, I went ahead and converted that over. I even rounded up to 32,000 and put it in for 2023 from 2019, and it's 38,000 a year for one American. We are in a Great Depression. I mean, I said in another video, we're in the worst economic time in American history. We have the lowest purchasing power we have ever had in American history, and they, I, and they want to they want to make it seem like I'm lying. This is the numbers. One more thing, because I don't want to end on a negative note. I want everyone to remember something. If you're working full time and you found a way to pay your bills, you're never hungry. You got clothes on your back, a car that you can drive. You deserve massive applause for that. And I don't care what anyone says. If listen to this guy, what a baby. Look at him getting in his feelings. I don't care. All of us collectively that have made things happen under these conditions to take care of ourselves. Some of us have kids, take care of our families, wives, brothers, sisters, anybody. Even just taking care of yourself. If you've managed to make that happen, you honestly, cheers to that. What I'm about to miss me with them country lyrics. You sound just like the one percenters. You must have did a bunch of acid. Either that or you was fucking with us. You wanna be a star, sell out concert tickets? A mansion in a Hollywood subdivision? You get the fame on the one condition. You can copy that the clone seller. They kill them with a common enemy. Overdose from a drug addiction. Same story, same headline. A stroke, a heart attack, an aneurysm. Celebrities and politicians. Just to name a couple members. Was a pedophilia, sacrifices, blood religion. The Queen of England got arrest warrants for the disappearance of a dozen children. Do your research on the topic. The same time every year, kids come on missing. But you so focused on who fucking who, you don't realize who fucking you. You so suckered in the who fucking who, you don't realize who fucking you, motherfucker. Been on.
as well as the world has to understand they can no longer take these COVID vaccines. These are, they are toxic and lethal to it and ineffective that they have completely failed. They can only be viewed as harmful and they need to be stopped. And does it damage the brain? You bet it does. Does it damage the heart? Yes. The liver? Yes. The bone marrow? Yes. It causes all sorts of harm in the human body. We should have stopped this before it ever started. It's a misinformation from the the FDA, the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology, the American College of OBGYN, the Society of Maternal Fetal Medicine. It's a misinformation from those organizations. Okay, let's get back to the show. What is it called? The Woken Under. The past is filled with incredible mysteries. The clues to solving them are all around. Concealed in those pages is the key to something much, much bigger. A conspiracy that crosses the globe. The past is filled with incredible mysteries. Says it's 3 a.m. She really thinks she's gonna get she's getting some found in every culture of ancient texts. Um, Tell us Ancient texts from Yucatan, known as the Chilem Balam, tell us that the first inhabitants of the region were called the Chanas people, which means people of the serpent. They were ruled by a king called Itzamna. The word Itzam means lizard, and he is depicted as being half human and half serpent, just like the reptilian figures seen on the walls of the Temple of Hathor in Egypt. Olmecs of Central America carved statues of their god kings seated within the protective coils of giant serpents. In these carvings, we see gods holding small buckets, identical to the situlas of ancient Sumeria. These buckets contained the so-called water of life, the genetic material from which the reptilian overlords created modern man as a slave race to serve them. Perhaps 
perhaps the most ancient of all Chinese texts is the mysterious Yi King, which describes how humans were genetically modified by a goddess known as Lu Kua. She was a reptilian whose descendants became the emperors of China. Ancient texts from Yucatan, known as the Chilam Balam, tell us that the first inhabitants of the region were called the Chanas people, which means people of the serpent. They were ruled by a king called Idz. And make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, they are a very dangerous group of people. They are. And make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, they are a very dangerous group of people. They are evil beyond anything you can wrap your brain around. I've told you this before, they have murdered millions, hundreds of millions. Don't let them succeed. until the flood, according to the Bible, the people lived to be over 900 years old. Read Genesis 5. It could not be more clear. Adam was 930 when he died. The biggest pterosaur flying over the inland sea is a pteranodon. Like all reptiles, it grows throughout its life. You know, reptiles grow all their life. Sharks aren't the only animal that keeps growing. Lizards, snakes, amphibians, and coral. These are called indeterminate growers. They never stop. So the dinosaurs were simply big lizards that lived with Adam and Eve, because that was the time when people are living to be 900. I think we could assume things were different and everything was living much longer. After the flood, lifespans dropped off to 400, then 200, then 100. So I think some of the larger species of dinosaurs simply died out in the new climate. Dinosaurs had two problems. One, they died because of climate change. Two, people hunted them. But back in those days, they called them dragons. Before the flood came, during this period right here, and all the government agencies that control our airways and our waterways have the flat earth map with the ice wall in their logo. Okay? Okay, we're still listening to this incredible content on Instagram by... Creator of all, creator of the angels and dark angels, the creator of the redeemer has a root meaning Walking that is something... Undead. Creator of all. Creator of the angels and dark angels, the creator of the redeeming names, I invoke you, you who sit upon the mountain of holy Sinai, you who sit upon the sea, you who sit upon the serpent gods, the god who sits upon the sun god. The notion of the serpent seed first appeared in a book titled Perk the Rabbi Elazir, written in the 9th century. This book, along with several other ancient Jewish texts, taught that Cain was actually the son of Eve, but not with Adam. It actually claims that the serpent and Eve laid together and created Cain. Some Kabbalists, 
also contend that God created two different atoms, which in Hebrew means man. In other words, God created two versions of man, or humanoids, if you will. One was actually man, and the other was the serpent. They also say that God only granted one of them a soul, which was man. Two beings had intercourse with Eve, and she conceived from both of them bore two children. Each followed one of the male parents, and their spirits parted, one to this side, and one to the other, and similarly their characters. On the side of Cain are all the haunts of the evil species, from the side of Abel comes a more merciful class. In addition to the Zohar and other Jewish texts, many ancient Gnostic writings, such as the Gospel of Philip, claim that Eve mated with the serpent, in this case, meaning the devil. Most people who are familiar with the Bible know that when it mentions to know, as in Adam knew his wife, it is referring to sexual intercourse. Many serpent seed proponents point to the fact that Genesis 4, 1-2 mentions that Adam knew his wife only once, but the book mentions that she bears children two separate times. There is an ancient religious document called the Prayer of Joseph, which refers to the serpent race. The Christian hymn probably stems from a much older Sumerian prayer. It is dated from the 2nd century AD and contains some interesting quotes in it. Father of the patriarchs, father of all things, father of all the powers of the cosmos, creator of all, creator of the angels and dark angels, the creator of the redeeming names, I invoke you. You who sit upon the mountain of holy Sinai, you who sit upon the sea, you who sit upon the serpent gods, the god who sits upon the sun god. The notion of the serpent seed first appeared in a book titled yes. Perth the Rabbi Elazir, written in the 9th century. This book, along with several other ancient Jewish texts, taught that Cain was actually the son of Eve, but not with Adam. It actually claims that the serpent and Eve laid together and created Cain. Some Kabbalists also contend that God created two different atoms, which in Hebrew means man. In other words, God created two versions of man, or humanoids, if you will. One was actually man, and the other was the serpent. They also say that God only granted one of them a soul, which was man. Two beings had intercourse with Eve, and she conceived from both of them bore two children. Each followed one of the male parents, and their spirits parted, one to this side, and one to the other, and similarly, their characters. On the side of... They didn't call them dinosaur, they called them dragon. The word dinosaur wasn't made up till 1841. It's a brand new word in the dictionary. I got some old dictionaries and looked for the word dinosaur. Even in 1891, the word was not in the dictionary. They called them dragons. Hmm. Bible mentions dragons 34 times. Even in the 1946 dictionary listed as now rare, Gilgamesh is famous for slaying a dragon, and the Bible talks about a fiery flying serpent. What is this? Hmm. Herodotus in 400 BC reported the fiery flying serpents. I want to read that story sometime. The fiery flying. Anyway. Um, in the book of Job, it talks about out of his mouth, Leviathan, go burning lamps and sparks of fire leap out. Out of his nostrils go a smoke. Alexander the Great reported dragons when he conquered part of India. Saddam spent a fortune rebuilding the ancient city of Babylon. On the ancient Babylonian walls, which they rebuilt, they found carvings of lions and dragons. This is from 600 BC. 
How would they know about dragons in 600 BC? Why would they put dragons on the walls of the city, the Ishtar Gate in Babylon? It's over there right now, if you want to go see. They didn't call them dinosaur, they called them dragon. The word dinosaur wasn't made up till 1841. It's a brand new word in the dictionary. I got some old dictionaries and looked for the word dinosaur. Even in 1891, the word was not in the dictionary. They called them dragons. Hmm. Bible mentions dragons 34 times. Even in the 1946 dictionary listed as now rare, Gilgamesh is famous for slaying a dragon, and the Bible talks about a fiery flying serpent. What is this? The ancient Jewish text, the Haggadah, touches upon this idea. It describes a serpent in the Garden of Eden as a tall, two-legged creature with superior mental abilities. He was lord over all the beasts of Eden. As for the reference to atrophy, the Haggadah says, his hands and feet were hacked off. Tie that in with the previously mentioned notion that the Bible and other Hebrew texts specifically speak of how the serpent, or Nakash, in the Garden of Eden, was cursed to crawl upon its belly after it deceived Adam and Eve. This would be to some an excellent metaphor for the reoccurring theme of the reptilians reportedly disappearing from the human race long ago to hide and manipulate from behind the scenes. The Haggadah and other ancient Jewish legends say that after they were cast out of paradise, the clothes worn by Adam and Eve were made of reptile skins. These skins were worn as a form of protection from the elements and larger predators as they were supposedly told that all creatures on earth would fear them. The serpent skins were symbolic of the serpent race, and not only reminded Adam and Eve of their origin, but also it acted as a talisman of sorts to protect them from wild creatures. The Hebrew scholar, Robert Einsman, translated a very interesting fragment of the Dead Sea Scrolls. In it, there is a description of a watcher being called Belial. Belial is described as the king of evil, and is said to have a very frightening appearance, that of a serpent or viper. The ancient Jewish text, the Haggadah, touches upon this idea. It describes a serpent in the Garden of Eden as a tall, two-legged creature with superior mental abilities. He was lord over all the beasts of Eden. As for the reference to atrophy, the Haggadah says his hands and feet were hacked off. Tie that in with the previously mentioned notion no that the Bible and other Hebrew texts specifically speak of how the serpent of Eden was cursed to crawl upon its belly after it deceived well, Adam and Eve. Let's see what people are saying in the comments. But we know religion is man-made. What are we saying? Have we thought it through? It's, it's interesting that throughout the thousands of man-made religions you can pull this word, but what does our history lineage have to say about it? About this and what is the role of the serpent? It seems to play so many various roles in certain cultures. They never mentioned in other cultures. Some older than the ones we recognize. So many hidden aspects. Robert Einsman translated a very interesting fragment of the Dead Sea Scrolls. In it, there is a description of a watcher being called Belial. Belial is described as the king of evil and is said to have a very frightening appearance, that of a serpent or viper. The ancient Jewish text, the Haggadah, touches upon this idea. It describes a serpent in the Garden of Eden as a tall, two-legged creature with superior mental abilities. 
he was lord over all the beasts of Eden. As for the reference to atrophy, the Haggadah says, his hands and feet were hacked off. Tie that in with the previously mentioned notion that the Bible and other Hebrew texts specifically speak of how the serpent, or Nakash, in the Garden of Eden, was cursed to crawl upon its belly after it deceived Adam and Eve. This would be to some an excellent metaphor for the reoccurring theme of the reptilians reportedly disappearing from the human race long ago to hide and manipulate from behind the scenes. The Haggadah and other ancient Jewish legends say that after they were cast out of paradise, the clothes worn by Adam and Eve were made of reptile skins. These skins were worn as a form of protection from the elements and larger predators as they were supposedly told that all creatures on earth would fear them. The serpent's skins were symbolic of the serpent race, and not only reminded Adam and Eve of their origin, but also it acted as a talisman of sorts to protect them from wild creatures. The Hebrew scholar Robert Einsman translated a very interesting fragment of the Dead Sea Scrolls. In it, there is a description of a watcher being called Belial. Belial is described as the king of evil, and is said to have a very frightening appearance, of that of a serpent or viper. The ancient known as reptilians and have truly taken the world by storm. They have manifested in the sci-fi and pop culture of the 20th century and today, as well as UFO abduction experiences and modern-day conspiracy theories. Evidence from many religious texts and ancient cultures from across the globe suggests that a literal, prehistoric serpent race once walked the earth long ago. However, some questions remain. Are they real? And if so, are they still among us? Are they still among us? Are they still among us? taken the world by storm. They have manifested in the sci-fi and pop culture of the 20th century and
definitely look old when someone's just... Look at that. Another classic example of how our historical narrative does not seem to fit the evidence in which we are presenting. This is from the 1500s. It is said to be a time frame where we still lived in horse and buggy, candlelight lit rooms and dirt roads. But this looks like it was built today. Question everything. <laughs> Another classic example of how our... How? Hold on, bro. I'm saying, ah, like, talk to me, bro. You the police? Is you the FBI? CIA? What's here? In the year 2029, the people of How? Hold on, bro. Says, How? In the year 2029, the people of Argartha will issue forth from their subterranean caverns and appear on the surface of the earth. This prophecy was noted How? in a book of Ferdinand. Osandowski's from one of his informants and was attributed to the king of the world when he appeared before the Lamas in 1890. The king had then predicted that there would be 50 years of strife and misery, 71 years of happiness under three great kingdoms, and an 18-year war before the appearance of the Agarthians. Eighteen year, eighteen year war before the appearance of the Agarthians. Inner Earth underground tunnel systems stretch far beyond the Americas across our great plain. Across our great plain. This is not just in the Americas. This can be found in every city in the world, without a doubt. You dig deep enough, and you shall find. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to have no finite end to our objective. The end of our objective should be as far as we can see at any given time. But right now, we need a 10 to 12 year program that has as its ultimate goal the man domination of space. And if we don't, we're going to be in trouble. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. We must assure our preeminence in the peaceful exploration of outer space, focusing on an expedition to the moon in this decade. T-minus 60 seconds and counting. We passed T-minus 60. 55 seconds and counting. Sorry is all that you can say.
got to have no finite end to our objective. The end of our objective should be as far as we can see at any given time. But right now, we need a 10 to 12 year program that has as its ultimate goal the man domination of space. And if we don't, we're going to be in trouble. I believe that the mysterious security officer who took the papers claims to have worked at Dulce until 1979 when he decided that it was time to part ways with his employers. In 1987, Thomas Costello, the apparent whistleblower, had organized the release of the Dulce papers, which described genetic experimentation, development of human aliens, the use of mind control, cold storage of humans in liquid-filled vats, and even the use of human body parts as a food source for the ET races that existed inside. In 1979, after an internal battle literally broke out inside the base, Costello could no longer cope with the harsh reality at Dulce. As a high-level security officer at the base, he left the facility with the photos, video, and documents, and the originals were supposedly hidden after five sets of copies were made. Costello alleges that there were over 18,000 smaller gray aliens stationed within the Dulce base, and he saw several reptilian humanoid creatures. Supposedly, one of his colleagues had come face-to-face -face with a large reptoid which had randomly materialized inside his house. This scary lizard creature expressed interest in the man's research maps of New Mexico and Colorado, which were on the wall. The maps were marked to indicate the various sites of animal mutilations and underground bases. The multi-level facility at Dulce is reported to be a central hub among many other bases concentrated mostly within the southwestern United States. The security levels at Dulce reportedly go up as one descends to each lower level. Costello claims he had an Ultra 7 security clearance and that most of the aliens were supposedly on levels 5, 6, and 7. The mysterious security officer who took the papers claims to have worked at Dulce until 1979 when he decided that it was time to part ways with his employers. In 1987, Thomas Costello, the apparent whistleblower, had organized the release of the Dulce papers, which described genetic experimentation, development of human aliens, the use of mind control, cold storage of humans in liquid-filled vats, and even the use of human body parts as a food source for the ET races that existed inside. In 1970 I want to thank me. <laughs> I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing all this hard work. I want to thank me. I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing all this hard work. I want to thank me. Biogenetic research has been going on for years at the Dulce Labs. Level 6 is known by employees as Nightmare Hall. It holds the major genetic labs at Dulce. Insiders at Dulce report many bizarre horrific experiments. So sick it's hard to believe. Schools of multi-limbed humans, half-human, half-octopus, swim about vast tanks, thousands of human insectoids, with segmented bodies, right about, in huge vats, there are reptilian humans, that can cling to vertical walls, rats with human faces, and hands, monkeys with insect heads that cry like babies, also huge mixtures, of cross-species, hybrid alien humanoids in cages, there are fish, monkeys, birds, and rats so crossbred that they can barely be considered those species anymore. There are hundreds of cages with winged humanoid, grotesque bat-like creatures from three to seven feet tall, and gargoyle-like beings called Draco Vampire Reptiloids. Many humans are also being implanted with brain transceivers and released back into the community. These act as telepathic communication channels and telemetric brain manipulation devices. Biogenetic research has been going on for years at the Dulce Labs. 
Level 6 is known by employees as Nightmare Hall. It holds the major genetic lab's adults. Insiders adults report many bizarre horrific experiments, so sick it's hard to believe. Schools of multi-limbed humans, half-human, half-octopus, swim about, in vast tanks, thousands of human insectoids, with segmented bodies, right about, in huge vats. There are reptilian humans, that can claim to vertical walls, rats with human faces, and hands, monkeys with insect heads that cry like babies, also huge mixtures, of cross-species, hybrid alien humanoids in cages. There are fish, monkeys, birds, and rats so cross-bred, that they can barely be considered those species anymore. There are hundreds of cages, with winged humanoid, grotesque bat-like creatures, from three to seven feet tall, and gargoyle-like beings called Draco Vampire Reptiloids. Many humans are also being implanted with brain transceivers and released back into the community. These act as telepathic communication channels, and telemetric brain manipulation devices. Biogenetic research has been going on for years at the Dulce Labs. Level 6 is known by employees. Thomas Castello Declaration. I'm retarded? Give me a, give me a, for instance, uh, I, I want to know. I'm I would love to have these experiences. No, don't be embarrassed. Come on, share. Why not? We have to discuss let's these just, things. Let's, let's just say I was with somebody once and, and I saw, I saw a transformation that I can't explain. Mm -hmm. the, the person transformed into something other than human. Yes, I saw it. Were you on drugs? I was not. It was totally sober. Wow. You were talking with, I'm just going to, I'm asking you some questions. <laughs> if you were, ta you were talking to someone. Yes. And you're having a conversation. Yes. We are now. Yeah. This close. <laughs> and the person suddenly, not in a hallucination, they said to you, look, something's going to happen here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show, I'm going to morph into something else. Mm -hmm. And you're like, this is ridiculous. That's not how it happened. Okay, give me, give me, give me, give me a please. I no, want to see this. Imagine you're doing something and suddenly you, you turn around and there's somebody else standing there. A different human. Sort of. It's hard to explain without going to detail. I'm not going to detail. Okay. But did you say to the person... What'd you just do here? That's yes, you. and they acknowledged it. And, oh. and what did they say they were? From another planet? And they wouldn't explain. Why not? Again, without telling us, it's a really messed up story. What happened? Give me a, give me a, give me a for instance. I, I want to know. I'm I trying, would I'm love to have these. For decades, stories of alligators and other vicious reptiles living in the sewers beneath America's cities have been a source of ongoing controversy. But is there a shred of truth to these urban legends? These creatures look like humanoid reptilians. They're usually between six feet, seven feet tall. And people describe them as scaly or greenish and running upright usually and having much more of a alligator or a kind of lizard-like skin. There's nothing in nature that comes to mind that's anything like that. But the interesting thing is that when you look um, 
at human disease, there's a disease called ichthyosis. And so people who have this condition can get big uh, patches of scaly skin. The fact that it's lizard-like, that it sometimes are reports of glowing red eyes, that it has this prominent attitude with regard to people where it does attack, it does really encounter them in an aggressive way, then gets the fear factor going in people. There's been speculation that there are actually races of reptoids living in subterranean areas below the earth, in tunnels, caves, abandoned mine shafts, and things like that. It is my belief that lizard man is a unique animal into itself. For decades, stories of alligators and other vicious reptiles living in the sewers beneath. Arjuna's penance carved 1300 years ago. This relief is about 96 feet long and 43 feet tall. It's very intriguing because the carving seems to prove the ancient astronaut and shape-shifting reptilian theories of our time. The center of attention is clearly on two snake gods coming out of the ground, cracking the earth open. These gods transformed into humanoids as they approached the Earth's surface. These reptilian snake gods, or Nagas, have been documented in many ancient Hindu and Buddhist texts. Archaeologists are baffled by this carving because they cannot come to a conclusion as to what it shows. Even to a layman, it seems like the rock has been split into two equal halves and the primary focus seems to be on these figures that are coming out of the ground and taking off vertically into the sky. These Nagas of Hindu mythology are very similar to Nakash from Jewish mythology. A Naga is also called a Serpa by Hindus and is called a Seraph by Jews and Christians. Fifth of these writings found at Nagamadi talk about something they call the Archons. Just their name, it's, it's, it's a word means rulers, that's why they call them that. Arjuna's penance carved 1300 years and, and taking off vertically into the sky. These Nagas of Hindu mythology are very similar to Nakash from Jewish mythology. A Naga is also called a Serpa by Hindus and is called a Seraph by Jews and Christians. Fifth of these writings found at Nagamadi talk about something they call the Archons. Just their name, it's, it's, it's a word means rulers, that's why they call them that. Arjuna's penance carved 1300 years ago. This relief is about 96 feet long and 43 feet tall. It's very intriguing because the carving seems to prove the ancient astronaut and shape-shifting reptilian theories of our time. The center of attention is clearly on two snake gods coming out of the ground, cracking the earth open. These gods transformed into humanoids as they approached the earth's surface. 
these reptilian snake gods or nagas have been documented in many ancient hindu and buddhist texts around the world has certainly focused in on the fact that there is a force not of this world shall we say that is the common theme what is your experience and your knowledge of an extraterrestrial involvement in the history of africa One of the most secret stories that was revealed to me is about these beings. This story was revealed to me first in Barotsident, then in the country today called Rwanda, once known as Rwanda Urundi. Then I learned about this story at that time. on the foothills of Mount Kilimanjaro. This is the story, a story you find throughout Africa. There was once a time when the blue sky was invisible, when the whole world was covered with mist, when you could not see the sun as it is now, you only saw it as a, a a splash of white light around the world has certainly focused in on the fact that there is a force not of this world shall we say that is the common theme what is your experience and your knowledge of an extraterrestrial involvement in the history of africa one of the most secret stories that was revealed to me is about these beings this story was revealed to me first in barotsident then in the country today called rwanda once known as rwanda urundi then i learned about this story at that time on the foothills of Mount Kilimanjaro. This is the story. A story you... Me raising my kid in 2045 after testosterone levels are at an all-time low and sperm counts are scarce. We have traditions and folk tales that it wasn't Gabriel who came down and helped Mary have a child. It was actually the serpent. This is a Gnostic tradition. It's a Gnostic tradition that Mary, when she was only 18 months old, was joined by the serpent. And there, the result was Jesus. The Immaculate Conception was actually a serpent in the first place, according to the early Gnostics. Uh, these same Gnostics, who of course, worshipped the serpent. Um, one group of that, those Gnostics were also known as the Nassini. And this is where you get Nazareth, because there's no way that Jesus came from Nazareth. It's just most biblical scholars will scoff at that these days. 
It's actually from the Nasini, and it's a serpent-worshipping word. It means the serpent. It's, it's, it's no different to Nehushtan, the, the word used for the brazen serpent in the wilderness of Moses. So it's all, it's all over the world. It's all throughout time, and it's, it, it's in all religions. It doesn't matter which still activist today, whether it be Hinduism, which is just cotton, as it would be. Even Islam and Christianity is there. Serpent worship appears to have covered most of the globe and has transcended cultures in one form or another. We have traditions and folk tales that it wasn't Gabriel who came down and helped Mary have a child. It was actually the serpent. This is a Gnostic tradition. It's a Gnostic tradition that Mary, when she was only 18 months old, was joined by the serpent. And there, the result was Jesus. The Immaculate joined Conception was actually a serpent in the first place, according to the early Gnostics. Uh, these same Gnostics, of course, worship the serpent. One group that a reptilian... We have... ...that a reptilian race from another world has been behind the manipulation of humanity for a very, very long time. Now, what do these Chittahuli actually look like, the reptiles? I'm not a good artist. You're better than me, that's for sure. But this is how we believe the Chittahuli look like. They were created in this... You, you see, sir, you white people say that there are alien beings on this earth. No. You are wrong. The earth in which we live has produced 24 different races during its long existence. Please, this is how a Chitauli looks like. It stands about 11 feet high. It is a very slender being which seems not to have a bone structure. Its, its fingers have no joints. They are more like, they are more as if the bones in here were flexible. It, uh, some of the Chitauri have got three claws, have got six claws with a thumb. Some of the Chitauris have got horns on their heads. That a reptilian race from another world has been behind the manipulation of humanity for a very, very long time. Now, what do these Chittahuli actually look like, the reptiles? I'm not a good artist. You're better than me, that's for sure. But this is how we believe the Chittahuli look like. They were created in this... You, you see, sir, you white people, say that there are alien beings on this earth. No, you are wrong. The earth in which we live has produced 24 different races during its long existence. Please, this is how a Chitauli looks like. It stands about 11 feet high. It is a very slender being which seems not to have a bone structure. Its, its fingers have no joints. They are more like, they are more as if the bones in here were flexible. It, uh, some of the Chitauri
have got three clothes, have got six clothes with a belt. Some of the Chitauris have got horns on their heads. That a reptilian race from another world has... The multi-level facility at Dulce is reported to be a central hub among many other bases concentrated mostly within the southwestern United States. The security levels at Dulce reportedly go up as one descends to each lower level. Costello claims he had an Ultra 7 security clearance and that most of the aliens were supposedly on levels 5, 6, and 7. At the Dulce base, most signs on doors and hallways are in a strange form of alien hieroglyphs, and the only sign in English was over the tube shuttle station hallway, which reads, Two Lost Alamos. Connections are said to go from Dulce to the Page, Arizona facility, then onto an underground base below Area 51 in Nevada. Level 1 of Dulce is said to contain the equipment garage for the base. Level 2 contains the garage for trains and shuttles, tunnel boring machines, and disc maintenance. Supposedly, Level 4 is a research facility where they conduct human aura research, research and experiments on telepathy, hypnosis, and dreams. Costello even claims that the reptilians and greys know how to place an alien entity within a human body after removing the human soul. Level 6 is referred to as Nightmare Hall, and it holds the genetic labs where experiments are done on various animals and humans. Bizarre, multi-armed, and multi-legged humans are reportedly seen there, as well as cages and tanks of tall, humanoid bat-like creatures. The multi-level facility at Dulce is reported to be a central hub among many other bases concentrated mostly within the southwestern United States. The security levels at Dulce reportedly go up as one descends to each lower level. Costello claims he had an Ultra 7 security clearance and that most of the aliens were supposedly on levels 5, 6, and 7. At the Dulce base, most signs on doors and hallways are in a strange form of alien hieroglyphs, and the only sign in English was over the tube shuttle station hallway, which reads, Two Lost Alamos. Connections are said to go from Dulce to the Page, Arizona facility, then onto an underground base below Area 51 in Nevada. Level 1 of Dulce is said to contain the equipment garage for the base. Level 2 contains the garage for trains and shuttles, tunnel boring machines, and disc maintenance. Supposedly, Level 4 is a research facility where they conduct human aura research, research and experiments on telepathy, hypnosis, and dreams. Costello even claims that the... At the end of 1946, the multi-level facility at Dulce is reported to be a central hub among many other bases concentrated mostly within... What they're doing with your taxpayer dollars, America? Within the southwestern United States, the security levels at Dulce reportedly go up as one descends to each lower level. Costello claims he had an Ultra 7 security clearance and that most of the aliens were supposedly on levels 5, 6, and 7. At the Dulce base, most signs on doors and hallways are in a strange form of alien hieroglyphs, and the only sign in English was over the tube shuttle station hallway, which reads, Two Lost Alamos. Connections are said to go from Dulce to the Page, Arizona facility, then onto an underground base below Area 51 in Nevada. 
Level 1 of Dulce is said to contain the equipment garage for the base. Level 2 contains the garage for trains and shuttles, tunnel boring machines, and disk maintenance. Supposedly, Level 4 is a research facility where they conduct human aura research, research and experiments on telepathy, hypnosis, and dreams. Costello even claims that the reptilians and greys know how to place an alien entity within a human body after removing the human soul. Level 6 is referred to as Nightmare Hall, and it holds the genetic labs where experiments are done on various animals and humans. Bizarre, multi-armed, and multi-legged humans are reportedly seen there, as well as cages and tanks of tall, humanoid bat-like creatures. The multi-level facility at Dulce is reported to be a central hub among many other bases concentrated mostly within the southwestern United States. The security levels at Dulce reportedly go up as one descends to each lower level. Costello claims he had an Ultra 7 security clearance and that most of the aliens... At the end of 1946, the famous polar explorer admiral of the United States Navy, Richard Byrd, received the order to destroy the Nazi base in Antarctica. But things went wrong. The resistance met by the American squadron even now raises many questions. Admiral Byrd not only reported fighter jets with incredible capacities to Washington, he also discussed an attack on the expedition by strange flying saucers. They emerged from the water at high speed, causing heavy damage to the expedition. On February 26, 1947, a battle took place, which is described by a member of the expedition, an experienced pilot called John Syerson. They flew vertically out of the water in a fury, slipping between the masts of the ship with such speed that the airflow perturbed and dislodged the radio antenna. I didn't have time to blink an eye. Two Corsair from the Casablanca were slain by some kind of mysterious ray, shot from the nose section of the flying saucer. When the saucers again dived under the water, we evaluated our losses. They were terrifying. Who did these flying saucers belong to? Could it have been Nazi Germany? At the end of 1946, the famous polar explorer admiral of the United States Navy, Richard Byrd, received the order to destroy the Nazi base in Antarctica. But things went wrong. The resistance met by the American squadron even now raises many questions. Admiral Byrd not only reported fighter jets with incredible capacities to Washington, he also discussed an attack on the expedition by strange flying saucers. They emerged from the water at high speed, causing heavy damage to the expedition. On February 26, 1947, a battle took place, which is described by a member of the expedition, an experienced pilot called John Syerson. They flew vertically out of the water in a fury, slipping between the masts of the ship with such speed that the airflow perturbed and dislodged the radio antenna. I didn't have time to blink an eye. The two Corsair from the Casablanca were slain by some kind of mysterious ray, shot from the nose section of the flying saucers. When the saucers again dived under the water, we evaluated our losses. They were terrifying. Who did these flying saucers belong to? Could it have been Nazi Germany? At the end of 1946, the 
the famous polar explorer admiral of the United States Navy, Richard Byrd, received the order to destroy the Nazi base in Antarctica. But things went wrong. The resistance met by the American squadron even now raises many questions. Admiral Byrd not only reported fighter... Admiral Byrd... You my treacherous little twin, and you know that we locked in, and I love you like my kin, it's whatever for you. I go up and down that road, I go anywhere you go, when you tell me life is good, I want better for you. You my twin, you my twin, you my treacherous little twin, you my twin, you my treacherous little twin, you my twin, you my treacherous little twin. Yeah. Fuck what they say, fuck what they fuck what they Fuck what they say, 500 million up the face, feel like KK And I know the city that we from, not a safe place But I know you riding with your twin till we fade away We used to add nothing to our names, still had great days Always kept me on, brother, up when the rain came You tell me you want something, I would tell you the same thing Now when we come through inside this bitch, they gotta make way Twisting up my fingers for my twin You was always on go leans forward in amazement His eyes have caught a sudden and unbelievable change in scenery the universal white is turned to chocolate brown dotted with blue. A cameraman goes into action. 300 square miles of land without snow. Land that might be in New Mexico or Arizona. Pictures alone will prove Bunger has discovered a warm oasis in the shadow of the pole. It is for such supreme moments as this that men brave the hardships of exploration. The astounding, undreamed-of fact is that they are over a chain of warm water lakes whose shores, except for small patches, are free of ice and snow. Commander Bunger circles the largest lake in sight, five miles long. He comes in to make a landing. Water temperatures must be recorded. Samples taken. He finds the water fresh, temperature 38 degrees Fahrenheit. On the shores are vast deposits of coal and of minerals of the utmost importance to civilization. Peter leans forward in amazement. His eyes have caught a sudden and unbelievable change in scenery. The universal white has turned to chocolate brown dotted with blue. A cameraman goes into action. 300 square miles of land without snow. Land that might be in New Mexico or Arizona. Pictures alone will prove Bunger has discovered a warm oasis in the shadow of the pole. It is for such supreme moments as this that men brave the hardships of exploration. The astounding, undreamed-of fact is that they are over a chain of warm water lakes whose shores, except for small patches, are free of ice and snow. Commander Bunger circles the largest lake in sight, five miles long. He comes in to make a landing. Water temperatures must be recorded. Sample is taken. He finds the water fresh, temperature 38 degrees Fahrenheit. On the shores are vast deposits of coal and of minerals of the utmost importance to civilization. Peter leans forward in amazement. His eyes have caught a sudden and unbelievable change in scenery. The universal white has turned to chocolate brown dotted with blue. A cameraman goes into action. 300 square miles of land without snow. Land that might be in New Mexico or Arizona. Pictures alone will prove Bunger has discovered a warm oasis in the shadow of the pole. It is for such supreme moments as this that men brave the hardships of exploration. 
The astounding, undreamed-of fact is that they are over a chain of warm-water lakes whose shores, except for small patches, are free of ice and snow. Commander Bunger circles the largest lake in sight, five miles long. He comes in to make a landing. Water temperatures must be recorded. Samples taken. He finds the water fresh, temperature 38 degrees Fahrenheit. On the shores are vast deposits of coal and of minerals of the utmost importance to civilization. He leans forward in amazement. His eyes have caught a sudden and unbelievable... not my own, but forced upon me by the incubus, it's who overnight did slip into my bedchamber and taunt and seduce me with demons' promises until I was as if on fire. He was of uncommon height and finely built, a devil's face of frightful beauty that did put me in a spell. I had no will of my own, but did let the incubus do his will until I was driven mad. Once the most favored of the host of angels serving the Lord. But pride welled in his breast. He thought it unseemly for him to serve. The devil and his band of followers who likewise suffered the sin of pride were defeated in battle by the Lord and his host and were banished to the outermost depths of hell, never to know the presence of the Lord or look on heaven again. Smarting with his wounds, but all the more swollen with pride, the devil cried out from the depths, It is better to rule in hell than serve in heaven. The devil proclaimed what was lost in heaven would be gained on earth. He said, My offspring, the gargoyles, will one day rule the Lord's works, earth and man. 
And so it came to pass that while man ruled on earth, the gargoyles waited, lurking, hidden from the light. Reborn every 600 years in man's reckoning of time, the gargoyles joined battle against man to gain dominion over the earth. In each coming, the gargoyles were nearly destroyed by men who flourished in greater numbers. Now it has been so many hundreds of years that it seems the ancient statues and paintings of gargoyles are just products of man's imagination. In this year, with man's thoughts turned toward the many ills he has brought upon himself, man has forgotten his most ancient adversary, the gargoyles. The devil was once the most favored of the host of angels serving the Lord. But pride welled in his breast. He thought it unseemly for him to serve. The devil and his band of followers who likewise suffered the sin of pride were defeated in battle by the Lord and his host and were banished to the outermost and depths of hell, never to know the presence of the Lord or look on heaven again. Smarting with his wounds, but all the more swollen with pride, the devil cried out from the depths, it is better to rule in hell than serve in heaven. The devil proclaimed what was lost in heaven would be gained on earth. He said, my offspring, the gargoyles, will one day rule the Lord's works, earth and man. And so it came to pass that while man ruled on earth, the gargoyles waited, lurking, hidden from the light. Reborn every 600 years in man's reckoning of time, the gargoyles joined battle against man to gain dominion over the earth. In each coming, the gargoyles were nearly destroyed by men who flourished in greater numbers. Now it has been so many hundreds of years that it seems the ancient statues and paintings of gargoyles are just products of man's imagination. In this year, with man's thoughts turned toward the many ills he has brought upon himself, man has forgotten his most ancient... Listening to some mind blowing stuff that they don't want you to hear. And I'm posting all over Facebook and Twitter. made some uh, kind of tasty it's like it's supposed to be hamburger meat but it tastes weird it's got like a tastes like mystery meat like tastes fake actually what they fucking did with it but they said it's like plant fed okay so we're listening to uh, the Woken Undead. You only saw it as a, a, a flesh of white light. Peter said that our planet was quite different long ago, before the moon came. There was a time of paradise, or better yet, Eden on Earth. There were no actual seasons, and the Earth experienced a continuous tropical climate, as it was surrounded by some of the water The protective shield and moisture prevented people from feeling the harsh effects of the sun. The shaman remarks, The Earth was a beautiful place, a gentle place, lush and green, with a gentle drizzle and mist, and the fury of the sun was not there. 
This is the story. A story you find throughout Africa. There was once a time when the blue sky was invisible. When the whole world was covered with mist. When you could not see the sun as it is now. You only saw it as a, a, a splash of white light. Peter says that our planet was quite different long ago, before the moon came. There was a time of paradise, or better yet, even on Earth. There were no actual seasons, and the Earth experienced a continuous tropical climate, as it was surrounded by a canopy of water vapor. The protective shield and moisture prevented people from feeling the harsh effects of the sun. The shaman remarks, The Earth was a beautiful place, a gentle place, lush and green, with a gentle drizzle and mist, and the fury of the sun was not there. This is the story. A story you find throughout Africa. There was once a time when the blue sky was invisible, when the whole world was covered with mist, when you could not see the sun as it is now. You only saw it as a, a, a splash of white light. Peter said that our planet was quite different long ago, before the moon came. There was a time of paradise, or better yet, even on Earth. There were no, according to the Zulu lore of Sanusi Credo Mufla, the moon was brought here hundreds of generations ago by two Chitauri, or reptilian brothers named Wolwane and Mpanku. They were also known as the Water Brothers, and were said to have scaly skin like a fish. Once again, we see a different civilization, separated by vast distances, that spoke of a scaly pair of reptoid brothers coming to Earth and meddling in the affairs of ancient man. The ancient Zulu legend of the Water Brothers certainly mirrors the Hopi Snake Brothers and corresponds with the Sumerian account of the Anunnaki Brothers, Enlil and Enki. Enki is also known as the Water God, Ie, which is quite similar to Uwana, who we referred to during our first book. Zulu legends tell of how these Water Brothers stole the moon in the form of an egg from a great fire dragon. After seizing the moon, or egg, the brothers emptied out the yolk until it was hollow. Then, according to Chido, the two rolled the moon across the sky to the earth, which caused cataclysmic events to take place. According to the Zulu lore of Sanusi Credo Mufla, the moon was brought here hundreds of generations ago by two Chitauri, or reptilian brothers named Wolwane and Mpanku. They were also known as the Water Brothers, and were said to have scaly skin like a fish. Once again, we see a different civilization, separated by vast distances, that spoke of a scaly pair of reptoid brothers coming to Earth and meddling in the affairs of ancient man. The ancient Zulu legend of the Water Brothers certainly mirrors the Hopi Snake Brothers and corresponds with the Sumerian accounts of the Anunnaki Brothers in Lil and Enki. Enki is also known as the Water God, Ie, which is quite similar to Uwana who we referred to during our first time. Zulu legends tell of how these water brothers stole the moon in the form of an egg from a great fire dragon. After seizing the moon, or egg, the brothers emptied out the yolk until it was hollow. Then, according to Credo, the two rode the moon across the sky to the earth, which caused cataclysmic events to take place. According to the Zulu lore of Sanusi Credo Mufla, the moon was brought here hundreds of generations ago by two Chitauri, or reptilian brothers named Wolwane and Mpanku. They were also known as the Water Brothers, and were said to have scaly skin like a fish. <clears throat> Posting that on Facebook. Fish. 
Once again, Sylvia said, your internet connection and try again when they shut me off. Hmm. Got 11 babies. 11 mouths to feed. 11 little kitties. They say it's a Nunatak rocky cliff in Vesca Scarvet Antarctica. It's like another giant tree. The remains of silicon trees. Secretly hidden books are about to change the way we look at human history. 
These secret books were written by early Gnostic Christians. Church don't want you to Church don't want you to see this. <clears throat> Church don't want you to see this. about how the human race was genetically modified. These texts describe a race of extraterrestrial reptilian creatures known as Archons. In almost every ancient culture, we find the descriptions of these serpent-like beings. In India and other parts of Southeast Asia, these creatures are called Nagas. But what is so intriguing is that these secret books refer to the so-called Garden of Eden as a complex genetic engineering lab where these reptilian Archons have tried to genetically of these serpent-like beings in India and other parts of Southeast Asia. These creatures are called Nagas. But what is so intriguing is that these secret mm. books refer to the so-called Garden of Eden as a complex genetic engineering lab where these reptilian archons had tried to genetically mutate the human race so that they could evolve in their own image. In 1945, a farmer finds several... The ground tunnel machines aren't true. Are trying to do. 
Project Blue Beam. More land than we were being told about. The Popeye's chicken sandwich. Come to find out, they have 40, over 40 ingredients in the Popeye's chicken sandwich. 32 of them were man-made chemicals, so they had over 50. In the chicken, up to five scores of man-made chemicals. Now you can't find the ingredients to the Chick-fil-A sandwich or the Popeye's uh, chicken sandwich because they don't want you to know that they're drugging you, that they're doping you. The Popeye's chicken sandwich. Come to find out, they have 40, over 40 ingredients in the Popeye's chicken sandwich. 32 of them were man-made chemicals, so they had over 50. Mac 1 at 768 MPH, and you think the Earth is spinning at 1040 MPH. Terminated 
government releasing classified Contrails after two minutes. Chemtrails, stay in the sky. Stop fucking poisoning our food and water supply. Contrails and chemtrails. Chemtrails, they stay in the sky all day and spread on it. Difference between contrails and chemtrails, exclamation point. Get me on the ballot. And when I win, the U.S. government stops poisoning our... Oh.
Let's see if you're still there. Wow, you are. Amazing. Okay. Like the internet connection keeps going on and off. So here's the video I took. As you can see, the sun is about to start rising, and it's not even past the horizon. You can see the horizon in the background, and the sun is going to start rising through that thick layer of clouds right there. Now, if the sun was 93 million miles away, it would be rising at the horizon, not in the middle of the clouds right there. So I was at about 34,000 feet when I was recording this with my P900, and I don't see how that is possible if the sun is 93 million miles away. So here's the video I took. Can anybody tell me when they try to hide the true shape of Antarctica, but on uh, Google Earth, Google says uh, otherwise. Antarctica on the globe version is nothing more than a bunch of photo strips that were stitched together to create the illusion of what you see before you on any globular balloon shapes Earth. The true shape of Antarctica is a ringland that encompasses the region of our known land. What lies beyond that is more oceans and lands far more than the eye can see. We're truly being kept from knowing about what is out there. Some is local and within our firmament. Not 93 million mile away, fireball burning in a vacuum. Clouds are in front of and behind the sun. Local and not 238,000 miles. Clouds are in front and behind the moon. 
emits its own light and not reflected from the sun. False information reviewed by independent fact checkers. We do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare. Infamous scrub video of Bill Gates. We support that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. Ten billion dollars over the next ten years to make it the year of the vaccine. What does that mean exactly? Well, over the decades. See why fact checkers say this is false. Bill Gates said a benefit of vaccination is to reduce child mortality, which should lower birth rates. <clears throat> because third world parents would have more confidence children would survive. That's headed up to about nine billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps ten or fifteen percent. Reducing the population growth. On new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent, $10 billion over the next 10 years to make it the year of the vaccine. What does that mean exactly? Well, over the decades, we believe unbelievable progress can be made, both inventing new vaccines and making sure they get out all the children who need them. The benefits down in terms of reducing sickness, reducing population growth, it really allows the society of Sam to take care of the One of those sources has summoned the governor. Alex Jones says he knows how to populate. Alex, you sounded urgent. There's an entire agenda afoot to force the population to undergo different type of medical treatments, namely vaccines. We're seeing a medical tyranny being set up, not just in the United States, but worldwide under the UN and the World Health Organization. Who's behind all this? The Bilderberg Group. They want a planetary dictatorship so they can carry out their forced depopulation agenda, and they want to do it through the medical system. And that's why vaccines are so important. We know that many of these vaccines turn out to have serious adverse reactions. This is being done by design. They kill you slowly over time. That's why they're called soft kill. And I've got an insider I think you should really talk to, Dr. Rima Labo. One of those sources has summoned the governor. Alex Jones says he knows how they plan to depopulate. Alex, you sounded urgent. There's an entire agenda afoot to force the population to undergo different type of medical uh. treatments, namely vaccines. We're seeing a medical tyranny being set up, not just in the United States, but...
under the UN and the World Health Chinese Organization. Chinese own uh, like what 80 percent? The Bilderberg Group. They want a planetary dictatorship so they can carry out their forced depopulation agenda, and they want to do it through the medical system. And that's why vaccines are so important. We know that many of these vaccines turn out to have serious adverse reactions. A happy landing for Russia's unmanned Luna 17 spacecraft, and a big step forward for Soviet scientists in Lenin's Jupiter. The first self-propelled vehicle ever to drive across the lunar landscape is controlled from Earth. It's called Lunacon 1, and here's how this extraordinary Heath Robinson eight-wheeler was rolled down from the spacecraft onto the sea of rain. The size of the vehicle has been exposed, but it's been sending back television pictures and carries another equipment and laser reflectors. It's been used to survey the moon's surface. So now Soviet space experts have proved their theory that space exploration can be carried out by automatic equipment without risking the lives of astronauts. To Russia, Unicard is worth its weight in moon dust. A happy landing for Russia's unmanned Luna 17 spacecraft and a big step forward for Soviet scientists in Lenin's Jubilee year. The first self-propelled vehicle ever to drive across the lunar landscape is controlled from Earth. It's called Lunacard 1, and here's how this extraordinary Heath Robinson 8-wheeler was rolled down from the spacecraft onto the sea of rain. The size of the vehicle hasn't been disclosed, but it's been sending back television pictures and carries, among other equipment, a laser reflector. It's been used to survey the moon's surface. So now Soviet space experts have proved their theory that space exploration can be carried out by automatic equipment without risking the lives of astronauts. To Russia, Lunacard is worth its weight in moon dust. A happy landing for Russia's unmanned Luna 17 spacecraft and a big step forward for... Why are we changing maps? Because through Jane, the Mercator projection has fostered European imperialist attitudes for centuries and been an ethnic bias against the third world. Let's distorts the relative size of nations and countries. Are you saying the map is wrong? Nearly, yes. Now look at Green. Okay. Now look at Africa. Okay. The two land masses appear to be roughly the same size. Yes. Yeah. Well, remind you, I told you that Africa is in reality 14 times larger. Yes? You're telling me that Germany isn't where we think it is? I'm sorry, where you think it is. Where is it? I'm glad you asked. The Peters Projection. Right, huh? Well, could you put the northern hemisphere but on the top? On the bottom. How? Like this. Yeah, but you can't do that. Because it's freaking me out. Why are we changing maps? Uh, because, CJ, the Mercator projection has fostered European imperialist attitudes for centuries and created an ethnic bias against the third world. It distorts the relative size of nations and continents. Are you saying the map is wrong? Oh dear, yes. Now look at Greenland. Okay. Now look at Africa. Okay. The two land masses appear to be roughly the same size. Yes. Well, your mind, I told you that Africa is in reality 14 times larger. Yes? You're telling me that Germany isn't where we think it is? I'm sure you think it is. Where is it? I'm glad you asked. The Peters Projection. Wait, huh? Well, could you put the northern hemisphere but on the top? On the bottom. How? Like this. 
What? Chinese feng shui is the original compass? And its main direction of focus is the south pole, also known as the south pointer. They changed the shapes of continents so that those countries in power looked imperial to the rest of the world. All I see is a massive form of indoctrination to the masses from the center point of the earth. And outwards is a true outlook and directional observation of the focal point and Let's see what people say in the comments. You guys still there? So pretty much, I live at the top of the world. Feel the universal energies. Remember that we are only about a century or so into their education. They kept themselves and their knowledge from the rest of the world. Pike had a wonderful lecture where he talked about his this back in the 90s. Everything we were taught is either half-truths or complete fabrications. Ancient maps were oriented to the east for a recent reason. What movie was this clip from? TV show West Wing. Yes, north is really south. South is really north. The music is too loud. I feel like the last five years have been like one giant truth puzzle put together. Tough to figure out, but still don't really know what I'm living in yet. What's the name of this movie? So China is small. They lied to us about everything. You name it, and it's probably a big fat lie. Bing, trying to find this movie. You name the name, please. Episode of the West Wing. East in Hebrew means to face. West means behind you. North to the left and south to the right. So Antarctica is true north. So hyperborus in the South Pole, dog, this too confusing, what about the ice wall? Can we get this without the music? What's the clip from? True direction of the earth. Earth rise from the moon. Elevated exposure in Photoshop reveals a copy paste job. When will Earth rise from the silver? Airborne directed energy. The airborne laser. 
also known as the ABL. Looking good, Boeing. Just mounting yeah, the ABL requires one of the most sophisticated and elaborate modifications in history. The entire nose section is removed and retrofitted. And the world's largest titanium plate is installed to hold the enormous turret-mounted laser in place. The ABL system is designed to find, track, and destroy an enemy target in the air and on the ground. It can loiter at 40,000 feet for five hours, refuel in mid-air, and destroy a target 60 miles away in less than a second. They don't burn blue, please, D.W. The world's first airborne-directed energy weapon, the airborne laser, also known as the ABL. Just mounting the ABL requires one of the most sophisticated and elaborate modifications in history. The entire yeah. nose section is removed and retrofitted. The world's largest Maybe this is what's been uh, destroying Hawaii and Chile. enormous turret-mounted laser in place. First encounters between humans and extraterrestrials took place over 100,000 years ago in Atlantis and in its sister civilization in the Pacific, Lemuria. Ancient civilizations on every continent have recorded evidence of these encounters. These visitors were highly advanced and did not appear in human form. Now, the Mayans called them Chane, people of the serpent. And in Hebrew legend, the snake represented knowledge. was not human, not of this earth. History is replete with stories of the heroic destruction of serpents. Perseus and Medusa, St. George and the Dragon, St. Patrick and the Snakes of Ireland. But these are not just legends. And the natural form of these invaders is not human. They are described in ancient accounts as serpents and dragons. And man's weapon against them is the sword. They're endless text scriptures and ancient tales throughout almost every culture on this great plane that depict these otherworldly beings with exquisite details. There's no coincidence that all these descriptions in each language, religion, and culture correlate with one another. We need connections to this agenda, as one can see. Even in the earliest reporting we have, they are mentioned. Caged cattle fed bread and circus and given occupations to earth. It was not human. Not of this earth. History is replete with stories of the heroic destruction of serpents. Stuck in a vicious lip in which your next kin inherits and continues on. This world is not what you think it is. What difference does it make? What difference does it make? Yeah, that's their favorite line. A lot of people, what difference does it make? You can't figure out what difference it makes. If you can't figure out 
What difference it makes that the people running your world have lied to you over and over your whole life if you can't figure out that someone lying to you is trying to control you. Suppressing of information, of knowledge, is control. Deception of information and knowledge is a form of control. So what difference does it make? It makes a big difference because once they start omitting information or lying about information about where you live, they're doing it to control you. Period. What difference does it make? Army cavalry. Evidently, we're chasing some bandits, and they entered this cave. They're holed up in a cave, and what they found in 1954 Greta Treaty. Little gray guys. Fucked up. 84,000 acres China owns 
pharmaceutical ingredients used in our drugs, <coughs> total control of our medicine. They own $860 billion in U.S. treasuries. It's money. It's almost a trillion money. dollars. They have an ownership stake that's controlling a majority in 2,400 U.S. companies, companies like AMC, GE, the Chicago Stock Exchange, the Waldorf Astoria, the list goes on. And they control the majority of rare earth minerals that are required to manufacture technology items. Phones, computers, chips, just to summarize they own the land we grow our food on. They control our medicine. We owe them money. They own our companies, and they control the production of technology. Does that sound like some of you want to fuck with? Yeah. So, um, who are we listening to? The Woken Undead. How much of the U.S. Lifted veil, embrace me, arise from weekdays. Crazy backlog, place of automatic something. She'll go 300 hectares on a single tank of kerosene. Tartaria in our faces. Navigator commercial. Utuku. Can you bring this bad boy in class for show and tell? In his diary, which was discovered by his son after his death, Admiral Byrd tells an extraordinary story. Admiral Byrd heard there was an entrance to the center of the earth through the South Pole. And when he did that, he discovered that as he flew over the pole, suddenly he's looking at things that shouldn't be there. I mean, it was temperate. His squadron flew under the earth, into the earth. It turns into this lush and green area, and he can't even believe his eyes. But that's just the beginning of his extraordinary story. He tells how all of a sudden he starts to see a shimmering rainbow city that's made of crystal. 
whereupon he's escorted into a cavernous type of an area where he meets a being he refers to as the master in his diary. In his diary, which was discovered by his son after his death, <clears throat> Admiral Byrd tells an extraordinary story. Admiral Byrd heard there was an entrance to the center of the earth through the South Pole. Okay, I'm going to put this on uh, Facebook. So this is the start of the lore. Where we at, I think we are, like, in Magellan Exploration, we are, like, in the 16th and 15th centuries. So we're going to Spain, we're going on an expedition, going here in the Straits of Magellan, and for some reason, Magellan goes not here, but he goes, I believe, here. And the wolves of ice, which would be Antarctica, of course, literally disappear, all right? And they are encountered, they, they encounter what appears to be south of the equator. They found coastal villages ravaged by tsunamis and storms going from Spain all the way to the Sentinel's Gate. All right, I'm going to just put the image of the, like, the world for a while so you guys get to see what I'm talking about, in case you don't know. And I'm going to keep reading the lore. Okay, so beyond the gates. As the natives and civilizations of the Americas were being crushed under the relentless pressure of colonial invasions, the lands available for conquest and exploitation in the New World were quickly diminished, and thus several powers of the Western world would shift their focus to gain head in expeditions throughout the dominions fearing the exploration of the vast and mysterious lands that lay on the other sides of the ice walls. These four pioneer empires would establish their first colonial presence in a second thousand-year-old Buddhist map that depicts many large continents that reside on the other side of Antarctica. After Magellan's discovery of the end of the ice walls, so the first gate, many explorers from the rest of the old world and the new world would try and find ways to reach what Magellan had discovered and also search up the first ring. So this is the start of the lore. Where we at, I think we are, like, in Magellan Exploration, we are, like, in the 16th and 15th centuries. So we're in Spain, we're going on an expedition, going here in the Straits of Magellan, and for some reason... Okay, um, I'm going to switch over to my regular Trista Facebook, uh, so I can reach more people. Okay, switched. some reason, Magellan goes, I'm not here, but he goes, I believe here. Okay. Put that on. Trista. Facebook. You Satanists want to sacrifice the West! You want to kill the beautiful... Goddess, that is the West, you people are enemy, and we're gonna get your asses, and we know what you're up to, and we're coming for you. You Satanists wanna sacrifice the West. You wanna kill the beautiful goddess, that is the West, you people are Every enemy, NASA fanboy in America. We're not on a ball. Our Earth currently consists of four concentric rings of physical lanes, beginning and spiraling out from the zero point axis at the center of the plane, just like a drop of water that falls into a larger body of water, therefore creating a ripple effect beginning from the point of impact, concentrically expanding outward. The very middle center of this vast earthy concentric plane is what's known as the zero point axis. This is what we refer to as the magnetic north pole. This central pole is not just a symbolical metaphor, but an actual physical marker said to be a magical, or should I say, magnetic pillar, sometimes referred to as the holy mountain for the tree of life. The first big red pill you're gonna have to swallow is 
is that beyond all these dimensional fields of energy from where we are now in our northern and southern extremities are other extraterrestrial lands inhabited by other extraterrestrial civilizations. This is what we might call extraterrestrial outer and inner space. Extraterrestrial outer and inner Earth. I know, it sounds crazy, but bear with me. Each of these four-dimensional rings of Earth have their own eco, lunar, solar systems and seasons, and their own sun and moon, which would be our current seven wandering stars. Saturn and Jupiter being the solar sun and lunar moon of the outermost ring, domain, or realm of Earth. Mars and Venus being the solar sun and lunar moon of the next concentric domain of Earth inside that. This Mars and Venus domain would be the main realm beyond our southern Antarctic boundary and the Aurora Australis electromagnetic field. Then, of course, we have our own solar sun, Apollo, and lunar moon, Artemis, in this domain. And last but not least, Mercury within the inner central realm beyond our northern Arctic boundary and Aurora Borealis electromagnetic field. In short, we're not on a ball. Our Earth currently consists of four concentric rings of physical land, beginning and spiraling out from the zero-point axis at the center of the plane, just like a drop of water that falls into a larger body of water, therefore creating a ripple effect, beginning from its point of impact... Yeah, what's your source and how do you help me prove that? This, this person uh, is a flat earther. This is what we refer to as the magnetic north pole. This central pole is not just a symbolical metaphor, but an actual physical marker said to be a magical, or should I say, magnetic pillar, sometimes referred to as the holy mountain or the tree of life. The first big red pill you're going to have to swallow is that beyond all these dimensional fields of energy from where we are now, in our northern and southern extremities, are other extraterrestrial lands inhabited by other extraterrestrial civilizations. This is what we might call extraterrestrial outer and inner space. Extraterrestrial outer and inner Earth. I know, it sounds crazy, just bear with me. Each of these four-dimensional rings of Earth. Mercator described the island in a 1577 letter to John Dee. In the midst of the four countries is a whirlpool in which there empty these four indrawing seas which divide the north. Right under the pole, there lies a bare rock in the midst of the sea. Its circumference is almost 33 French miles, and it is all of magnetic stone. In his 1904 Manual of Tides, magnetic Dr. Roland A. Harris gathered evidence from tidal patterns and sightings by Europeans and Inuit that all pointed to undiscovered lands near the pole. To Harris, the tide suggested that there was a hidden mechanism at the North Pole that influenced the tides. This mechanism is the Four Rivers. Mercator described the island in a 1577 letter to John Dee. In the midst of the four countries is a whirlpool, in which there empty these four indrawing seas which divide the north. Right under the pole, there lies a bare rock in the midst of the sea. Its circumference is almost 33 French miles, and it is all of magnetic stone. In his 1904 Manual of Tides, like Dr. Was Roland A. Harris gathered evidence from tidal patterns and sightings by Europeans and Inuit that all pointed to undiscovered lands near the pole. To Harris, the tide suggested that there was a hidden mechanism at the North Pole that influenced the tides. This mechanism is the Four Rivers. Mercator described the island in a 1577 letter to John Dee. In the midst of the four countries is a whirlpool in which there empty these four indrawing seas which divide the north. Right under the pole, there lies a bare rock in the midst of the sea. Its circumference is almost 33 French miles, and it is all of magnetic stone. In his 1904 Manual of Tides, Dr. Roland A. Harris gathered evidence from tidal patterns and sightings by Europeans and Inuit that all pointed to undiscovered lands near the pole. To Harris, the tide suggested that there was a hidden mechanism at the North Pole that influenced the tide. 
This mechanism is the Four Rivers. Mercator described the island in a 1577 letter to John Dee. In the midst of the four countries is a world... First book. Center of the North Pole. In which we are told that natural landmarks like the Devil's Tower are made by lava cooling in that shape and that the lava dries up into neat little hexagonal columns. But when you look into how basalt columns are formed, you will not be able to watch how they are formed. Instead, we are told to just believe that basalt columns are the results of lava cooling down and cracking like into hexagonal peak. columns on its Giant own. Giant tree stump. But when we look at how lava actually works, it never dries like that. It oozes chaotically before cooling down and drying in a random manner. It's merely circumstantial. No one has ever witnessed basalt columns form. Therefore, the official explanation is very much up for debate. There are bloodlines that the Luciferian elite want to protect, and there are bloodlines that they want to destroy. The divine right to rule has been passed down through millennia. A speed line that winds its way to the modern monarchs, royal families, prime ministers, popes, and presidents. And the first came out red, all over like an hairy gun. They called his name. Esau. The vast majority of these people, the descendants, the bloodline descendants of these beings, rule the world today. Are not only related, the enmity between the sea line, but have Rh negative blood. Maintain humanity under 500 million. Take the high-tech companies of the modern world. Okay, but why have these monolithic corporations that involve themselves purely in high science and technology using symbols from the scriptures, symbols from the ancient world, like the forbidden fruit? The big tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. The divine right to rule. Then Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Something about genetics that is connected to the forbidden fruit, there's some hidden knowledge. Michael, like many of the artists, is showing here these no force on flat earth if you haven't yet explored this topic silicon valley is what pushes all technology today and it gets its name because silicone is great at storing and processing information computer chips are made from silicone and this is why they're able to hold so much information uh! quartz is a silicate made of pure silica and many crystals used in healing and new age circles today are variations of quartz Clear quartz is known as the master healer and can unlock psychic abilities. So much of what we're digging up as far as crystals are actually the remnants of these giant silica-based trees. Side by side, a carbon-based root system is strikingly similar to the cave systems, the silica-based roots. Gems and crystals are most abundant in caves. If you've ever been in a room with tons of large quartz, amethyst, etc., you know that the energy is powerful. Crystals have been known to store information, and this is why they oftentimes require energetic cleansing. Imagine what kind of information and energy is circulating among this worldwide system of trees powered by the same material. And we're told that quartz is a rock-forming mineral. Now, this definitely makes sense. The rivers contained the above-ground roots, a while the caves in part contained the below-ground roots. Look at these photos of giant crystals inside of cave systems. This is insane. I'm proposing all of these giant root systems used to contain as many of these crystals, but were stripped of them and are now lifeless. 
So somebody has harvested these minerals and crystals. Where petrified wood is, we see sand. Petrified wood is made of precious gems and crystalline structures. When we compare this wood to the floors and sides of mountains, we see the similar gradient patterns. Pieces of petrified wood are pieces of these ancient trees. No force on flat earth if you haven't yet explored this topic. Underground experimentations carried out at the Dulce base. This shit needs to stop. Underground experimentations carried out at the Dulce base. This map from 1531 and there are humans who are willingly helping to perform experiments on other humans. Uh, extraterrestrial visitors that are working with our government. The Delta papers surfaced in the 1980s and they documented the levels of experimentation going on at that secret base. They also talked about a fight describing the different types of experiments going on on the different levels at Delta. And he's confirming exactly what Thomas Costello said, that on levels 6 and 7, that's where some of the darkest experimentation is going on on the different levels at Delta. And he's confirming exactly what Thomas Costello said, that on levels 6 and 7, that's Shit needs to stop. Shit needs to stop. And the music. Mm. Kennedy video. Okay, if you're still there. Hi there, darlings. Shout out to KAMP Student Radio with Dean and Nikki Haley campaign rolls into a rally in her home state to a crowd of 11 people. <laughs> wow. Hmm. 
tree fibers called basalt columns. Tabletop mountain located in South America really is a giant petrified tree stump. in the water that turned the freaking frogs gay. Garden of Eden is at the North Pole. All compasses point inward. is man-made. That's what I think. According to my research. Okay. Sitting a house on a giant petrified tree stump because fuck everybody. Smithsonian is responsible for hiding most of the discoveries of giant humans. They don't That's want people to know about these giants because it goes against the evolution theory. The Smithsonian gate. The Smithsonian gate. Nevada until a few years ago when they took it down. It's in the basement. You have to specially ask to see it. A giant human skull. Here's a normal human thumb bone. Underneath is a giant human thumb bone. We've got a replica of a thigh bone in our museum from a guy that would have been about 13 feet tall. You meet a guy like that, call him Sir. Hmm. These jaw bones are on display at a hotel in Turkey, six and a half inches across the TMJs. Any one of you could put your head inside the jaw and bounce it around. Waukesha, Wisconsin, they found a human skull three times the size of ordinary humans, found in an Indian burial mound. Roman Emperor Maximus was eight foot six two thousand years ago. Where we get our word maximum from? When the Mexicans, Cortez, went to uh, Mexico and conquered part of it, the people who lived there said, "Oh, there used to be lived on this hmm. continent." They brought a bone of one of these guys out. Just the thigh bone was as tall as Cortez. This is a giant block of rock. 
Who on earth is moving these things? Consider that's a camel in front of it for scale. Who's cutting and moving these things? This is a 39-pound axe head. Swing a 10-pound sledge for a few minutes and see why I wonder who's swinging a 39-pound axe head. And in Guam, they have a legend that the giants used to live on the island of Guam and built these big latte stones over there. In Indiana, eight giants were found ranging from eight to nine feet long wearing heavy copper armor. The museum was not interested in them. <laughs> why would a museum not be interested in nine-foot skeletons to put on display? Could it be that there's a theory called evolution which says we started off small and we're getting bigger? Which makes us feel important, of course, you know. We're evolving. Ye shall be as gods. You're getting better. Could it be the truth is exactly the opposite? People were much bigger before the flood and now we're getting worse? The flood was to get rid of those that? people. The Smithsonian is responsible for hiding most of the discoveries of giant humans. They don't want people to know about these giants because it goes against the evolution theory. The skull used to be on display in Winnemucca, Nevada until a few years ago when they took it down. It's in the basement. You have to specially ask to see it. A giant human skull. Here's a normal human thumb bone. Underneath is a giant human thumb bone. We've got a replica of a thigh bone in our museum from a guy that would have been about 13 feet tall. If you meet a guy like that, call him Sir. These jaw bones are on display at a hotel in Turkey. Six and a half inches across the TMJs. Any one of you could put your head inside the jaw and bounce it around. Waukesha, Wisconsin, they found a human skull three times the size of ordinary humans, found in an Indian burial mound. Hundreds of skeletons, Roman Emperor Maximus was 8'6", 2,000 years ago, where we get the word maximum from. When the Mexicans, Cortez, went to uh, Mexico and conquered part of it, the people who lived there said, oh, there used to be giants that lived on this continent. They brought a bone of one of these guys out, just the thigh bone was as tall as Cortez. This is a giant block of rock. Who on earth is moving these things? Consider that's a camel in front of it for scale. Who's cutting and moving these things? This is a 39-pound axe head. Swing a 10-pound sledge for a few minutes and see why I'm wondering who's swinging a 39-pound axe head. And in Guam, they have a legend that the giants used to live on the island of Guam and built these big latte stones over there. In Indiana, eight giants were found ranging from eight to nine feet long wearing heavy copper armor. The museum was not interested in them. Why would a museum not be interested Total in nine skeletons to put on display? Could it be that there's a theory called evolution which says we started off small and we're getting bigger? Which makes us feel important, of course, you know. The Smithsonian is responsible for hiding most of the discoveries of giant humans. They don't want people to know about these giants because it goes against the evolution theory. The skull used to be on display in Winnemucca, Nevada. Buttes and Monument Valley, Arizona, really the stumps of giant trees. Ancient past, certainly a butte tree, full sight. Take a step back to see the bigger picture. Revolving about 
Cosmology explained. Cosmic egg. Where at the center of our great plane lies the axis Monday, the central cosmic pillar to the hyperbolic of the universal toroidal field. Groove on one half of the accretion disk within the toroidal field, which is our flat plane of existence. There is another side to the accretion disk, like a coin, every thing emanating from the center and concentrically ripping outward evenly placed mass in a void or grid and it becomes concentrically even as the center of the mass becomes the axis like that everything emanates from the center okay. remember when planet New Mexico moment you know at that moment you look at the world it looks very fragile you could see the curvature of the earth New Mexico fearless Felix lied to the world by falling over planet New Mexico no water, where the fuck is the ocean? Where are the stars? Proof from 1907 in the Hawaiian the Gazette answer, newspaper. What difference it makes? If you can't figure out 
my brother a Japanese temple in the mountain of Japan. There was a Suppressing of information, of knowledge, is control. Deception. From a Buddhist temple in Japan manuscript in a copper cylinder mantra in the world having so more land beyond Antarctica. It makes a big difference because once they start omitting information or lying about information about where you live, they're doing it to control you. Period. Ice walls of Antarctica. What difference does it make? What difference does it make? That's their favorite line. Got a lot of people. What difference does it make? You can't figure out what difference it makes. What difference does it make? Yeah. That's their favorite line. Got a lot of people. What difference does it make? You can't figure. Sweet done. Getting kind of hungry. Thinking I'm making like uh Every time a new baby is born, the Federal Reserve issues a secret birth certificate printed by a company called the American Bank. That way, the government can use people as currency to back the debt they have with the World Economic Forum, which owns the central banks of every nation on Earth. But the WEF is just a front for the Council on Foreign Relations, which masterminds the 9-11 attacks as a pretext to invade Iraq, take the oil, and install fast food chains to make people slow, fat, and easily abductable by the shape-shifting reptilian Once this episode aired, the show got canceled. Now, back in the 30s, FDR made a deal with these reptilians to exchange people for technology. That was the basis of the New Deal. But ever since, they've been slowly replacing all the world leaders to create a nuclear holocaust to make global warming real for... Oops. Every time a new baby is born, the Federal Reserve issues a secret birth certificate printed by a company called the American Bank. That way, the government can use people as currency to back the debt they have with the World Economic Forum, which owns the central banks of every nation on Earth. But the WEF is just a front for the Council on Foreign Relations, which masterminds the 9-11 attacks as a pretext to invade Iraq, take the oil, and install fast food chains to make people slow, fat, and easily abductable by the shape-shifting reptilian aliens it works for. Now, back in the 30s, FDR made a deal with these reptilians to exchange people for technology. That was the basis of the New Deal. But ever since, they've been sold and replacing all the world leaders to create a nuclear holocaust to make global warming real for their takeover. That's how they made up the Cold War, by sending Laika to space to bite Neil Armstrong while Cooper was faking the moon landing. Now they're using satellite waves, contrails, and measles vaccines as mind control, and fluoridating the water to keep people's gold stones intact so they can be sent back to, you guessed it, the Federal Reserve. Where all the gold and birth certificates are stored by the real puppet master, the world monarch, who is himself only the servant of the all-seeing eye who controls everything in the world. Every time a new baby is born, the Federal Reserve issues a secret birth certificate printed by a company called the American Bank. That way, the government can use people as currency to back the debt they have with the World Economic Forum, which owns the central banks of every nation on Earth. But the WEF is... Right. Give a visual expression of how we've been lied to me. We'll shut down that landline fall call to the moon from the overall. Huh. Huh. They said that call Mother to the Daya moon. had two children. Okay? This is Mother Gaia, the whole thing. Had two children. Who are the two children? The two children are the top part and the bottom part. Prometheus and Epimetheus. These are the two held below us. Okay? Right? I hope that makes sense. So I'll move on to the next slide. But this is what the whole Earth looks like, our entire Earth. 
is a pyramid mandala with four concentric rings. Right? One, two, three, four. Right? Everything in at the center is what we now know as the garden of Eden. Everyone's been following our videos will know about this. The garden of Eden is at the center. This is where we are here, the second ring. There's an outer ring and an outer ring outside that. All separated in these mountains, what we call the Antarctica ice wall. Okay? This is our south pole, the Antarctica. The north pole, there is a mountain range separating us from the world of the center, from Eden, from Shambhala, Hyperborea. In Greek mythology, they said that Mother Gaia had two children. Okay, This is Mother Gaia, the whole thing. Had two children. Who are the two children? The two children are the top part and the bottom part, Prometheus and Epimetheus. These are the two elders below us. Okay? Right? I hope that makes sense. So I'll move on to the next slide. But this is what the whole Earth looks like. Our entire Earth is a pyramid from Mandala with four concentric rings. Right? One, two, three, four. Right? Everything is at the center. Because what we now know is the Garden of Eden. So anyone who's been following our videos will know about this. The Garden of Eden is at the center. This is where we are. Yeah, the second ring. There's an outer ring and an outer ring outside that. All separated from these mountains. What we call the Antarctica ice wall. Okay, this is our south pole, the Antarctica. The north pole, there is a mountain range separating us from the world of the center, from Egypt, from Shambhala, Hyperborea. In Greek mythology, they said that Mother Gaia had two children. Proof that Angel Falls in the National Park of Venezuela is a giant two-stone pumping out fresh water from within the earth. healing water. It's like red right there. Beautiful. It's amazing. Amazing shit. I'm just like posting all this person's stuff. Huh. That tells how the search engine used to be on YouTube before 2012. space is these rockets. Their rockets never go straight up. Every single rocket launch from a government space agency, you'll notice, follows a parabolic curve. It goes up, it reaches a peak, but what they do is as the rocket starts coming back down, they make sure that it goes down over the ocean, out of the way of any curious observers. Anyone can see it coming back down to Earth asks, hey, how come the rocket's not going up anymore? Well, it's going around the curvature of the Earth, is what they tell us. So every single rocket, the reason that it follows a parabolic curve, they say, is because it's going around the curvature of the Earth. The, the real reason is they can't get up any higher than that. Uh-huh. They tell us that the Earth is a sphere. They show us pictures of a sphere, of a circle. It's a perfect circle. And then they come out and they say, well, it's actually an oblate spheroid. What was that? Well, it's it's a sphere that's flattened at both poles, so it's more of an oval shape. Look at their rockets. This is how they claim they get into outer space, is these rockets. Their rockets never go straight up. Every single rocket launch.
challenge from a government space agency, you'll notice follows a parabolic curve. It goes up. Never a straight answer. In this map made by the 14th century explorer Gerhard Mercator, there is an iron mountain at the middle called Mount Roots Negra at the North Pole, with four rivers extending outwards. The tides on Flat Earth are not caused by the moon, but by these four rivers that diverge from Mount Maru. They breathe in and out, causing the tides. Eden was also said to have four rivers, and a river went out of Eden to water the garden and from thence it was parted and became four heads. Mercator described the island in a 1577 letter to John Dee. In the midst of the four countries is a whirlpool, in which there empty these four indrawing seas which divide the north. Right under the pole, there lies a bare rock in the midst of the sea. Its circumference is almost 33 French miles, and it is all of magnetic stone. In this map made by the 14th century explorer Gerhard Mercator, there is an iron mountain at the middle called Mount Roots Negra at the North Pole with four rivers extending outwards. The tides on Flat Earth are not caused by the moon, but by these four rivers that diverge from Mount Maru. They breathe in and out, causing the tides. Eden was also said to have four rivers, and a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became four heads. Mercator described the island in a 1577 letter to John Dee. In the midst of the four countries is a whirlpool, in which there empty these four indrawing seas which divide the north, right under the Consequently, when you are born, is a chattel you come paper out of your mother's water. Law dictionary. Therefore, you must have a birth certificate, a certificate of manifest, because you are a corporation National system designed to keep track of the people, and that will operate under the ancient system of pledging. Therefore, you must have a bondage certificate. 
Biogenetic research has been going on for years at the Dose Labs. Level 6 is known by employees as Nightmare Hall. It holds the major genetic labs at Dulce. Insiders at Dulce report many bizarre horrific experiments. So sick it's hard to believe. Schools of multi-limbed humans, half-human, half-octopus, swim about in vast tanks, thousands of human insectoids with segmented bodies, ripe about in huge vats. There are reptilian humans that can cling to vertical walls, rats with human faces and hands, monkeys with insect heads that cry like babies, also huge mixtures of cross-species, hybrid alien humanoids in cages. There are fish, monkeys, birds, and rats so cross-bred that they can barely be considered those species anymore. There are hundreds of cages with winged humanoid, grotesque bat-like creatures from three to seven feet tall, and dark whale-like beings called Draco vampire reptiloids. Many humans are also being implanted with brain transceivers and released back into the community. These act as telepathic communication channels and telemetric brain manipulation devices. Biogenetic research has been going on for years at the Dose Labs. Level 6 is known by employees as Nightmare Hall. It holds the major genetic labs at Dulce. Insiders at Dulce report many bizarre horrific experiments. So sick it's hard to believe. Schools of multi-limbed humans, half-human, half-octopus, swim about in vast tanks. Thousands of human insectoids with segmented bodies ripe about in huge vats. There are reptilian humans Fucking that can nightmare. cling to vertical walls. Rats with human faces and hands. Monkeys with insect heads that cry like babies. Also huge mixtures of cross-species, hybrid alien humanoids and cages. There are fish, monkeys, birds, and rats so cross-bred that they can barely be considered those species anymore. There are hundreds of cages with wind humanoid, grotesque bat-like creatures from three to seven feet tall, and gargoyle-like beings called Draco vampire reptiloids. Many humans are also being implanted with brain transceivers and released back into the community. These act as telepathic communication channels and telemetric brain manipulation devices. Biogenetic research has been going on for years at the Dose Labs. Level 6 is known by employees as Nightmare Hall. It holds Let's do a sci-fi movie about this shit. report many bizarre horrific experiments. So sick it's hard to believe. Schools of multi-limbed humans, half-human, half-octopus, swim about in vast tanks. Thousands of human insectoids with segmented bodies ripe about in huge vats. There are reptilian humans that can cling to vertical walls. Rats with human faces and hands. Monkeys with insect heads that cry like babies. Also huge mixtures of cross-species. those species anymore. There are hundreds of cages with wind humanoid, grotesque bat-like creatures from three to seven feet tall and gargoyle-like beings called... Yeah, look what they're doing with your taxpayer dollars. Also being implanted with brain transceivers and released back into the community. These act as telepathic communication channels and telemetric brain manipulation devices. Biogenetic research has been going on for years at the Dose Labs. Level 6 is known by employees as Nightmare Hall. It holds the major genetic labs of Dose. Insiders at Dose report many bizarre horrific experiments. So sick it's hard to believe. Schools of multi-limbed humans, half-human, half-octopus, swim about in vast tanks. Thousands of human insectoids with segmented bodies ripe about in huge vats. Is that
monkeys with insect heads that cry like babies. God. Also huge mixtures of cross-species, hybrid alien humanoids and cages. There are fish, monkeys, birds, and rats so cross-bred that they can barely be considered those species anymore. There are hundreds of cages with wind humanoid, grotesque bat-like creatures from three to seven feet tall, and gargoyle-like beings called Draco and Draco-Reptoids. Many humans are also being implanted with brain transceivers and released back into the community. These act as telepathic communication channels and telemetric brain manipulation devices. Biogenetic research has been going on for years at the Dulles Labs. Level 6 is known by employees as Nightmare Hall. It holds the major genetic labs at Dulles. Inside Track these adults report that these are horrific experiments. So sick it's hard to believe. Anything Schools you of can imagine, what does it say? Comments. Huh? Comments. Anything you can imagine has probably happened in or around there. Yikes, I, honestly, I'm not surprised. But aliens don't exist. What could it be then? The Marvel movie Wolverine originate, or Origins might help some expand their imagination about the subject. No trick better than hiding the truth in plain sight. <clears throat> Looks like a scene from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This is, yep, this is what they're doing with your fucking taxpayer money, people. found a Japanese temple. Thousand to show you platinum, you run it across the world. This is this three different doors, 
of they clone Tyrone. Isn't Jamie Foxx part of that? He was in like McDonald's or Wendy's yeah. or something where it looked like the clone was just testing itself out. It was like, yeah, all right, I'm out. Let's see what's going on. I'm happy to be in the world. It seemed like the clone was literally testing itself out. But my thing is, where was the tattoo in the back of his head? And it just makes you wonder, like, do they do this shit to, like, play with us to, like, see if we know, to see if we still dumb, to see how many of us are dumb, to see how many of us are brainwashed so they can know how many more to continue to brainwash? Only has already started. It's already started. Back in the day, it used to cost 50000 Who knows how much it costs now? <laughs> if you ever notice, a rapper first, first, everything's Actually fine. Happening underneath then something feet. goes wrong. They get out of line. They end up in jail. They come back looking totally different. Clone to sheep in 1995 is 2023. If we're going to let mad. them play in our face or if we're going to go, hmm, that ain't him. So and then Joe speaking Biden has many clones. Say clone Tyrone. Isn't Jamie Foxx part of that? Fishbowl Dominic. Dominic in Latin means of the Lord, fishbowl of the Lord. They shot rockets to try and crack the firmament. That's why when you go scroll out with Google Earth, leave low Earth orbit, it turns to computer generated again. It doesn't it doesn't stay photos. Like if I got on a plane and I flew directly this way, yeah, and eventually I just go off the fucking map and allow military waters and military skies, Antarctica illegal to explore. You can't fly over it, not because it's so cold. That's not the reason. Space, by definition, means no atmosphere, right? Yeah. How can you have a pressurized system like Earth in the vacuum of space? It's a logical fallacy. And you're going to say gravity? Gravity is not, it's just a theory. It's a math model. I dare you to Google Antarctica from space. What the f are you looking at, Brad? <laughs> you're all fake. You're all, and they're, not, and they're not even the good fakes. What is the map of flat Earth? It's the United Nations flag, the azimuthal equidistance mm -hmm. map. Look at Operation Fishbowl Dominic. Dominic in Latin means of the Lord, fishbowl of the Lord. They shot rockets to try and crack the firmament. That's why when you go scroll out with Google Earth, leave low Earth orbit, it turns to computer generated again. It doesn't it doesn't stay photos. Like if I got on a plane and I flew directly this way, yeah, and eventually I just go off the fucking map and allow military waters and military skies, Antarctica illegal to explore. You can't fly over it, not because it's so cold. Hey, we're still studying Donald Marshall. Let's see here. Up in Canada, where with that guy that killed all the hookers, um, that was 
set up by them, they videotaped all the murders. They used to clone Picton into the place and had him running around talking to him, and he felt like he was like a, a celebrity, right? Um, anyway, he used to smash them with a ball-peen hammer. Oh, the Picton murders up in Canada where, with that guy that killed all the hookers. Um, that was set up by them. They videotaped all the murders. They used to clone Picton into the place and had him running around talking to him, and he felt like he was like a, a celebrity, right? And this is how I know. And, okay. Five, they brought me there to be used as what they call a diddle kid, okay? But uh, all I'd do was cry and stuff. So they said, do you have any other kind of use? Do you sing or dance or something? So anyway, when I was five, to keep them off me, I started singing like original songs there, uh, just right out of the blue. Turns out the first one, people liked it and they had a famous person use it. Lady, I'm your knight in shining armor, and I love you. You have made me what I am. And then they came back for more, and I made more. And other people came back wanting to hear more. It was just a kid that was making these songs, right? For free, because they never paid me. Nobody knew, right? Totally foolproof. So anyway, uh... Lots of people, famous, high-profile people went there. I'm kind of apprehensive, and this is how I know everything, okay? When I was five, they brought me there to be used as what they call a little kid, okay? But uh, all I do is... Let's see. <clears throat> Benny Benassi, satisfaction, honking is a cloning, can walk and talk as a clone, gets sex there. He and many other disabled people are pro-cloning. Everyone says he's so smart. He is not really and is very dark and cruel. Very weird person. He helped make a song there with his robotic voice thing. It was called Satisfaction. He insisted. He wasn't nice to me. He doesn't want cloning stopped. He knows the tech is flawed. He doesn't care. He can dance, talk, and have sex in his clone body. 3-4 retarded during. But hey. There's seven archangels. Benny Benassi, satisfaction. Hawking is at cloning. Kept. Okay. You can't handle the truth. I told you, man. I told you. Don't fuck with me. The Woken Undead. Anything that doesn't work the way it's supposed to. We have achieved that here. 
this is called the cortical stack. This cortical stack stores your memories, everything that makes you you, mannerisms, emotions you ever felt, people you know, anything, even your consciousness is stored on this device. We did not create this device, but we do use it to help our sleeves move. Sleeves are basically human bodies we grow in our labs. They're organically real. Bones, tissue, organs, everything. These are the best bodies you'll ever have, period. Nothing can hurt these bodies, but they are human. So if something were to happen to them, you can always change them out for a new one. incredible mysteries. The clues to solving them are all around, hidden in plain sight. Concealed in those pages is the key to something much, much bigger. Ancient texts from Yucatan, known as the Chilam Balam, tell us that the first inhabitants of the region were called the Chanas people, which means people of the serpent. They were ruled by a king called Itzamna, the word Idzam means lizard, and he is depicted as being half human and half serpent, just like the reptilian figures seen on the walls of the Temple of Hathor in Egypt. Olmecs of Central America carved statues of their god kings seated within the protective coils of giant serpents. In these carvings, we see gods holding small buckets, identical to the situlas of ancient Sumeria. These buckets contained the so-called water of life, the genetic material from which the reptilian overlords created modern man as a slave race to serve them. Perhaps the most ancient of all Chinese texts is the mysterious Yi King, which describes how humans were genetically modified by a goddess known as Nu Kua. She was a reptilian whose descendants became the emperors of China. Ancient texts from Yucatan, known as the Chilam Balam, tell us that the first inhabitants of the region were called the Chanas people, which means people of the serpent. They were ruled by a king called Idzamna. The word Idzam means lizard, and he is depicted. And make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, they are a very dangerous group of people. They are evil beyond anything you can wrap your brain around. I've told you this before, they have murdered millions, hundreds of millions. Don't let them succeed, please. This is really a fight for the future of humanity, and that's how important it is. How do they build Supplies to the detriment of every single breathing living creature on the planet except themselves. 
Pterosaur flying over the inland sea is a pteranodon. Like all reptiles, it grows throughout its life. You know, reptiles grow all their life. Sharks aren't the only animal that keeps growing. Lizards, snakes, amphibians, and coral. These are called indeterminate growers. They never stop. So the dinosaurs were simply big lizards that lived with Adam and Eve, because that was the time when people are living to be 900. I think we could assume things were different and everything was living much longer. After the flood, lifespans dropped off to 400, then 200, then 100. So I think some of the larger species of dinosaurs simply died out in the new climate. Dinosaurs had two problems. One, they died because of climate change. Two, people hunted them. But back in those days, they called them dragons. Before the flood came, during this period right here, during that period from the creation till the flood, according to the Bible, the people lived to be over 900 years old. Read Genesis 5. It could not be more clear. Adam was 930 when he died. The biggest pterosaur flying over the inland sea is a pteranodon. Like all reptiles, it grows throughout its life. You know, reptiles grow all their life. Sharks aren't the only animal that keeps growing. Lizards, snakes, amphibians, and coral. These are... Stop. So the dinosaurs were simply big lizards that lived with Adam and Eve, because that was the time when people are living to be 900. I think we could assume things were different and everything was living much longer. After the flood, lifespans dropped off to 400 and 200 and 100. So I think some of the larger species of dinosaurs simply died out in the new climate. Dinosaurs had two problems. One, they died because of climate change. Two, people hunted them. But back in those days, they called them dragons. Before the flood came, and all the government agencies that control our airways and our waterways have the flat earth map with the ice wall in their logo. Okay? Now, if you were to try to get in a private plane or on a private boat and try to get too far south to try to find this ice wall, here's what's going to happen. The Navy's going to show up in a battleship or a jet fighter and turn you around and escort you out of the area. He's turning. He's turning. He's actually turning. No, he is dirty. He's coming to us. He's got the shift because... After the ice ball, then what? sun coils up and around the electromagnetic dome that encapsulates our Earth for the summers and coils down towards the end of our solar year to its southernmost position of the Tropic of Capricorn. And on December 21st, it's at its lowest zenith or Y-axis point, the farthest out from our land center and the closest to the Earth vertically. 
This is what's known as the winter solstice from a northern hemisphere perspective. Once the sun has reached its lowest point, it follows the same radiant circuit, neither ascending or descending for three days, before it then begins its journey back up to the Tropic of Cancer towards the top and center of our electromagnetic dome of this domain. Meaning, every year, for only these three days of our year, from the 21st to the 24th of December, the sun is neither rising or falling along the electromagnetic or field dome over and around us. The sun only resumes its ascension back up to the top three days after the 21st, on the 25th of December. Sound familiar? Dead for three days, only to rise again? Anyway, if there's to be any kind of cosmic solar event, they would most likely happen during this period, when the sun figuratively dies and is waiting to rise again. Using the same principle, we hypothesize that all the other suns in all the other domains follow a similar solar system. As above, so below. As within, so without. However, obviously their seasons and solstices occur at different times in relation to their own individual ecosystems. The sun coils up and around the electromagnetic dome that encapsulates our Earth for the summers, and coils down towards the end of our solar year to its southernmost position of the Tropic of Capricorn. And on December 21st, it's at its lowest zenith, or y-axis point, the farthest out from the planet center and the closest to the Earth vertically. This is what's known as the winter solstice from a northern hemisphere perspective. Once the sun has reached its lowest point, it follows the same radiant circuit, neither ascending or descending for three days, before it then begins to back up to the Tropic of Cancer towards the top and center of our electromagnetic dome of this domain. Meaning, every year, for only these three days of our year, from the 21st to the 24th of December, the sun is neither rising or falling along the electromagnetic Taurus field dome over and around us. The sun only resumes its ascension back up to the top three days after the 21st, on the 25th of December. In Japan, emperors claim descent from dragon gods who came from the sky. Australian Aborigines teach of a reptilian race which lives underneath the earth and governs over men. They believe they are descendants of a race of dragon humans. China teaches the serpent queen Nukua, interbred with man. India calls these reptilian gods Nagas and claim they seated their royal families. Throughout the Middle East, it is believed a serpent race created man. The book of Genesis tells of giants who came from the heavens to breed with the daughters of man. They are called the Nephilim. In Africa, they call them Chitari, children of the serpent. Royal kings of Africa claim descent from serpent gods who came from the sky. In South America, the Mayans teach that their ancestors were the people of the serpent. Aztecs were said to be created by a serpent woman. In America, the Hopi Indians believe sky gods came to earth to breed with their women and refer to them as their snake brothers. The word Sioux means snakes, and Iroquois means serpents. It seems the only places you will not find this historical story is where the history has been methodically destroyed. In Japan, emperors claim descent from dragon gods who came from the sky. Australian aborigines teach of a reptilian race which lives underneath the earth and governs over men. They believe they are descendants of a race of dragon humans. China teaches the serpent queen Nukua, interbred with man. India calls these reptilian gods Nagas and claim they seated their royal family. Throughout the Middle East, it is believed a serpent race created man. The book of Genesis tells of giants who came from the heavens to breed with the daughters of man. They are called the Nephilim. In Africa, they call them Chitari, children of the serpent. The royal kings of Africa claim descent from serpent gods who came from the sky. In South America, the Mayans teach that their ancestors were the people of the serpent. Kind of catchy song. By a serpent woman. In America, the Hopi Indians believe sky gods came to earth to breed with their women and refer to them as their snake brothers. The word Sioux means snakes, and Iroquois means serpents. It seems the only places you will not find this historical story is where the history has been methodically destroyed. <laughs> In Japan, emperors claim descent from dragon gods who came from the sky. Australian aborigines teach of a reptilian race which lives underneath the earth and governs over men. They believe they are descendants of a race of dragon humans. China teaches the serpent queen Nukua, interbred with man. India calls these reptilian gods. 
Now, the Lord of Spain is all the different realms would be what the ancient Greeks referred to as Mother Gaia. The Kemetic Egyptians called the Benben or Mother Geb, and the Indo-Vedics referred to as the Bumandala. This calendar is a modern interpretation and mix of the Aztec Mayan calendar, Egyptian Dendra stone, the various Chinese and Indian Dharma wheels, as well as other ancient cosmological and universal clocks and calendars. Many ancient cultures, civilizations, mystics, and researchers have created and depicted various cosmic clocks and calendars over the ages. Some simple, others complex, but one thing is for sure. They all knew that all time operates in a cyclical pattern. They knew that everything in existence has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Birth, experience, growth, and death. Sunrise, midday, sunset, midnight. Spring, summer, autumn, winter. Iron, bronze, silver, gold. You get it. So our cosmic calendar of time is a macrocosmic and syncretic mirror reflection of those observable microcosmic clocks, calendars, cycles, and seasons of time. Now, the full expanse of our entire earthly plane of all the different realms would be what the ancient Greeks referred to as Mother Gaia, the Kemetic Egyptians called the Benben or Mother Geb, and the Indo-Vedics referred to as the Bumandala. This calendar is a modern interpretation and mix of the Aztec Mayan calendar, Egyptian Dendra stone, the various Chinese and Indian Dharma wheels, as well as other ancient cosmological and universal blocks and calendars. Many ancient cultures, civilizations, mystics, and researchers have created and depicted various cosmic clocks and calendars over the ages. Some simple, others complex, but one thing is for sure. They all knew that all time operates in a cyclical pattern. They knew that everything in existence has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Birth, experience, growth, and death. Sunrise, midday, sunset, midnight. Spring, summer, autumn, winter. Iron, bronze, silver, gold. You get it. So our cosmic calendar of time is a macrocosmic and syncretic mirror reflection of those observable microcosmic clocks, calendars, cycles, and seasons of time. Now, the full expanse of our entire... on a single tank of kerosene. What country is this car from? It no longer exists. Tartarian. She'll go 300 hectares on a single tank of kerosene. What country is this car from? It no longer exists. She'll go 300 hectares on a single tank of kerosene. The moon was placed here and keeps us in a type of energetic lockdown in more than one way. The square waves that come from the moon, a part of the Saturn moon matrix, aim to keep us in a state of rigidness and to hide our divine potential. Interdimensionally, the moon creates a false light when we die, which, when we go through, we are recycled back to this physical plane, so we can remain energetic food for the archons and the reptilians. Through this light, we encounter false light beings who pose as our overlords, and since many of us don't understand our spiritual sovereignty, we go along with their games and agree to their prescription that we must be sent back to Earth to work out karma. Our memories are wiped clean. The moon displays a lot of strange characteristics, 
that tell us this is not only a holographic projection, but one where strange activity is going on interdimensionally. The council is a soul missing. Soul trap. The moon was placed here and keeps us in a type of energetic lockdown in more than one way. The square waves that come from the moon, a part of the Saturn moon matrix, aim to keep us in a state of rigidness and to hide our divine potential. Interdimensionally, the moon creates a false light when we die, which, when we go through, we are recycled back to this physical plane, so we can remain energetic food for the Archons and the Reptilians. Through this light, we encounter false-like beings who pose as our overlords. And since many of us don't understand our spiritual sovereignty, we go along with their games and agree to their prescription that we must be sent back to Earth to work out karma. Our memories are wiped clean. The moon displays a lot of strange characteristics that tell us this is not only a holographic projection, but one where strange activity is going on interdimensionally. The moon was placed here and keeps us in a type of energetic lockdown in more than one way. The square waves that come from the moon, a part of the Saturn moon matrix, aim to keep us in a state of rigidness and to hide our divine potential. Interdimensionally, the moon creates a false light when we die, which, when we go through, we are recycled back to this physical plane, so we can remain energetic food for the Archons and the Reptilians. Through this light, we encounter false light beings who pose as our overlords. And since many of us don't understand our spiritual sovereignty, we go along with their games and agree to their prescription that we must be sent back to Earth to work out karma. Our memories are wiped clean. The moon displays a lot of strange characteristics that tell us this is not only a holographic projection, but one where strange activity is going on interdimensionally. The moon was placed here and keeps us in a type of energetic lockdown in more than one way. The square waves that come from the moon, a part of the Saturn moon matrix, aim to keep us in a state of rigidness. And to hide. And extra ice wall. Yeah. 
first time I read the Georgia Guide Stones, which were blown up. This is my home. They're gonna need a fucking wrecking ball to take me out of here. They're gonna need to send me the national guard a fucking squad team, cause I ain't going nowhere. Distinguished guest for this evening is Admiral Richard E. Burke. Admiral Burke, you've been to both the North Pole and the South Pole. Is there any unexplored land left on this earth that might appeal to adventurous young Americans? Uh, yes, there is. And not up around the North Pole because it's getting crowded up there now because they find out it's really usable. Not only to live in, but militarily. But strangely enough, there's left in the world today an area as big as the United States that's never been seen by a human being. There is no proof that there is an edge past the Antarctic ice wall, but it is speculated by many that perhaps the plane that we live on is either extremely expansive or it's possibly endless. In these two scenarios, it would be logically assumed that more land is being hidden from the general public. Our very distinguished guest for this evening is Admiral Richard E. Byrd. Admiral Byrd, you've been to both the North Pole and the South Pole. Is there any unexplored land left on this? I like being explored. It's like the great majestic. <laughs> The coldest place in Antarctica, the hardest place to reach, a, re a place that's never been reached from two directions at once. You can only go into it one way and then back out the other way, which ought to tell you something. You go in one way, you have to go back out the way you came. It's called the Pole of Inaccessibility. In the South Pole, it's the coldest place on Earth, the most difficult place on Earth to reach. 360. There's a whole turnaround, but we have 365 days. The sun's motion, the moon's motion, and the stars motion together, it's irrational. They don't make sense. So you end up with Mayan calendars just trying to get an accurate of where we're going into the future, because these three clocks don't match up with each other. That indicates intelligence. That indicates that we're in a realm, not a planet. We're in a realm of some sort. The sun's motion and the sun's timing system can't be exactly correlated precisely with the moons. But to get the heavens move, Earth doesn't move. As far as I'm concerned, my study of this, heliocentric model is a nightmare, complete garbage. Think about that. Antarctica, pole of inaccessibility. I like to be an explorer, like the great Magellan. Oh, you're too late. started when I was five years old. Mm -hmm. I was memory repressed back then. When you're an REM sleep, they can just bring you there, rapid eye movement, stage of sleep. That's how they do it. They call it a consciousness transfer. They can transfer your consciousness into a clone at the cloning station if they have a clone of you. You don't have to be uh, born into it. You don't have to be semi-attractive or have some kind of skill that they want to use or steal from you. When you don't know what it is, you think that it's your real body. I thought it was my real body. I thought they were going to kill me. And they do that to a lot of people. Give them fear of death. I wake up and I'm standing in the dirt of this arena. Some people are drugged so they think that it's a dream or they're in the astral realm, the spirit realm. Depends on who you are, where you're from. That's what they tell you. And you don't wake up, so it's not a dream.
This is how the Illuminati NWO works. They meet at the cloning station. Started when I was five years old, only I was memory repressed back then. When you're in REM sleep, they can just bring you there, rapid eye movement, stage of sleep. That's how they do it. They call it a consciousness transfer. They can transfer your consciousness into a clone at the cloning station if they have a clone of you. You don't have to be uh, born into it. You have to be semi-attractive or have some kind of a skill that they want to use or steal from you. When you don't know what it is, you think that it's your real body. I thought it was my real body. I thought they were going to kill me. And they do that to a lot of people. Give them fear of death. I wake up and I'm standing in the dirt of this arena. I'm just going to share this on Twitter too. <clears throat> so started when I was five years old. Lens Google Maps sites from the populace about the North Pole. letter he wrote in the midst of the four countries is a whirlpool into is which there empty these four enduring seas which divide the north Ger and the water rushes round and descends into John the earth about just the as ocean if one tides was pouring it through a filter funnel it is four degrees wide on every side of the pole that is to say eight degrees altogether except that right under the pole there lies a bare rock in the midst of the sea its circumference is almost 33 french miles and it is all magnetic stone, and it is as high as the clouds, so the priest said, who had received the astrolabe from this Mennonite in exchange for a testament. And the Mennonite himself had heard that one can see all around it from the sea, and that it is black and glistening, and nothing grows thereon, for there is not so much as a handful of soil on it. In this letter he wrote, In the midst of the four countries is a whirlpool, into which there emptied these four indrawing seas, which divide the north. 
and the water rushes round and descends into the earth just as if one was pouring it through a filter funnel. It is four degrees wide on every side of the pole, that is to say, eight degrees altogether. Except that right under the pole there lies a bare rock in the midst of the sea. Its circumference is almost 33 French miles, and it is all magnetic stone, and is as high as the clouds, so the priest said, who had received the astrolabe from this Mennonite in exchange for a testament. And the Mennonite himself had heard that one can see all around it from the sea, and that it is black and glistening, and nothing grows thereon, for there is not so much as a handful of soil on it. In this letter he wrote, in the midst of the four countries is a whirlpool, into which there emptied these four indrawing seas, which divide the north. And the water rushes round and descends into the earth, just as if one was pouring it through a filter funnel. It is four degrees wide on every side of the pole, that is to say, eight degrees altogether. Except that right under the pole there lies a bare rock in the midst of the sea. Its circumference is almost 33 French miles, and it is all magnetic stone and is as high as the clouds, so the priest said, who had received the astrolabe from this Mennonite in exchange for a testament. And the Mennonite himself had heard the... Um, <clears throat> post a screenshot of that. See if they're still there. Oh my gosh, they are. <clears throat> Let's see, yeah. Admired lung clones. They call it an organic robotoid. You got more side effects. You're more confused when you're a Mark 1. They're REM driven as well. So they don't use them anymore. They just use the Mark 2s. They're called a Mark 2 REM driven clone. They can only put you into one of these clones when you're fully into REM sleep. Mark three is a runaround all the time clone. No REM needed. They can have it as a set consciousness, or they can do a duality thing. In real life, you'd have to do absolutely nothing and totally concentrate on walking and talking as this clone. You get a double vision type of thing, and you got to close your eyes and concentrate. They don't go so good. Mark four is supposed to be like top the line. They just call it a double. And uh, it's supposed to be just like a person, but the Mark II ones that don't last, they have to get new bodies like every two years, and some people last longer. They get kind of rashy, different types have different ailments. They'll just throw the old clone in this big chipper, like big, looks like a big garbage disposal, and they just chuck them in there and make, they get ground up and go down. They get 20 clones of you at a time and just set 20 tanks on growing just used. And then they pick out the best five and use them and throw the rest in the chipper. Replication clones are grown from birth using a single cell taken from the original body. Replication clones, while identical to the donor cell's body, are their own NPC, soulless being. With their own personality. You're more confused when you're a Mark 1. They're REM driven as well. So they don't use them anymore, they just use the Mark 2s. They're called a Mark 2 REM driven clone. They can only put you into one of these clones when you're fully into REM sleep. Mark 3 is a runaround all the time clone. No REM needed. 
They can have it as a set consciousness, or they can do a duality thing. In real life, you have to do absolutely nothing and totally concentrate on walking and talking as this clone. You get that double vision type of thing, and you got to close your eyes and concentrate. They don't go so good. Mark four is supposed to be like top of the line. So, I'll keep posting the shit because everybody needs to know. Fine. They just call it a double. And uh, it's supposed to be just like a person. But the Mark II ones, they don't last. They have to get new bodies like every two years, and some people last longer. They get kind of rashy. Different types have different ailments. They'll just throw the old clone in this big chipper. It looks like a big garbage disposal. And they just chuck them in there, and they get ground up and go down. Gross. Well, they get 20 clones of you at a time, and just set 20 tanks on growing just you. And then they pick out the best five and use them and throw the rest in the chipper. Twenty use. There's two different kinds of cloning. Don't have much There's replication cloning where it comes up as a baby. Put the cells in and make the same person as a baby. Gabagoo. Ah, ah. You motherfucker. 
You motherfucker, huh? Don't make me get the... Ah, hey. Hey, where's the freaking gabagoo? History is replete with stories of the heroic destruction of serpents. Perseus and Medusa, St. George and the Dragon, St. Patrick and the Snakes of Ireland. These are not just legends. These are accounts of battles for the survival of the human race. A battle we will lose unless we stop killing one another and focus on the real enemies. They are among us. History is replete with stories of the So much of what we're digging up as far as crystals are actually the remnants of these giant silica-based trees. Imagine the information a tree could hold made of silica. Gems and crystals are most abundant in case. If you've ever been in a room with tons of large quartz, amethyst, etc., you know that the energy is powerful. Crystals have been known to store information, and this is why they oftentimes require energetic cleansing. And quartz we're told that quartz is a rock-forming mineral. Now, this definitely makes sense. Look at these photos of giant crystals inside of cave systems. This is insane. I'm proposing all of these giant root systems used to contain as many of these crystals, but were stripped of them and are now lifeless. Silicon Valley is what pushes all technology today, and it gets its name because silicone is great at storing and processing information. Computer chips are made from silicone, and this is why they're able to hold so much information. Quartz is a silicate made of pure silica, and many crystals used in healing and new age circles mm. today are variations of quartz. Clear quartz is known as the master healer and can unlock psychic abilities. So much of what we're digging up as far as crystals are actually the remnants of these giant silica-based trees. Imagine the information a tree could hold made of silica. Gems and crystals are most abundant in case. If you've ever been in a room with tons of large quartz, amethyst, etc., you know that the energy is powerful. Crystals have been known to store information, and this is why they oftentimes require energetic cleansing. And we're told that quartz is a rock-forming mineral. Now, this definitely makes sense. Look at these photos of giant crystals inside of cave systems. This is insane. I'm proposing all of these giant root systems used to contain as many of these crystals, but were stripped of them and are now lifeless. Silicon Valley is what pushes all technology today, and it gets its... logo sequence shows a boy sitting on the moon fishing in the water. The moon has nothing to do with the works of dreams. This boy is fishing for souls. We're told through many movies not to go into the light. Foundation is the largest collection of near-death experiences on the internet. Do some investigating yourself. You'll find that overwhelmingly people state that they were drawn to the light or pulled to the light. There is some type of pulling action going on and for the majority of people it seems they have little control over it. 
Many people find themselves going toward or being pulled into the tunnel like a magnet. So I speculate this light trap has gotten more and more powerful and efficient since the Tibetan Book of the Dead was written. Upon entering this light, we receive a life review and are told by false light beings posing as our rulers that we must reincarnate to Earth to rework karma. This is 100% bullshit. We need to get back to source, back to our original bodies and not stuck in this cycle of death and reincarnation. The DreamWorks logo sequence shows a boy sitting on the moon fishing in the water. The moon has nothing to do with the works of dreams. This boy is fishing for souls. We're told through many movies not to go into the light. On our flat plane, there's a grid plane. The moon is an implant, and part of the moon's function interdimensionally is to create a false light trap upon our death. This is what some people refer to as the Pac-Man light. Our souls are eaten by the light, just like Pac-Man eating the dots. Saturn is aiding in this process, and funny enough, we're told two of Saturn's moons has a heat signature representing Pac-Man. This is intentional and being rubbed in our faces. So our souls are locked in a dimension of control on this flat plane, and the false afterlife is merely a short break before being recycled back into this matrix. Family members and friends are often seen by the light to help lure you in. These aren't real, though. The fact that a formless soul would remain in its physical form after death makes no sense. These are archons, or false light beings, making themselves into forms that you recognize. On our flat plane, there's a grid plane. The moon is an implant, and part of the moon's function interdimensionally is to create a false light trap upon our death. This is what some people refer to as the Pac-Man light. Our souls are eaten by the light, just like Pac-Man eating the dots. Saturn is aiding in this mm -hmm. process, and funny enough... We're told two Facebook. of Saturn's moons. Garden of Eden. Could all of these stories about otherworldly serpent beings able to influence humanity be based on fact? And if they have been part of human history for thousands of years, where do they come from? In South America, Quetzalcoatl, Kukulkan, they're always referenced as serpent gods. 
Even in Japan or ancient China, we have these dragon emperors, dragon gods. You have them in India, you have them in China, in Greece, in England, in South and North America, in Africa. I mean, it doesn't matter where you go in the world, there are these direct references to these serpent-like beings that descended from the sky. Early written texts also speak of serpent beings that were once present on Earth. The Bible speaks of a reptilian race, the Seraphim. We read about them in the book of Isaiah. Some will interpret them as being the fiery ones, but the correct understanding is reptilian. The jinn are ancient. They were here before humans. They're a category unto themselves, not unlike angels. And at one point, Iblis, the leader of the jinn, offended God. We don't really know what the Archons were, or even are. What's interesting is that there is a, actually a depiction and a description of the Archons looking definitively reptilian. So this has given rise to the idea that perhaps the reptilians, the Archons, were one and the same. The Jinn, Kukulkan, the serpent. Lord, <coughs> coming out of my shower. Stars process, Earth doesn't move, the sky revolves over us. When you're wasted trying to tell people their New Year's in spring, but nobody listening to you, so you get lost in the When you're digging her rabbit hole, but documentaries are alive. Demon Utuku rubbed in our faces in the Simpsons. Always depicted as a dragon-like creature or reptile, reptilian humanoid that dwelled within the underworld.
this gift from Why is no one surprised by how Antarctica was depicted by the ancient cartographer? This is a full projection of the atlas. What do you see there in all those land bats? Are they unknown to us? Google Earth wanted to adapt the map to a digital globe and this was the result. But why do they make the world go round at this angle in the video? Why not show the North and South Pole? Perhaps because years later the South Pole would be represented like this. Precisely with nothing. Why hide those lands? And no one said anything about how the South Pole is represented on the map of Urbano Monte. But, there is a KMZ file for the Google Earth program, which can be downloaded. And you can see the projection of the atlas on the globe world also below. It seems that here the plane could no longer be adapted well to the balloon. What is in the upper right corner is probably Australia, but does not match. For nothing the Antarctic and Urbano Monte, nor the lands that are seen there, with the current spherical model. The funny thing is to see why Australia separated it from Antarctica on maps after this one. At the North Pole there are also differences with the one they show us today. Why is no one surprised by how Antarctica was depicted by the ancient cartographer? This is a full projection of the atlas. <coughs> what do you see there in all those land bats? Are they unknown to us? Continent we are Google not allowed to explore. Adapt the map to a digital globe and this was the result. But why do they make the world go round at this angle in the video? Why not show the North and South Pole? Perhaps because years later the South Pole would be represented like this. Precisely with nothing. Why hide those lands? And no one said anything about how the South Pole is represented on the map of the Urbano Mountain. But, however, the most chilling encounter revealed in Russia's declassified reports doesn't involve unidentified submersible objects, but the alien creatures believed to inhabit them. Humanoid entities Siberia, found under Lake Baikal in Russia. With a depth of 1,642 meters, Lake Baikal is the deepest freshwater lake in the world. Russian Navy divers are conducting a research mission. Given the depth of the lake and its frigid temperature, little is known about what lies beneath the surface. Seven Russian divers are at a depth of 50 meters when suddenly the frogmen realize they are being watched. These strange humanoid figures were much bigger than human beings and appeared to be wearing helmets of some sort. What on earth are we to make of an encounter like this? It's one thing to talk about UFOs, but quite another to talk about humanoid entities deep in the lake. These were large beings, human-shaped, but like nine feet tall, wearing what seemed like very tight-fitting silvery suits. Not your normal scuba gear, basically, swimming in the water, what they've come to call the swimmers of Lake Baikal. The Russian divers then make a fatal decision. They try to capture one. The divers <laughs> attempted to capture one of these creatures, but at this point, so the documents say, the entities reacted. A powerful, unknown force suddenly propels the entire group of divers up from the deep water to the surface. They did a rapid rise to the surface of the water. Well, when you do that too fast, you suffer from decompression, you get the bends, and it's deadly. According to Russian documents, the surviving divers were too shaken to speak about the incident. But researchers believe the Russian government prevented them from speaking out. And if that's the case, what could they have been trying to keep secret? However, the most chilling encounter revealed it doesn't involve unidentified submersible objects, but the alien creatures believed to inhabit them. 
Siberia, 1982. With a depth of 1,642 meters, Lake Baikal is the deepest freshwater lake in the world. Russian Navy divers are conducting a research mission. Given the depth of the lake and its frigid temperature, little is known about what lies beneath the surface. Seven Russian divers are at a depth of 50 meters, when suddenly the problem realized one. they are being watched. These strange humanoid figures were much bigger Tried than to human capture beings them. and appeared to be wearing... Can you bring this bad boy in class for show and tell? Get red pilled late at night and over. It's the cognitive dissonance thing where you know I'm right and it comes into my brain that there's something just like Dr. Gordon about the ice bag and the Simpson. will be shocked into accepting the truth when our ancestors return to see how their children are faring. Man has been conditioned for millennia to deny the truth of his ancestry and as a pariatu, we have developed a convenient form of amnesia. Nonetheless, the truth can only be delayed so long. Eventually, mankind will have to learn the truth about his origins and face the fact that his gods and ancestors were reptiles, truly monsters by any of our current definitions. giant tree stump. These massive tree stumps are found throughout all our great plain. We are just told the fabricated life for so long to become their dogs. Many natives from numerous cultures have an ancestral past that talks about the earth and everything it being enormous with plants reaching the skies. into this lush and green area. 
and he can't even believe his eyes. But that's just the beginning of his extreme. Hey, we're still studying Donald Marshall. Up in Canada, where with that guy that killed all the hookers, um, that was set up by them. They videotaped all the murders. They used to clone Picton into the place and had him running around talking to him, and he felt like he was like a, a celebrity, right? Um. Anyway, he used to smash them with a ball-peen hammer. Oh, the Picton murders up in Canada, where with that guy that killed all the hookers, um. That was set up by them. They videotaped all the murders. They used to clone Picton into the place and had him running around talking to him, and he felt like he was like a, a celebrity, right? And this is how I know. Five, they brought me there to be used as what they call a diddle kid, okay? But uh, all I'd do was cry and stuff. So they said, do you have any other kind of use? Do you sing or dance or something? So anyway, when I was five, to keep them off me, I started singing like original songs there, uh, just right out of the blue. Turns out the first one, people liked it, and they had a famous person use it. Lady, I'm your knight. And then they came back for more, and I made more. And other people came back wanting to hear more. It was just a kid that was making these songs, right? For free, because they never paid me. Nobody knew, right? Totally foolproof. So anyway, uh, lots of people, famous, high-profile people went there. I'm kind of apprehensive, and this is how I know everything, okay? When I was five, they brought me there to be used as what they call a little kid, okay? But uh, all I'd do was... Let's see. <clears throat> Tricky, huh? Benny Benassi, satisfaction, honking is a cloning. Can walk and talk as a clone. Gets sex there. He and many other disabled people are pro-cloning. Everyone says he's so smart. He is not really and is very dark and cruel. Very weird person. He helped make a song there with his robotic voice thing. It was called Satisfaction. He insisted. Tech is flawed. He doesn't care. He can dance, talk, and have sex in his clone body. Three, four, retarded during. But hey. There's seven archangels. Benny Benassi, satisfaction. Hawking is at cloning. Kept. Okay.
can't handle the truth. I told you, man. I told you. Don't fuck with me. The Woken Undead.
flying over the inland sea is a pteranodon. Like all reptiles, it grows throughout its life. You know, reptiles grow all their life. Sharks aren't the only animal that keeps growing. Lizards, snakes, amphibians, and coral. These are called indeterminate growers. They never stop. So the dinosaurs were simply big lizards that lived with Adam and Eve, because that was the time when people are living to be 900. I think we could assume things were different and everything was living much longer. After the flood, lifespans dropped off to 400, then 200, then 100. So I think some of the larger species of dinosaurs simply died out in the new climate. Dinosaurs had two problems. One, they died because of climate change. Two, people hunted them. But back in those days, they called them dragons. Before the flood came, during this period right here, during that period from the creation till the flood, according to the Bible, the people lived to be over 900 years old. Read Genesis 5. It could not be more clear. Adam was 930 when he died. The biggest pterosaur flying over the inland sea is a pteranodon. Like all reptiles, it grows throughout its life. Did you know reptiles grow all their life? Sharks aren't the only animal that keeps growing. Lizards, snakes, amphibians, and coral. These are... Stop. So the dinosaurs were simply big lizards that lived with Adam and Eve, because that was the time when people were living to be 900. I think we could assume things were different and everything was living much longer. After the flood, lifespans dropped off to 400 and 200 and 100. So I think some of the larger species of dinosaurs simply died out in the new climate. Dinosaurs had two problems. One, they died because of climate change. Two, people hunted them. But back in those days, they called them dragons. Before the flood came, and all the government agencies that control our airways and our waterways have the flat earth map with the ice wall in their logo. Okay? Now, if you were to try to get in a private plane or on a private boat and try to get too far south to try to find this ice wall, here's what's going to happen. The Navy's going to show up in a battleship or a jet fighter and turn you around and escort you out of the area. He's turning. He's actually turning. No, he is turning. He's coming to us. He's got the shift because... After the ice wall, then what? The 
sun coils up and around the electromagnetic dome that encapsulates our Earth for the summers, and coils down towards the end of our solar year to its southernmost position of the Tropic of Capricorn. And on December 21st, is at its lowest zenith, or y-axis point, the farthest out from our land center and the closest to the Earth vertically. This is what's known as the winter solstice from a northern hemisphere perspective. Once the sun has reached its lowest point, it follows the same radiant circuit, neither ascending or descending for three days, before it then begins its journey back up to the Tropic of Cancer towards the top and center of our electromagnetic dome of this domain. Meaning, every year, for only these three days of our year, from the 21st to the 24th of December, the sun is neither rising or falling along the electromagnetic forest field dome over and around us. The sun only resumes its ascension back up to the top three days after the 21st, on the 25th of December. Sound familiar? Dead for three days, only to rise again? Anyway, if there's to be any kind of cosmic solar event, it would most likely happen during this period, when the sun figuratively dies and is waiting to rise again. Using the same principle, we hypothesize that all the other suns in all the other domains follow a similar solar system. As above, so below. As within, so without. However, obviously their seasons and solstices occur at different times in relation to their own individual ecosystems. The sun coils up and around the electromagnetic dome that encapsulates our Earth for the summers, and coils down towards the end of our solar year to its southernmost position of the Tropic of Capricorn. And on December 21st, is at its lowest zenith, or y-axis point, the farthest out from our land center and the closest to the Earth vertically. This is what's known as the winter solstice from a northern hemisphere perspective. Once the sun has reached its lowest point, it follows the same radiant circuit, neither ascending or descending for three days before it then begins to back up to the Tropic of Cancer towards the top and center of our electromagnetic dome of this domain. Meaning, every year, for only these three days of our year, from the 21st to the 24th of December, the sun is neither rising or falling along the electromagnetic torus field dome over and around us. The sun only resumes its ascension back up to the top three days after the 21st, on the 25th of December. In Japan, emperors claim descent from dragon gods who came from the sky. Australian Aborigines teach of a reptilian race which lives underneath the earth and governs over men. They believe they are descendants of a race of dragon humans. China teaches the serpent queen Nukua, interbred with man. India calls these reptilian gods Nagas and claim they seeded their royal families. Throughout the Middle East, it is believed a serpent race created man. The book of Genesis tells of giants who came from the heavens to breed with the daughters of man. They are called the Nephilim. In Africa, they call them Chitari, children of the serpent. Royal kings of Africa claim descent from serpent gods who came from the sky. In South America, the Mayans teach that their ancestors were the people of the serpent. Aztecs were said to be created by a serpent woman. In America, the Hopi Indians believe sky gods came to earth to breed with their women and refer to them as their snake brothers. The word Sioux means snakes, and Iroquois means serpents. It seems the only places you will not find this historical story is where the history has been methodically destroyed. In Japan, emperors claim descent from dragon gods who came from the sky. Australian aborigines teach of a reptilian race which lives underneath the earth and governs over men. They believe they are descendants of a race of dragon humans. China teaches the serpent queen Nukua, interbred with man. India calls these reptilian gods Nagas and claim they seeded their royal family. Throughout the Middle East, it is believed a serpent race created man. The book of Genesis tells of giants who came from the heavens to breed with the daughters of man. They are called the Nephilim. In Africa, they call them Chitari, children of the serpent. The royal kings of Africa claim descent from serpent gods who came from the sky. In South America, the Mayans teach that their ancestors were the people of the serpent. Kind of catchy song. By a serpent woman. In America, the Hopi Indians believe sky gods came to earth to breed with their women and refer to them as their snake brothers. The word Sioux means snakes, and Iroquois means serpents. It seems the only places you will not find this historical story is where the history has been methodically destroyed. <laughs> In Japan, emperors claim descent from dragon gods who came from the sky. Australian aborigines teach of a reptilian race which lives underneath the earth and governs over men. They believe they are descendants of a race of dragon humans.
China teaches the serpent queen Nukua interbred with men. India calls these reptilian gods. Now, you know what we're saying for entire planes in all the different realms would be what the ancient Greeks referred to as Mother Gaia. The Kemetic Egyptians called the Benben or Mother Geb, and the Indo-Vedics referred to as the Bumandala. This calendar is a modern interpretation and mix of the Aztec Mayan calendar, Egyptian Dendra stone, the various Chinese and Indian Dharma wheels, as well as other ancient cosmological and universal clocks and calendars. Many ancient cultures, civilizations, mystics, and researchers have created and depicted various cosmic clocks and calendars over the ages. Some simple, others complex, but one thing is for sure. They all knew that all time operates in a cyclical pattern. They knew that everything in existence has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Birth, experience, growth, and death. Sunrise, midday, sunset, midnight. Spring, summer, autumn, winter. Iron, bronze, silver, gold. You get it. So our cosmic calendar of time is a macrocosmic and syncretic mirror reflection of those observable microcosmic clocks, calendars, cycles, and seasons of time. Now, the full expanse of our entire earthly plane in all the different realms would be what the ancient Greeks referred to as Mother Gaia, the Kemetic Egyptians called the Benben or Mother Geb, and the Indo-Vedics referred to as the Bumandala. This calendar is a modern interpretation and mix of the Aztec Mayan calendar, Egyptian Dendra stone, the various Chinese and Indian Dharma wheels, as well as other ancient cosmological and universal blocks and calendars. Many ancient cultures, civilizations, mystics, and researchers have created and depicted various cosmic clocks and calendars over the ages. Some simple, others complex, but one thing is for sure. They all knew that all time operates in a cyclical pattern. They knew that everything in existence has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Birth, experience, growth, and death. Sunrise, midday, sunset, midnight. Spring, summer, autumn, winter. Iron, bronze, silver, gold. You get it. So our cosmic calendar of time is a macrocosmic and syncretic mirror reflection of those observable microcosmic clocks, calendars, cycles, and seasons of time. Now, the full expanse of our entire... on a single tank of kerosene. What country is this car from? It no longer exists. Tartaria. She'll go 300 hectares on a single tank of kerosene. What country is this car from? It no longer exists. She'll go 300 hectares on a single tank of kerosene. The moon was placed here and keeps us in a type of energetic lockdown in more than one way. The square waves that come from the moon, a part of the Saturn moon matrix, aim to keep us in a state of rigidness and to hide our divine potential. Interdimensionally, the moon creates a false light when we die, which, when we go through, we are recycled back to this physical plane, so we can remain energetic food for the archons and the reptilians. Through this light, we encounter false light beings who pose as our overlords, and since many of us don't understand our spiritual sovereignty, we go along with their games and agree to their prescription that we must be sent back to Earth to work out karma. Our memories are wiped clean. 
the moon displays a lot of strange characteristics that tell us this is not only a holographic projection, but one where strange activity is going on interdimensionally. The council sees a soul missing. Soul trap. The moon was placed here and keeps us in a type of energetic lockdown in more than one way. The square waves that come from the moon, a part of the Saturn moon matrix, aim to keep us in a state of rigidness and to hide our divine potential. Interdimensionally, the moon creates a false light when we die, which, when we go through, we are recycled back to this physical plane, so we can remain energetic food for the Archons and the Reptilians. Through this light, we encounter false white beings who pose as our overlords. And since many of us don't understand our spiritual sovereignty, we go along with their games and agree to their prescription that we must be sent back to Earth to work out karma. Our memories are wiped clean. The moon displays a lot of strange characteristics that tell us this is not only a holographic projection, but one where strange activity is going on interdimensionally. The moon was placed here and keeps us in a type of energetic lockdown in more than one way. The square waves that come from the moon, a part of the Saturn moon matrix, aim to keep us in a state of rigidness and to hide our divine potential. Interdimensionally, the moon creates a false light when we die, which, when we go through, we are recycled back to this physical plane, so we can remain energetic food for the Archons and the Reptilians. Through this light, we encounter false light beings who pose as our overlords. And since many of us don't understand our spiritual sovereignty, we go along with their games and agree to their prescription that we must be sent back to Earth to work out karma. Our memories are wiped clean. The moon displays a lot of strange characteristics that tell us this is not only a holographic projection, but one where strange activity is going on interdimensionally. The moon was placed here and keeps us in a type of energetic lockdown in more than one way. The square waves that come from the moon, a part of the Saturn moon matrix, aim to keep us in a state of rigidness. And to hide. And that's the ice wall.
was the first time I read the Georgia Guide Stones, which were blown up.
This is how the Illuminati NWO works. They meet at the cloning station. Started when I was five years old, only I was memory repressed back then. When you're in area of sleep, they can just bring you there. Rapid eye movement, stage of sleep. That's how they do it. They call it a consciousness transfer. They can transfer your consciousness into a clone at the cloning station if they have a clone of you. You don't have to be uh, born into it. You have to be semi-attractive or have some kind of a skill that they want to use or steal from you. When you don't know what it is, you think that it's your real body. I thought it was my real body. I thought they were going to show me. And they do that to a lot of people. Give them fear of death. I wake up and I'm standing in the dirt of this arena. Oh, I'm sorry to share this on Twitter, too. <clears throat> so started when I was five years old. Lens Google Map sites from the populace about the North Pole. letter he wrote in the midst of the four countries is a whirlpool into is which there empty these four enduring seas which divide the north Ger and the water Ger rushes Ger round and descends into John the earth just the as if one was pouring it through a filter funnel it is four degrees wide on every side of the pole that is to say eight degrees altogether except that right under the pole there lies a bare rock in the midst of the sea its circumference is almost 33 french miles and it is all magnetic stone, and is as high as the clouds, so the priest said, who had received the astrolabe from this Mennonite in exchange for a testament. And the Mennonite himself had heard that one can see all around it from the sea, and that it is black and glistening, and nothing grows thereon, for there is not so much as a handful of soil on it. In this letter he wrote, In the midst of the four countries is a whirlpool, into which there emptied these four indrawing seas, which divide the north. 
and the water rushes round and descends into the earth just as if one was pouring it through a filter funnel. It is four degrees wide on every side of the pole, that is to say, eight degrees altogether. Except that right under the pole there lies a bare rock in the midst of the sea. Its circumference is almost 33 French miles, and it is all magnetic stone, and is as high as the clouds, so the priest said, who had received the astrolabe from this minorite in exchange for a testament. And the minorite himself had heard that one can see all around it from the sea, and that it is black and glistening, and nothing grows thereon, for there is not so much as a handful of soil on it. In this letter he wrote, in the midst of the four countries is a whirlpool, into which there emptied these four indrawing seas, which divide the north. And the water rushes round and descends into the earth, just as if one was pouring it through a filter funnel. It is four degrees wide on every side of the pole, that is to say, eight degrees altogether. Except that right under the pole there lies a bare rock in the midst of the sea. Its circumference is almost 33 French miles, and it is all magnetic stone and is as high as the clouds, so the priest said, who had received the astrolabe from this minorite in exchange for a testament. And the minorite himself had heard the... Um, <clears throat> post a screenshot of that. If you're still there, oh my gosh, you are. <clears throat> Let's see, yeah. Lung clones, they call it an organic robotoid. You got more side effects, you're more confused when you're a Mark 1. They're REM driven as well, so they don't use them anymore, they just use the Mark 2s. They're called a Mark 2 REM driven clone. They can only put you into one of these clones when you're fully into REM sleep. Mark 3 is a run around all the time clone. No REM needed. They can have it as a set consciousness or they can do a duality thing. In real life, you have to do absolutely nothing and totally concentrate on walking and talking as this clone. You get a double vision type of thing and you gotta close your eyes and concentrate. They don't go so good. Mark 4 is supposed to be like top of the line. They just call it a double. And uh, it's supposed to be just like a person with the Mark II ones that don't last. They have to get new bodies like every two years, and some people last longer. They get kind of rashy, different types have different ailments. They'll just throw the old clone in this big chipper. It like looks like a big garbage disposal. And they just chuck them in there, and they get ground up and go down. They yeah, but... 20 clones of you at a time, and just set 20 tanks on growing just used. And then they pick out the best five and use them and throw the rest in the chipper. Replication clones are grown from birth using a single cell taken from the original body. Replication clones, while identical to the donor cell's body, are their the own NPC, soulless being. With their own personality. You're more confused when you're a Mark 1. They're REM driven as well. So they don't use them anymore, they just use the Mark 2s. They're called a Mark 2 REM driven clone. They can only put you into one of these clones when you're fully into REM sleep. Mark 3 is a run around all the time clone. No REM needed. 
they can have it as a set consciousness or they can do a duality thing in real life you have to do absolutely nothing and totally concentrate on walking and talking as this clone you get that double vision type of thing and you gotta close your eyes and concentrate they don't go so good mark four is supposed to be like top of the line so i keep posting this shit because everybody needs to know Fine. they just call it a double and uh, it's supposed to be just like a person but the mark two ones that don't last they have to get new bodies like every two years and some people last longer they get kind of rashy different types have different ailments they'll just throw the old clone in this big chipper it looks like a big garbage disposal and they just chuck them in there and they get ground up and go down gross they make 20 clones of you at a time and just set 20 tanks on growing just use and then they pick out the best five and use them and throw the rest in the chipper 20 use there's two different kinds of cloning There's replication cloning where it comes up as a baby, put the cells in and make the same person as a baby. There's duplication cloning as well where they grow you in a big thick tank filled full of water. They agitate tissue samples a certain amount of time and it grows a fully formed duplicate of you within five months. Motherfucker. 
You motherfucker, huh? Don't make me get the... Ah, hey. Hey, where's the freaking gabagoo? History is replete with stories of the heroic destruction of serpents. Perseus and Medusa, St. George and the Dragon, St. Patrick and the Snakes of Ireland. These are not against legends. These are accounts of battles for the survival of the human race. A battle we will lose unless we stop killing one another and focus on the real enemies. They are among us. History is replete with stories of the So much of what we're digging up as far as crystals are actually the remnants of these giant silica-based trees. Imagine the information a tree could hold made of silica. Gems and crystals are most abundant in case. If you've ever been in a room with tons of large quartz, amethyst, etc., you know that the energy is powerful. Crystals have been known to store information, and this is why they oftentimes require energetic cleansing. And quartz we're told is that quartz is a rock-forming mineral. Now, this definitely makes sense. Look at these photos of giant crystals inside of cave systems. This is insane. I'm proposing all of these giant root systems used to contain as many of these crystals, but were stripped of them and are now lifeless. Silicon Valley is what pushes all technology today, and it gets its name because silicone is great at storing and processing information. Computer chips are made from silicone, and this is why they're able to hold so much information. Quartz is a silicate made of pure silica, and many crystals used in healing and new age circles mm. today are variations of quartz. Clear quartz is known as the master healer and can unlock psychic abilities. So much of what we're digging up as far as crystals are actually the remnants of these giant silica-based trees. Imagine the information a tree could hold made of silica. Gems and crystals are most abundant in case. If you've ever been in a room with tons of large quartz, amethyst, etc., you know that the energy is powerful. Crystals have been known to store information, and this is why they oftentimes require energetic cleansing. And we're told that quartz is a rock-forming mineral. Now, this definitely makes sense. Look at these photos of giant crystals inside of cave systems. This is insane. I'm proposing all of these giant root systems used to contain as many of these crystals, but were stripped of them and are now lifeless. Silicon Valley is what pushes all technology today, and it gets its... logo sequence shows a boy sitting on the moon fishing in the water. The moon has nothing to do with the works of dreams. This boy is fishing for souls. We're told through many movies not to go into the light. Foundation is the largest collection of near-death experiences on the internet. Do some investigating yourself. You'll find that overwhelmingly people state that they were drawn to the light or pulled to the light. There is some type of pulling action going on and for the majority of people it seems they have little control over it. 
Many people find themselves going toward or being pulled into the tunnel like a magnet. So I speculate this light trap has gotten more and more powerful and efficient since the Tibetan Book of the Dead was written. Upon entering this light, we receive a life review and are told by false light beings posing as our rulers that we must reincarnate to Earth to rework karma. This is 100% bullshit. We need to get back to source, back to our original bodies and not stuck in this cycle of death and reincarnation. The DreamWorks logo sequence shows a boy sitting on the moon fishing in the water. The moon has nothing to do with the works of dreams. This boy is fishing for souls. We're told through many movies not to go into the light. On our flat plane, there's a grid plate. The moon is an implant, and part of the moon's function interdimensionally is to create a false light trap upon our death. This is what some people refer to as the Pac-Man light. Our souls are eaten by the light, just like Pac-Man eating the dots. Saturn is aiding in this process, and funny enough, we're told two of Saturn's moons has a heat signature representing Pac-Man. This is intentional and being rubbed in our faces. So our souls are locked in a dimension of control on this flat plane, and the false afterlife is merely a short break before being recycled back into this matrix. Family members and friends are often seen by the light to help lure you in. These aren't real, though. The fact that a formless soul would remain in its physical form after death makes no sense. These are archons, or false light beings, making themselves into forms that you recognize. On our flat plane, there's a grid plate. The moon is an implant, and part of the moon's function interdimensionally is to create a false light trap upon our death. This is what some people refer to as the Pac-Man light. Our souls are eaten by the light, just like Pac-Man eating the dots. Saturn is aiding in this mm -hmm. process, and funny enough... We're told two Facebook. of Saturn's moons. Garden of Eden. Could all of these stories about otherworldly serpent beings able to influence humanity be based on fact? And if they have been part of human history for thousands of years, where do they come from? In South America, Quetzalcoatl, Kukulkan, they're always referenced as serpent gods. 
Even in Japan or ancient China, we have these dragon emperors, dragon gods. You have them in India, you have them in China, in Greece, in England, in South and North America, in Africa. I mean, it doesn't matter where you go in the world, there are these direct references to these serpent-like beings that descended from the sky. Early written texts also speak of serpent beings that were once present on Earth. The Bible speaks of a reptilian race, the Seraphim. We read about them in the book of Isaiah. Some will interpret them as being the fiery ones, but the correct understanding is reptilian. The jinn are ancient. They were here before humans. They're a category unto themselves, not unlike angels. And at one point, Iblis, the leader of the jinn, offended God. We don't really know what the Archons were, or even are. What's interesting is that there is a, actually a depiction and a description of the Archons looking definitively reptilian. So this has given rise to the idea that perhaps the reptilians, the Archons, were one and the same. The Jinn, Kukul Khan, the Serpent. Lord, <clears throat> coming out of my shower. Stars persist, Earth doesn't move, the sky revolves over us. When you're wasted trying to tell people their New Year's in spring by nobody listening to you, so you get lost in the case. When you're digging her rabbit hole, but documentaries are lies. Demon Utuku rubbed in our faces in the Simpsons. Always depicted as a dragon-like creature, a reptile, reptilian humanoid that dwelled within the underworld.
his gift. Why is no one surprised by how Antarctica was depicted by the ancient cartographer? This is a full projection of the atlas. What do you see there in all those landmasses? Are they unknown to us? Google Earth wanted to adapt the map to a digital globe and this was the result. But why do they make the world go round at this angle in the video? Why not show the North and South Pole? Perhaps because years later the South Pole would be represented like this. Precisely with nothing. Why hide those lands? And no one said anything about how the South Pole is represented on the map of Urbano Monte. But, there is a KMZ file for the Google Earth program, which can be downloaded. And you can see the projection of the atlas on the globe world also below. It seems that here the plane could no longer be adapted well to the balloon. What is in the upper right corner is probably Australia, but does not match. For nothing the Antarctic and Urbano Monte, nor the lands that are seen there, with the current spherical model. separated it from Antarctica on maps after this one. At the North Pole there are also differences with the one they show us today. Why is no one surprised by how Antarctica was depicted by the ancient cartographer? This is a full projection of the atlas. <coughs> what do you see there in all those lands that? Are they unknown to us? Continent, we are Google not allowed to explore. Adapt the map to a digital globe, and this was the result. But why do they make the world go round at this angle in the video? Why not show the North and South Pole? Perhaps because years later the South Pole would be represented like this, precisely with nothing. Why hide those lands? And no one said anything about how the South Pole is represented on the map of the Urbano Monte. But, however, the most chilling encounter revealed in Russia's declassified reports doesn't involve unidentified submersible objects, but the alien creatures believed to inhabit them. Humanoid entities found under Lake Baikal in Russia. With a depth of 1,642 meters, Lake Baikal is the deepest freshwater lake in the world. Russian Navy divers are conducting a research mission. Given the depth of the lake and its frigid temperature, little is known about what lies beneath the surface. Seven Russian divers are at a depth of 50 meters when suddenly, the frogmen realize they are being watched. These strange humanoid figures were much bigger than human beings and appeared to be wearing helmets of some sort. What on earth are we to make of an encounter like this? It's one thing to talk about UFOs, but quite another to talk about humanoid entities deep in the lake. These were large beings, human-shaped, but like nine feet tall, wearing what seemed like very tight-fitting silvery suits. Not your normal scuba gear, basically. Swimming in the water, what they've come to call the swimmers of Lake Baikal. The Russian divers then make a fatal decision. They try to capture one. The divers <laughs> attempted to capture one of these creatures, but at this point, so the documents say, the entities reacted. A powerful, unknown force suddenly propels the entire group of divers up from the deep water to the surface. They did a rapid rise to the surface of the water. Well, when you do that too fast, you suffer from decompression, you get the bends, and it's deadly. According to Russian documents, the surviving divers were too shaken to speak about the incident. But researchers believe the Russian government prevented them from speaking out. And if that's the case, what could they have been trying to keep secret? However, the most chilling encounter revealed it doesn't involve unidentified submersible objects, but the alien creatures believed to inhabit them. 
Siberia, 1982. With a depth of 1,642 meters, Lake Baikal is the deepest freshwater lake in the world. Russian Navy divers are conducting a research mission. Given the depth of the lake and its frigid temperature, little is known about what lies beneath the surface. Seven Russian divers are at a depth of 50 meters, when suddenly the prophet realized they are being watched. These strange humanoid figures were much bigger Tried than human beings them. and appeared to be wearing... Can you bring this bad boy in class for show and tell? When you get red pilled late at night and over oh. it's the cognitive dissonance thing where you know and I'm right and it comes into my brain that there's something that the driver's around and it's about that. Yeah, it's not the damage. probably not yet ready for the truth. The average man and woman need their fantasies, the myths and religious stories that make life so simple and uncomplicated. Perhaps one of these Homer days Simpson. we will be shocked into accepting the truth when our ancestors return to see how their children are faring. Man has been conditioned for millennia to deny the truth of his ancestry and as a palliative, we have developed a convenient form of amnesia. Nonetheless, the truth can only be delayed so long. Eventually mankind will have to learn the truth about his origins and face the fact that his gods and ancestors were reptiles, truly monsters by any of our current definitions. Brilliant! <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what's going on. <laughs> Small town on a giant tree stump. Massive tree stumps are found throughout all our great plain. We are just told the fabricated life for so long becomes our dog. Many natives from numerous cultures have an ancestral past that take, talks about the earth and everything it being enormous with plants reaching the skies. into this lush and green area. 
and he can't even believe his eyes. But that's just the beginning of his extraordinary... Hi there, welcome back. You're listening to Brittany Weber. That is causing a lot of death and injury in my women of reproductive age, my pregnant women and my preborn babies. And it's got to stop, and it's got to stop now. And for the vaccines broadly, we have no idea what's going to happen long-term now that they're in the body. Studies suggest that the vaccines and the spike protein that's produced from them never leaves the human body. The, the first and most important thing, don't take any more vaccines. Don't take any more boosters. Do not take any more of these. jealous of other girls because I was raised in a cloning lab to be the perfect woman for Hugh M. Hefner. So other than the fact that my IQ is probably a little higher than he would like, I have nothing to worry about. We end up cloning all the time and making. Don't get jealous of other girls because I was raised in a cloning lab to be the perfect woman for Hugh M. Hefner. So, other than the fact that my IQ is probably a little higher than he would like, I have nothing to worry about. The scientist instructed the musician to recount, in his mind, the drum pattern of a particular song chosen for the study. The machine translates his monitored brainwaves and is able to reproduce what the musician is imagining inside his mind. And finally, scientist asks the musician to recount the entirety of the song's hook in as great detail as possible. This is the most mind-boggling result they were able to achieve. Barium aluminum ball. They've been spraying us. Paid to drop chemtrails. Some chemtrail truth here. Uh, as most of you know, we're still on the plane, so we're not getting paid out anymore. Um, this plane has been certified to use the chemtrail fluid EK5812. And so it holds 50 gallons in each tank here, and then the fuel goes in this one. And then right in the exhaust, just right up here, there's a injector that sprays the fluid when you turn on the switch. And the switch, it won't spray fluid unless the engine's running, because it's like real toxic chemicals. So it needs to make sure like you're in the air. Um, we get paid about $10 a gallon to spray the stuff. And this has a government issued retrofit kit. And you can see down here, they installed this switch. As you can see, it says chemtrails, you just turn it on and then you just collect money. That's how it works. expose some chemtrail truth here. Uh, as most of you know, we're still on the plane, so we're not getting paid out anymore. Um, this plane has been certified to use the chemtrail fluid EK5812, 
And so it holds 50 gallons in each tank here, and then the fuel goes in this one. And then right in the exhaust, just right up here, there's a injector that sprays the fluid when you turn on the switch. And the switch, it won't spray fluid unless the engine's running because it's like real toxic chemicals. So it needs to make sure like you're in the air. Um, we get paid about $10 a gallon to spray the stuff. And this has a government issued retrofit kit. And you can see down here, As you can see, it says chemtrails, you just turn it on, and then you just collect money. That's how it works. Playboy played a huge role in sexualizing children. A 1975 issue featured a near infamous set. Photos titled Sugar and Spice. Brooke Shields appeared naked, sitting and standing in a bathtub, covered in oil and a full face of makeup. She was 10 years old. Gary Groves was a fashion photographer best known for his nude images. The photo shoot was part of Groves' work called The Woman in the Child. His partner in the project was Playboy Press. All of this took place while Brooke was signed under Ford Models who found success in marketing her as the new ideal of feminine beauty. In 1980, Brooke Shields became the youngest model to score the cover of Vogue. She was 14 years old. Playboy and Penthouse were soon joined by Hustler, which played a role in normalizing the idea of pubescent girls as sexually desirable and available. It did this with its popular barely legal comics. In 1989, Hustler's own daughter testified that he molested her, and he was convicted of sexually abusing his daughter, as well as having sexual contact with another 13 girl. He continued to draw and publish his comics from prison. Playboy played a huge role in sexualizing children. A 1975 issue featured a near infamous set of photos titled Sugar and Spice. Brooke Shields appeared naked sitting and standing in a bathtub, covered in oil and a full face of makeup. She was 10 years old. Gary Groves was a fashion photographer best known for his nude images. The photo shoot was part of Groves' work called The Woman in the Child. His partner in the project was Playboy Press. All of this took place while Brooke was signed under Ford Models, who found success in marketing her as the new ideal of feminine beauty. In 1980, Brooke Shields became the youngest model to score the cover of Vogue. She was 14 years old. Playboy and Penthouse were soon joined by Hustler, which played a role in normalizing the idea of pubescent girls as sexually desirable and available. It did this with its popular barely legal comics. In 1989, Hustler's own daughter testified that he molested her, and he was abusing his daughter, 
as well as having sexual contact with another. Have you heard of Operation Babalif? Did you know Playboy was responsible for helping move 41 babies taken from Vietnam? Operation Babalif was the name given to the mass evacuation of children from South Vietnam to the United States and other Western countries at the end of the Vietnam War. 41 babies traveled to New York City on Hugh Hefner's own private jet, Big Bunny, during the flight. The children were looked after by a group of bunnies. Record scratch. Is anyone else thinking what I am thinking? Should it actually be called Operation Baby Snitch? By the final American flight out of South Vietnam, over 3,300 infants and children have been airlifted. Interesting 33. Over 2,500 children were relocated without their consent and adopted out to families. The entire operation was controversial because there was a question about whether the evacuation was in the children's best interest and because not all the children were orphans. We know wars are used to do much more than meets the eye. The chaos surrounding war zones seems like the opportune time for a trafficker to snatch up displaced children or like Operation Babalift to steal children from homes with families. Have you heard of Operation Babalift? Did you know Playboy was responsible for helping move 41 babies taken from Vietnam? Operation Babalift to the mass evacuation of children from South Vietnam to the United States and other Western countries at the end of the Vietnam War. 41 babies traveled to New York City on Hugh Hefner's own private jet, Big Bunny, during the flight. The children were looked after by it. Boondocks abandoned. A track released on Halloween 2011 by Boondocks of Psychopathic Records. This next song is about corralling humans into the deep underground military bases during the HAARP weather disasters. Elizabeth was so confident she added a line in it. It is the secret code phrase to drop the basin on itself if the or go psychotic and start attacking everyone. The base's explosives in the lower levels explode and the base drops in on itself. Elizabeth used to add lines to my songs, and in this song about the lizard she added her two cents of the two. 45 point. It is the command to destroy a DUMB, deep underground military base, in case of trouble inside. It's her voice as a clone. Listen. He says, drop the motherfucking base. Drop the motherfucking base. I couldn't believe they allowed me to make this one. It's so revealing. When Elizabeth says drop the motherfucking base, the explosions go and the whole place is concrete. Everything is crushed and destroyed. One of the most evil songs ever created. She so regrets including that line now. Like Dave Mustaine regrets putting me on the album cover I use as a picture profile. The whole song is about Roll and how they hate humans and how they want to corral humans into the DUMBs. Roll liked this song. They dance badly to it. He was telling me that he uh, worked for some government agency that was had uh, aliens in captivity. He was telling me that he uh, worked for some government agency that was had uh, aliens in captivity. He was telling me that he uh, worked for some government agency that was had uh, aliens in captivity.
attends the cloning center as a REM-driven clone version of herself when she goes to sleep, through the process of consciousness transfer from her original body to her duplicate REM-driven clone. Dell has performed many songs I have made as a REM-driven clone version of myself from the cloning center through the process of consciousness transfer from my original body to my duplicate REM-driven clone. The song Someone Like You was sang and freestyled by Donald Marshall as a REM-driven clone version of himself. And Donald Marshall felt extremely saddened by the fact that as REM-driven clone versions of themselves activated by the Illuminati as REM-driven clones, the conspiracy theorists Lenny Bloom and Jane Steele, who host a TV radio talk show, decided to join the Illuminati in exchange for fame and fortune, rather than to help Donald Marshall expose the Illuminati's REM-driven human cloning subculture, and as a result of their decision, Lenny Bloom and Jane Steele betrayed Donald Marshall and humanity. After conspiracy theorists Lenny Bloom and Jane Steele had betrayed Donald Marshall while each individual was experiencing life as REM-driven human clone versions of themselves at the cloning center, Jane Steele as a REM-driven clone... And then Steven Spielberg was casting for a movie called The Rascals. Uh, some of you might have seen it. And as you know, I got the job. I, I had never auditioned for a movie before. I, I had a big open call. I grew up watching the original Our Gang and... I had a pretty good Hal Falcon impersonation, and I remember the very first day uh, of filming, I still have this crystal clear memory. Um, I remember strutting into uh, a week, two weeks, I don't really know exactly how long, uh, two men um, from that set began sexually abusing me. Um, and. Uh, I thought a lot about that. I thought a lot about how these predators have some sort of sixth sense for uh, vulnerable kids, right? Uh, or predators uh, of other kinds, you know, having a sixth sense for just vulnerable people. Um, and uh, I remember feeling very angry. I still, I still remember really being consciously aware of the fact that, at least how I perceived it at the time, eight years old, um, that somebody wasn't protecting me, um, that I was, I was supposed to be protected. Um, and that, that went on, the abuse went on from movie to movie, from project to project for uh, quite a few years after that. Rascals. Uh, some of you might have seen it. And as you know, I got the job. I, I had never auditioned for a movie before. and begged the Illuminati to kill me. Made most of her songs since the onset of her career and named most of her albums. If I had to say which celebrity was the biggest, would be a close match between her and Tila Tequila. Made an album and song called Promiscuous. I called an album Loose. She is beyond disgusting and stands to lose much in the end. Not allow this to escape justice in the end.
come a long way since frying chicken at Mary Brown's. This woman is completely devoid of virtue. Nelly Furtado, say it right. This song was made by me and is about my mission to inform. At 310 Nelly also says you should know, space is cloning. Do you really want to go? Check it out. Space is cloning, no mistaking it. I'm the one that originally said it. I'm surprised they didn't exchange the word for something else. TV drama unfolding in our own backyard. This is breaking news. Joe Biden has officially signed an executive order starting the social credit system. Under this social credit system, big business, under the guise of strengthening the federal agency aims to address so-called environmental inequalities that impact communities of color, low-income communities, and indigenous communities. But we all know this is a lie. They're going to start by making these big companies register how much gas, electricity, and other things they're using, and then they're going to roll it out to the public. This is when they're going to start putting taxes on how much power are you consuming, how much fossil fuels are you using, how much electricity are you using, and they're going to say you can only use a certain amount of each. The social credit system will spread. We know what it does in China. And it's going to be a slippery slope towards communism. This is breaking news. Joe Biden has officially signed an executive order starting the social credit system. Under this social credit system, big business, under the guise of Britney Spears attends the cloning center as a REM-driven clone version of herself when she goes to sleep, through the process of consciousness transfer from her original body to her duplicate REM-driven clone. Britney Spears has performed many songs I have made as a REM-driven clone version of myself from the cloning center through the process of consciousness transfer from my original body to my duplicate REM-driven clone. Made all of Britney's songs. The Hit Me Baby was about them smashing me there. I told them to make Britney wear the schoolgirl uniform, cause I knew it'd sell more and keep me from getting tortured again. Britney is no victim like people think. Has clone tortured me herself and is mean as hell. She didn't mind being in assembly line when she was just getting famous. Anything went then. But once famous and rich using Donnie's songs she then wanted out and oh she's so distressed. Being tortured the clone guts out of me personally several times. And when she was bored of it she would have some Nazi freak with no qualms do it for her. She wants me dead so no one finds out how nasty she's been to me and others and where her songs came from. Wants out of cloning but wants me to croak at the grand reveal so I can't add details or sue her. Last night a cloning Britney Spears was the leader of the Kill Donnie campaigners. She cried and sobbed and blubbered out how she would be ruined, how everyone in the world will hate her and others. Saying, Will the real Flim say he's Oh yeah! Maroon 5. Maroon 5.
American pop rock band I made every single song Maroon 5 ever recorded. Mm. I have interacted with the lead singer from Maroon 5, Adam Levine, as REM-driven clone versions of ourselves at the cloning center. Adam Levine knows everything about me, REM-driven cloning, the Illuminati's REM-driven cloning subculture, as well as everything else I have disclosed as a REM-driven clone version of myself unwillingly activated at the cloning center. Against my will, I made the song Misery. song Misery is about my time spent at the cloning center and how I am going to get Queen Elizabeth II back. Word for word I am going to get all the Illuminati members who harmed me as REM-driven clone versions I am going to get all of them Adam Levine is scum. Maroon 5, American pop rock band I made every single song Maroon 5 ever recorded. I have interacted with the lead singer from Maroon 5, Adam Levine, as REM-driven clone versions of ourselves at the cloning center. Adam Levine knows everything about me. REM-driven cloning. Coldplay, British rock band. I have only met the lead singer from Coldplay, Chris Martin, as REM-driven clone versions of ourselves at the cloning center. Moreover, Coldplay does not make anything music-wise. As a REM-driven clone at the cloning center, I had to make the melody, guitar bass, drums, and lyrics for Coldplay's songs, the melody, guitar, bass, and drums etc. was achieved through Mind Voice Technology or MK Ultra Technology. the songs which I made when I was activated as a REM-driven clone at the cloning center. Coldplay had no creative input in the music they play and furthermore, the Illuminati did not allow Coldplay to have any creative input in the music which Coldplay plays. Mm -hmm. I did almost all of the Coldplay songs as a REM-driven clone version of myself at the cloning center, except two non-famous songs by Coldplay. I basically am Coldplay. Chris Martin, lead vocalist of Coldplay. Whenever I talk to Chris Martin as REM-driven clone versions of ourselves at the cloning center, treated me as a dog slave beneath him. Hurry up and spit out my next song or things will get ugly, was the type of interaction we had, as REM-driven clones at the cloning center. rock band I have only met the lead singer from Coldplay, Chris Martin, as REM-driven clone versions of ourselves at the cloning center. Moreover, Coldplay does not make anything music-wise. 
as a radio-driven clone at the cloning center, I had to make the melody, guitar, bass, drums, and lyrics for Coldplay's songs. The melody, guitar, bass, and drums, etc. Paramore, American rock band or Paramore, is a person of religious significance, which the Illuminati rev-driven clones say that I am, and which in actuality is untrue. And I do not endorse such claims. This is why the Illuminati aimed the band that throughout the years I was unwillingly activated as a rem-driven clone version of myself. From the cloning center, I made nearly all the songs the band Paramore have sang. Furthermore, I also made the song The Code. the band Paramore performs, which was used for the movie Twilight, as a soundtrack. Haley Williamore and her band members as rem-driven clone versions were mean to me as rem-driven clone version of myself. In the past, currently, Haley Williams and her band members have left me alone when I was at the cloning center. Paramore, American rock band or Paramore, is a person of religious significance, which the Illuminati rem-driven clones say that I am, and which in actuality is untrue. And I do not endorse such claims. This is why the Illuminati aimed the band that throughout the years I was unwillingly activated as a rem-driven clone version of myself. From the cloning center, I made nearly all the songs the band Paramore have sang. Furthermore, I also made the song The Code. fire update. The building that caught fire is a plastic and battery recycling center. Everyone in a 0.5 mile radius is being told to evacuate. Richmond and chemical fire update. The building that caught fire is a plastic yeah. and battery recycling. Deep underground military bases. Yeah, the uh, underground bases are huge. Some of them have little studios. They ain't nothing. They're big bases, man. Um, shaped like uh, upside down Christmas trees for uh, stability, like uh, structural strength of the of the whole thing, so that you don't have to support the weight of the upper floors. Um, as much. It's a pretty ingenious design, actually, if you're going to build an underground base like that. 
don't know the exact locations of them. They're military bases, like uh, supposedly this Pine Gap in Australia, someplace called Montuk. These are the advertised places. There's a lot of unadvertised places, like there's supposedly a underground military base for every state, sometimes two. The underground bases have connecting tunnels underneath of them, and they go way down deeper. Put that on X Pharisees. The heads of certain religions, they're kind of united in this thing, and they call themselves the Pharisees. The, the richest people in the world are the heads of uh, religious sects. They've been getting donations for thousands of years. They've been getting the gold and jewels for thousands of years. They're the richest people. Buy people's loyalty and ensure their loyalty with fear of man-made hell, death after death and response. They made a collage of a bunch of different prophecies, the Nostradamus prophecies, the Quaternanes, the Revelations, and uh, the Hopi Indian prophecies, Mayan and Aztec prophecies. And they mixed them all together and tried to make some kind of sense of it. These Pharisees, they make the prophecies happen in any way they can to ensure that religion is still a viable business. They flooded New York using harp, making rivers go red. They just made that red cow get born, a red heifer cow. They're trying to put it out there in the public now because they don't know what to do. And they know if they take the first step, they might be killed. So they're using me to take the first step. They want it exposed so that the populace will force them to shut it down. of certain religions, they're kind of united in this thing, and they call themselves the Pharisees. The, the richest people in the world are the heads of uh, religious sects. They've been getting donations for thousands of years. They've been getting the golden jewels for thousands of years. They're the richest people. Buy people's loyalty and ensure their loyalty with fear of man-made hell, death after death and response. They made a collage of a bunch of different prophecies, the Nostradamus prophecies, Quaternanes, the Revelations, and uh, the Hopi Indian prophecies, Mayan and Aztec prophecies, and they mixed them all together and tried to make some kind of sense of it. These Pharisees, they make the prophecies happen in any way they can to ensure that religion is still a viable business. They flooded New York using harp, making rivers go red. They just made that red cow get born, a red heifer cow. They're trying to put it out there in the public now because they don't know what to do and they know if they take the first step they might be killed so they're using me to take the first step they want it exposed so that the populace will force them to shut it down
They want us to shut her down. Groundhog Day effect. One of the functions of the Hadron Collider. This they called the Groundhog Day effect. And this is another reason people don't talk. And they proved it to me because I didn't believe it would work. So what it does, just like the Groundhog movie, it can slam protons, and that makes a set point. Now after that, two, three, four days pass. If anything goes wrong that they don't like in those two, three, or four days, they can bounce time back to that slam date and start over again. Not just the world. The entire universe goes back. It's like a major, major technology they have. Um, Groundhog Day, and they can do this like uh, nine times in a row, but the eighth or ninth time they do it, they're risking having a black hole appear in the Earth somewhere, so they say. So they only do it a maximum of like seven, six, seven times if they have to, where usually once or twice is enough or whatever they want to do. The problem is, if Nicki Minaj came up tomorrow and said, there's this guy, Donald Marshall, he's telling the truth, someone save us, save us, in a news conference or something, they could bounce time backwards to whenever the last time slam, or the proton slam was, like say three days ago, then kill Nicki Minaj in some way, and she would never make that news press conference. So, you know, it's a good deterrent. Oh. Wow. One of the functions of the Hadron Collider, this they called the Groundhog Day effect. And this is another reason people don't talk. And they proved it to me because I didn't believe it would work. So what it does, just like the Groundhog movie, they can slam protons and that makes a set point. Now after that, two, three, four days pass. If anything goes wrong that they don't like in those two, three or four days, they can bounce time back to that slam date and start over again. Not just the world, the entire universe goes back. It's like a major, major technology they have. Um, Groundhog Day, and they can do this like uh, nine times in a row, but the eighth or ninth time they do it, they're risking having a black hole appear in the earth somewhere, so they say. So they only do it a maximum of like seven, six, seven times if they have to, where usually once or twice is enough or whatever they want to do. The problem is, if Nicki Minaj came up tomorrow and said, there's this guy, Donald Marshall, he's telling the truth, someone save us, save us, in a news conference or something, they could bounce time backwards to whenever the last time slam or the proton slam was, like say three days ago, then kill Nicki Minaj in some way, and she would never make that news press conference. So, you know, it's a good deterrent. That's me, Jane.
Keep an open mind. Expecting to uh, be killed, really. If you're just seeing him, that's Donald Marshall. Apparently, or allegedly, let's say allegedly, allegedly he was cloned from the age of five, all right? And he's been forced and tortured at these cloning facilities to make songs for super uber rich and famous celebrities. So some of the musicians and famous people you know probably have a song written by this guy. But nobody knows that. This is something that is deeply hidden by the Illuminati, okay? All right, I know, I lost you. For those of you who are still here, listen up. Donald Marshall released an entire disclosure document on everything you need to know about his experience at these cloning facilities. It definitely sounds crazy. It's definitely a lot of documents. It's definitely a lot of pages, but I'm going to give you a couple pieces from that. Here is one of the most important parts of his disclosure is that we outnumber the Illuminati, okay? By a lot. So don't be scared to talk about this. They stuff want us to shut it down. The only way we're going to end it is if we talk about it. So I'm going to be talking about it. I'll be sharing more videos <sighs> on Donald Marshall and more on cloning. Stay tuned. Keep yeah. an open mind. Expecting to uh, be killed, really. If you're just seeing him, that's Donald Marshall. Apparently, the thing is, what people have to do, it's going to have to be a military thing. Like, the military will have to perform a coup because I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but Obama is down with the world. Okay? Um, Vladimir Putin is down with them. They're all scared. Like, uh, the Illuminati thing is a big united thing, but it's united through fear, basically, right? Because if one person comes out and says, oh, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell, that person dies real quick. And um, then the other people look and go, ooh, I don't want to be the next one, right? But what they're saying about me, uh, with the religious people there, and drones don't want to get X'd out either, so they're really harsh on people that talk about them. Do they, do they have... Do they have any plans for, like, to take over completely and let everybody know, like, come above board with it and make it a known thing? Or they just want to keep themselves secret forever? No, they want it to come out, but there's a lot of factors to it, right? Because you got all the house and stuff, and people are going to want to wipe them across the planet. And it might be what these FEMA coffins are for, you know? And, um... You know, I'm all for that, you know, wipe the house. But uh, then there's also the dead people on ship that are either in a clone or they've stolen someone's body with the chip, right? They don't know what's going to happen to them, and they don't want to be regarded as a host and wiped right along with the house. And they don't know how they're going to be treated once that's known. And also the people that have been doing all these disgusting things to people you know, torturing people for sport and you know, raping children. Um, they know that that's going to be known about eventually because right. once it's safe to talk about, it's going to be a giant rat fest. Everybody's going to be ratting on each other. Nobody likes each other there. They don't hang and stuff. They go there and they act like they're friends with each other, but they don't hang. Like, they're not friends with each other. Um, they don't, they're embarrassed. They don't like to even look at each other in the face in real life because they know what they've been up to and what they've been doing. But, um, they don't want stuff to be known that they've done either. Like, I've detailed 
individual actions and events that have been there. And then I go to cloning and they're all mad at me, like like Beyonce or something. And it's just, why did you say that about me? You just ruined my life. And I'm like, mm, I don't know, you shouldn't mess with me. And, uh, and she's, they're not going to kill me. So, you know, there's only so much they can do. But they can't deter me because I already got tortured, tortured a bunch. And, you know, and it was looking like I was going to die anyway back in 2012. So I pretty much was resigned to the fact that I was doomed. Right? I accepted it. I thought, I'm dead. I'm dead. Other people get killed. They're probably going to kill me for sure. So, you know, I'll do what I can. I'll be remembered well as a hero in the future. And um, at least the stuff will be stopped. Right. And and maybe I can avoid having myself brought back after death for God knows what. The thing is, what people have to do, it's going to have to be a military thing. Like, military will have to perform a coup because, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but Obama is down with the world. Okay? Um, Vladimir Putin is down with them. They're all scared. Fucking like, uh, CIA. video audio thing called mind voice some people call it uh, artificial telepathy people think they have to put suction cups all over the head no when you're a clone there they can just put a chip right in your clone head and read it like that most people formulate things in their own voice in their head once you train with this you can sit in front of a speaker that is dedicated to your own mind voice all right now you can think in your own head a sound, anything. Listen, think in your own head. There was no sound, nobody heard anything, but you put that in your own head, you can make that sound come out of the friggin' speaker. And then you can twist and augment it, change it, add to it. Then you can add a drum line in the background. You can do this with the aid of this chip in your head as a clone. And then there's visuals. The visual thing is harder to explain, but the audio thing is just that. You can sit in front of a speaker and play your own thoughts yourself. They all use me as like the catalyst for like this, they call it the show. They said that I'm like the entertainer there, and it's the most amazing thing how I made a song out of thin air out of nothing. At first, the songs came pretty easy, but then they started to trickle down, so they started to threaten me. So I made more songs, and then they started to torture me clones of me and they just kept on doing that for years and years and years after I'd made like the first 20 then they all started coming like there's numerous cloning stations and certain people go to certain ones there's a video audio thing called mind voice some people call it uh, artificial telepathy. People think they have to put suction cups all over the head. No. When you're a clone there, they can just put a chip right in your clone's head and read it like that. Most people formulate things in their own voice, in their head. Once you train with this, you can sit in front of a speaker that is dedicated to your own mind voice, all right? Now you can think in your own head a sound, anything. Listen. In your own head. There was no sound. Nobody heard anything. But... And, uh, yeah. I'm expecting to, uh, be killed, really. Um, well, hold on. Uh, can I, can I just um, get clarification on something? 
because you said um, that they can't kill you or they won't kill you or something like that before, yeah, okay. but now you're saying they probably will. I don't, I don't, I don't see the, the connection. Okay, we'll get to that part. That's the part that even with the crazy sounding stuff that I've told you already, this is another crazy aspect of it. Okay, I started making songs when I was about five. By the time I was hitting about eight years old, they were saying... Uh, I don't even want to say because it's over the top ridiculous and I don't want to even endorse this uh, stuff that they say, but they said it was possible that I could be um, the comeback Messiah for the end times to save the world. And I said, no, that's not true. I'm just a guy that's going to expose your lizards and your cloning and you guys aren't going to bring me here anymore. But uh, yeah, so how does this How does this relate to you being afraid that they're going to kill you, but also saying that they can't? Well, the thing with the can't, they're saying, they said that, uh, well, a bunch of religious things around the world, including the Vatican, says there, well, not all of the bishops are there, the, the popes, like cronies, the pope's cronies there, um, but not all of them are there, but they're, they said that uh, they think that I'm the next comeback um, Messiah guy. <laughs> and I, as I said, I don't endorse these claims. And a bunch of uh, super... Uh, superstitious, uh, super superstitious people said that if I get killed, that it's going to be in, the end of the world. Uh, and they translated that into saying that if I get killed, people are going to know that all the stuff I'm saying is real and they're going to freak out and the world end faster. Um, but just trying to put it forward in a calm, concise way. So they're, they're saying that I'm the next uh, new age Jesus there. I'm not endorsing this in any way, by the way. There's people on the internet that say this stuff, and they're they're not. They're just crazy people. Um, and I'm not saying it either, but they all say it, and they said I'm in the Nostradamus Prophecies and picture book. They said there's a picture of me in it. Um, and that I'm just going to save the world from something. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to inform the world about the parasitical lizards that the government are letting people get droned. And... Uh, sacrificing people to gods they don't even believe in just so it'll be like some dark evil club that they can all belong to belong to something right and uh it goes back pretty far like long ways the thing with me how i can talk about it they're not going to kill me because i've done like so many songs right and they said that it would uh it would be really strange to not have me around now because they're really familiar with me now. They're, someone said they're like really attached to me. They wouldn't want to kill me. But other people, they will. Like, I'm probably, well, I thought they were going to kill me back in like 2012. But then, and they hinted that they would because they didn't want me to say certain things. But then I just said it all anyway. And then they said, uh, well, we were never going to kill you. You're a very special person in the world. So everyone else is pretty much following along the ones that are brave enough to, that are there. And, uh, yeah, I'm expecting to uh, be killed, really. Um, well, hold on. Can I, can I just um, get clarification on something? Because you said um, that they can't kill you or they won't. There's a lot of stuff underground. Like, I'm not certain of everything that's down there, though, because I haven't been down there. Um, like, I've been in bases and stuff, but I never ran around in caverns and hollow earth or anything. But they say that that's what it's like, but, you know, I have to have things proven to me before I believe anything, but 
Uh, there's... I didn't know, but... There are things from space, too. Um, a lot of the aliens are lizard in biology. But there's, like... I've met, like, six or seven different kinds that are just lizard kind. But the thing is, there's, um... Birds and lizards are very closely related, and there's a certain kind, these Anunnaki's, right? Uh, they have different names, too, uh, Draconians and everything. Uh, some of them are like half bird, half lizard. Like, this is what David Wilcox was saying, that he was going to lie, too. He never, ever comes back at me and tries to say that, you know, I'm making this up about him. Me and him met there. We spoke, like, I spoke to many of these truthers, and there, there's a lot of them there. They wanted me to be all down in this plan where, well, some of them want to do the right thing and tell the truth about everything, but they'd be killed, right? Um, and, well, they, a lot of them have seen aliens, like David Wilcock has seen this really, really tall lizard bird type that says that his name is Amon Ray. People think that Amon, I thought it was Amon Ra my entire life. Um, it's not. He told me himself it's Ray. <laughs> and I said, I told him, I'm like, it's, it sounds so much cooler being Ra, though. He goes, it's Ray, though. <laughs> that, he doesn't that, have much of a sense of humor. Is that the um, bird one that, they, that you see in the... Uh, but is it like the blue, the head of a bird and, and the body of a... Oh, yeah, that's a, not an accurate depiction. Um, there's, I, I should have had, like, maybe some pictures done or something, but there's an accurate, accurate picture of him himself and other ones. There are these um, ancient Sumerian rock carvings that are really, really detailed, and they look just like that. Now, mind you, some of them look more bird, and some of them look more lizard. And some of them are a mix of the two. Like, um, some of them have, like, a big beak like that. But, uh, some of them have, like, a elongated snout with, like, a small little beak on the end. It looks really weird. Um, they used, and when they get old, they live way longer than humans. This, uh, lizard physiology lives longer, like... When they get old, they get really, really ugly. And the thing is, they're ashamed of their appearance, right? Um, they even put some old ones, what old ones look like, in the movie called The Dark Crystal with uh, the Jim Henson made. Oh, I remember that. Those Skeksis. Yeah. They, they end up looking like those Skeksis. Their feathers come out, they fall out, and... Uh, the, the gravity gravity is hard on them and they get all stooped over like that and uh, they look just like that when they're old some worse than others there's a lot of stuff underground like I'm not certain of everything that's down there though because I haven't been down there um, like I've been in bases and stuff but I never ran around in caverns and hollow earth or anything but they say that that's what it's like but you know I have to have things proven to me before I believe anything, but uh, there's, I didn't know, but 
there are things from space too. Um, a lot of the aliens are lizard in biology. But there's like, I've met like six or seven different kinds that are just lizard kind. But the thing is, there's um, birds and lizards are very closely related. And there's a certain kind, these Anunnaki's, right? Uh, they have different names too, uh, draconians and everything. Uh, some of them are like half bird, half lizard. Like this is what David Wilcox was saying that he was going to lie too. He never ever comes back at me and tries to say that, you know, I'm making this up about him. Me and him met there. We spoke. Like I spoke to many of these truthers, and there, there's a lot of them there. They wanted me to be all down in this plan where, well, some of them want to do the right thing and tell the truth about everything, but they'd be killed, right? Um, and, well, they, a lot of them have seen aliens, like David Wilcock has seen this really, really tall lizard bird type that says that his name is Amon Ray. People think that Amon I thought it was Amon Ra my entire life. Um, it's not. He told me himself it's Ray. <laughs> and I said, I told him, I'm like, it's, it sounds so much cooler being Ra, though. He goes, it's Ray, though. <laughs> that, he doesn't that, have much of a sense of humor. Is that the um, bird one that they that you see in the, uh, what is it, like the blue, the head of a bird and body of a... Oh, yeah, that's uh, not an accurate depiction. Um, there's, I, I should have had, like, maybe some pictures done or something, but there's an accurate, accurate picture of him himself and other ones. There are these um, ancient Sumerian rock carvings that are really, really detailed, and they look just like that. Now, mind you, some of them look more bird, and some of them look more lizard, and some of them are a mix of the two. Like, um, some of them have, like, a big beak like that, but, uh, some of them have, like, a elongated snout with, like, a small little beak on the end. It looks really weird. Um, they used, and when they get old, they live way longer than humans. There's, uh, lizard physiology lives longer, like, when they get old, they get really, really ugly. And the thing is... They're ashamed of their appearance, right? Um, they even put some old ones, what old ones look like, in the movie called The Dark Crystal, with uh, the Jim Henson made. Oh, I remember that. Those Skeksis. Yeah. They, they end up looking like those Skeksis. Their feathers come out, they fall out, and uh, the, the gravity, gravity is hard on them, they get all stooped over like that. And uh, they look just like that when they're old, some worse than others. There's a lot of stuff underground. Like, I'm not certain of everything that's down there, though, because I haven't been down there. Um, like, I've been in bases and stuff, but I never ran around in caverns and hollow earth or anything. But they say that that's what it's like, but, you know, I have to have things proven to me before I believe anything. But uh, there's... I didn't know, but there are things from space, too. Um, a lot 
of the aliens are lizard in biology. But there's like, I've met like six or seven different kinds that are just lizard kind. But the thing is, there's um, birds and lizards are very closely related. And there's a certain kind, these Anunnaki's, right? Uh, they have different names too, uh, draconians and everything. Uh, some of them are like half bird, half lizard. Like this is what David Wilcox was saying that he was going to lie too. He never ever comes back at me and tries to say that, you know, I'm making this up about him. Me and him met there. We spoke, like I spoke to many of these truthers and there, there's a lot of them there. They wanted me to be all down in this plan where, well, some of them want to do the right thing and tell the truth about everything, but they'd be killed, right? Um, and, well, they, a lot of them have seen aliens, like David Wilcock has seen this really, really tall lizard bird type that says that his name is Amon Ray. People think that Amon I thought it was Amon Ra my entire life. Um, it's not. He told me himself it's Ray. <laughs> and I said, I told him, I'm like, it's, it sounds so much cooler being Ra, though. He goes, it's Ray, though. <laughs> that, he doesn't that, have much of a sense of humor. Is that the um, bird one that they that you see in the, uh, what is it, like the blue, the head of a bird and body of a... Oh, yeah, that's uh, not an accurate depiction. Um, there's, I, I should have had, like, maybe some pictures done or something, but there's an accurate, accurate picture of him himself and other ones. There are these um, ancient Sumerian rock carvings that are really, really detailed, and they look just like that. Now, mind you, some of them look more bird, and some of them look more lizard, and some of them are a mix of the two. Like, um, some of them have, like, a big beak like that, but, uh, some of them have, like, a elongated snout with, like, a small little beak on the end. It looks really weird. Um, they used, and when they get old, because they live way longer than humans, this, uh, lizard physiology lives longer, like, when they get old, they get really, really ugly. And the thing is, they're ashamed of their appearance, right? Um, they even put some old ones, what old ones look like, in the movie called The Dark Crystal, with uh, the Jim Henson made. Oh, I remember that. Those Skeksis. Yeah. They, they end up looking like those Skeksis. Their feathers come out, they fall out, and uh, the, the gravity, gravity is hard on them, they get all stooped over like that. And uh, they look just like that when they're old. Some worse than others. There's a lot of stuff underground. Like, I'm not certain of everything that's down there, though, because I haven't been down there. Um, like, I've been in bases and stuff, but I never ran around in caverns and hollow earth or anything. But they say that that's what it's like, but, you know, I have to have things proven to me before I believe anything. But uh, there's... I didn't know, but there are things from space, too. Um, a lot of the aliens are lizard in biology.
but there's like I've met like six or seven different kinds that are just lizard kind. But the thing is, there's um, birds and lizards are very closely related, and there's a certain. Oh no! I was I've been listening to Clark Payne Seven, uh, the Navigator Who Crossed the Ice Walls Part Two. What's up, man? Y'all ready to get some more of this William Morris, the navigator who crossed the ice walls? Let's get into it. This here is actually an old map uh, depicting the known land before the last reset. So if you look along the old, old, old maps, they don't, the ice wall right there, it's not an ice wall. And there's animals and all kinds of stuff on it. It's pretty wild. So they finally finalized the details for the departure, departure date. It'll be November 14th. His mysterious partner, Flint, as he introduced himself, would also join the team. My boat will be ready even a month before. Those were days of so much anxiety and little sleep. A lot of reading and meetings with the team about the trip we were planning, because it's a pretty serious trip, obviously. We fantasized about the most incredible adventures, but in reality, was about to surpass anything we could ever imagine, basically. Flint had a briefcase, which he opened as soon as he entered on top of the table. Inside, there were many documents, and among them, he took out kind of an ancient manuscript and began to recite part of it. Then by demand, I subscribe in major importance, here by desire of our lords that the doors of knowledge be closed to those who refuse to be part of our glorious path in liberties granted. The text went on for several more lines, and then at the end, the so-called poem Regis was recited. As soon as he finished his reading, I commented that it seemed that he was in some kind of initiation rite. <clears throat> in that, Flint says, Exactly, comrade. Precisely those who did not pass this initiation are the marginalized. Better said, we are the marginalized. What? <laughs> Flint, I demanded, please explain a little more. I'm not understanding anything. What does this text mean and what does it have to do with our trip? Look, Flint commented, I'm going to explain a little of the situation. This manuscript belongs to the custodians. Oh, oh yeah, the custodians. Like, uh, those are like the the gods, whatever, as anyways, as well as we call them, the sun gods, oh, look at there, and they found out about your trip through uh, Captain Butler, the high spears are, are aware of it, and it does not make them happy, this manuscript raises that they would not let anyone leave these lands by demand of the lords, the situation could not get any worse, an adventure that was already risky enough due to the harsh weather and everything that could happen to us, you know, natural events and whatnot, and this, the custodians, who are the custodians, I asked. Flint went around in circles, and his strange friend opened his mouth for the first time, interrupting. He commented that these custodians were not happy about our trip. Flint then suggested that we cancel it. It wasn't worth risking our lives. He said this is a, he said it with a life-threatening tone. That's when <laughs> that's when I invited then wait, that's when I then invited them to leave my house immediately. Sorry, y'all. And this right here, this is just a book that somebody said was good. I've never read it. I have no idea, but that's the custodians. Yep. His strange friend looked at me defiantly, and they left. After a few minutes, I tried to communicate with Captain Butler to ask him what was happening and comment on the situation of this strange visit. Butler never answered, neither that day nor the following ones. I gathered the emergency team to analyze how to continue. This travel plan was becoming dark and sinister already, and we hadn't even left yet. But an inner force pushed me to continue. The passage to other lands was becoming even more real, but also more dangerous. Oh, it's getting good now. 
We met with the whole team. Butler was not there. Nobody knew about him for weeks. He was missing. I told them the whole sequence about the visit of Flint and his partner, also about the manuscript. Walter said he had heard something about the custodians, but he was not sure who they really were or even if they really existed or if they were some kind of secret organization. The situation was not all that encouraging. Butler did not show up, and the plan without him seemed impossible to carry out. Besides the risk, besides the risk, it just seemed it just seems crazy. We made the decision to postpone the trip again until we could find Butler. We would try again to find him at his home the next day. As expected, we were unable to find Butler, and the chances of the trip were being destroyed by the minute. November 14th arrived. With the plan already canceled, someone knocked at my door, and to my total surprise, it was Captain Butler with provisions, maps, and everything necessary to leave. He commented to me as if nothing had ever happened. It's time to leave, comrade. I asked him I asked him many, many times where he had gone, what happened. He just looked at me very coldly every time he commented it was to be expected. I had to hide for security and priority of the, to protect the documents needed for the plan, especially this map. When I found I was unfolding it on the table in my living room, it was huge. There was land I'd never seen before. Butler ordered me to assemble the team. We had to leave today. So this right here, or if you look right here, that's the Ancestral Republic. We haven't gotten there yet, but that's where they're headed, pretty much. So they're going to pop out here. Anyways, let me keep reading. Sorry. I get excited, man. I asked him if he knew the, knew, knew the custodians, and he told me that there was a lot he had to tell. The story is not what we were once told, William. The creators of the pyramids in another race, as they also call them, the custodians, have no interest in us crossing the South Pole. He told me that they found out about our travel plan via Flint, who had betrayed him, and that the trip had to be made today or we would never be able to make it. He also commented that we would have plenty of time later to get more details about everything I was wanting to know. So I hurried to gather the whole team. Once we were all together, we left the port of Charleston. We had a few stops before reaching the frozen areas of the south. So I'm going to stop right there. And look, like I said, y'all, this microphone, I'm getting used to holding it here. I'm going to get one on my desk so I can put it and not have to worry about holding it the whole time. You know what I mean? And trying to read the book at the same time. But I, I really, really can't thank y'all enough for all the support, man. And I might have been yelling and loud earlier in the video. And, you know, I was in construction for 15 years, so my hearing is not always the best. That's probably why I'm always like, hey, y'all see this when I'm doing videos. But uh, anyways, man, love y'all. Thank y'all very much. And, uh, yeah, y'all have a good night. Rudge. <clears throat> the year is 1976. An Iranian F-4 Phantom fighter jet engages an unidentified flying object. The UFO is projecting multicolored strobe lights when suddenly it releases an object that shoots toward the Iranian pilots. The pilot gets a lock on the object, but before it can be destroyed, the planes... A large number of the jokes in most of our popular magazines where they print cartoons have to do with father as a clown, whereas mom has to handle the real problems of the family and is, is therefore the realist in the picture. Dad is a clown. Why? Because he goes away to a mysterious place called the office or the factory, in which the family as such have no part and no real interest. 
And it brings back a thing called money. And they want more of it, see, back at home. They don't care how you get it. Just so long as you bring it back. Because they're not interested in what you as a man do. And when you come back from the various rat races in which you are engaged making money, you're supposed to be a good pal to the children. Play with them, look after your wife, and appreciate what she's done all during the day. But they have no interest in what you do. They couldn't care less. And furthermore, you as a father, you as a mother, are expected to live for your children. Americans have an enormous sense of guilt because they have not done right by their children. And they're trying more and more to do right by their children. The difficulty is that the family as an institution is not surviving in industrial culture. It is an institution designed for an agrarian culture. It's fascinating to notice today the transition from agrarian to industrial culture in a country like Japan, where it's been extremely rapid. Let's take the craft of carpentry in Japan. The Japanese have been some of the best carpenters in the world. Absolutely marvelous. Knowing how to make the most complex joinery constructions without even using a blueprint. Doing it by feel and by eye. In order to train a person to do this kind of carpentry, he has to begin to learn when he's seven years old. But as it is now, because Japan has transferred to being an industrial culture. You may not bring up your child in your profession as a carpenter. You have to send the child to school where it can learn to be an insurance salesman. The child gets through school, goes through high school. When the child gets out, it's not interested in carpentry, it's interested in girls. Has to fool around with that for a while and then get married and then begin to learn the carpenter's trade and it's too late to be anything but somebody who follows a blueprint. Therefore, this marvelous craft, which the Japanese cultivated for centuries, is being lost. For what? The man in the family has to go away and earn a living that has absolutely no relation to his living relationship with his wife and his children. And therefore, naturally, He's regarded as a clown. When he comes home, he's not really a very good pal to his children because the children would find a real relationship with their father in joining in his work with him. Every little child wants to join in his parents' work. They go into the kitchen. They would much rather play with the pots and pans than anything else. They want to help. They naturally want to join in, but they cannot. And therefore, instead of being allowed to join in with the real work of their parents, they are given propitiatory objects called toys. You may have a toy stove. You may have toys, dolls, and pretend that they're babies. You may not actually look after the baby, because there might be an accident. And the children are not satisfied with this. They are absolutely frustrated with it, because all these toys fall apart in a hurry. They don't really work. They don't do what's expected of them. They are not real. The child knows they're not real. And so as the whole educational process continues, they are educated for unreality, for non-entity. So this is what we do. We send a child into kindergarten, make him literate, 
more or less. Run, spot, run. And then the, the inducement is, if you, if you learn this, you'll get into first grade. Wowee, if you do well there, you'll get into second grade. And so, some of the kind of a come on, see? You'll go through the step-by-step -step educational process. There's going to be a big event when you get out of grade school to go to high school. It's, 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 the pace is coming on, see? And uh, you're going to get step-by-step -step up to high school because of something at the end of the line. You haven't got it yet. There's a thing coming. Go to college. Whew. Made it that far. And step by step you go on, then you get to graduate school. But if you if you don't get into graduate school so that you can just stay in the academic scheme of things, you go into business. That's getting out into the world. That's graduation. See, now you're really, you're an adult. And then the first thing is you get into a sales meeting. What they say is, make that quota. And if you do, they're going to give you a higher quota. And if that thing is at the end of the line, it's there, and all the advertisements say, well, by the time you earn this and get that, you'll be able to have the right kind of car, the right kind of speedboat, the right kind of track lot, the right kind of clothes and everything, the right kind of drinks. And uh, you, you'll be there. And uh, finally, you, you work along at this, you're earnest. And uh, about the year of 45, you end up as vice president of the company. You say, I've arrived. I'm there. <laughs> I feel vaguely cheated because I feel just the same as I always felt. I'm there, but I haven't caught up with that thing I was always promised. And suddenly an insurance man comes around and says, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're going to retire at 65. And we've got a program for you. So that uh, you'll, you'll be just right. When you're 65, you'll be able to drop all this business and do what you really want to do. <laughs> that time you're not interested. <laughs> Prostate trouble, bad teeth. So, you, you know, you end up feeling you've been cheated. And the reason was simply this. That education was regarded as a process of preparation for something which never happened. Never is going to happen. But it was, you were always getting prepared for life. The real education is an entirely different thing. Education, in the real sense, is not preparation for life. It is actually living. It is the child participating in adult concerns and doing it now and realizing that the point of the process in which the child is engaged is not to prepare the child for the future, but to enjoy doing the thing today. Because the whole point is that there is no point whatsoever in making plans for the future except for those people who are capable of living in the present. If you are not capable of living in the present, plans are useless. Because when those plans come to fruition, you will be incapable of enjoying that fruition. But it seems to me that the absolute point of any educational system that has any worth whatsoever is the progressive allowing of children who participate in activities that adults consider real and important. And that should begin very early. Supposing you are making money in a factory, producing something worthless and trashy, but it pays. And you justify this on the grounds that it will give you money to bring up your children to do something better than you are doing. You are fooling yourself. Because your child will copy you. And if you exist simply 
to bring up your children for something better than you have, then your children will do nothing but exist to bring up their children to do something better than they have. And they'll always be frustrated. If, on the other hand, you are doing something in life, you have a vocation, a work which you're doing, which you are really interested in and which you thoroughly enjoy. And it's this that you live for and not for your children. Then your children will catch your enthusiasm and they, in turn, will find something that they can live for and be really interested in and, in turn, their children will become interested in. You should not live for the good of your children. You should live for your own good. And then your children will learn from your example how to live. I'm Mark Watts, your host, and today's talk is On Being God, which was recorded in 1971 in New York City at a conference on Western therapy and Eastern religions. Like last week's talk, Zen Bones, it's a big hall presentation given to hundreds of people who attended the conference, and in it my father explores both Western therapy and Western religions in relationship to the mystical experiences or altered states that are the basis of Eastern religions. He points out that neither Western therapy nor Western religions are particularly equipped to deal with individuals who've had these experiences. And in the course of the talk, he invites everyone there to participate with him in a clinical experiment in which he positions himself as a patient who's had one of these experiences and believes himself to be God and invites the audience to ask any questions they like. The results are lively, times hilarious, and definitely enlightening as he pivots from idea to idea and question to question and delivers a remarkable performance. And now here's Alan Watts in On Being God. Between Western psychology, psychiatry, and psychotherapy, and the so-called religions of Asia, there is common ground because both are interested in changing states of human consciousness. Whereas institutional Western religion, Christianity, Judaism, and even Islam, are relatively less interested in this matter. Western religions are more concerned with behavior, doctrine, and belief than with any transformation of the way in which we are aware of ourselves and of the world. But this matter concerns psychiatry and psychology very much. Only those states of consciousness which are not normal are usually treated in Western psychology as being in some way sick. There are, of course, exceptions to this, and there have increasingly been exceptions in the work of Jung, and to some extent even of Grodek, 
of Prinzhorn, of more modern people, Rogers and Ronald Lang. Changing consciousness is often looked upon as a form of therapy. But in general, different states of consciousness from the normal are regarded as a form of sickness. And therefore, official and institutional psychiatry constitutes itself the guardian of sanity and of socially approved experience of reality. And very often it seems to me that reality appears rather much the way the world is seen on a bleak Monday morning <laughs> in this official doctrine. I might even say dogma of what reality is. Because after all, we know that our science, such as it is of psychology, is founded in the scientific naturalism of the 19th century. And the metaphysical and mythological assumptions of that science still underlie a great deal of psychological thinking in behaviorism eminently, but also to a large extent in official psychoanalysis. Indeed, one might say that psychoanalysis is based on Newtonian mechanics and in fact could be called psychohydraulics. <laughs> Not that that analogy is altogether uh, inappropriate because there are certainly respects in which our psychic life flows and exhibits the dynamics of water. But of course, we want to know what kind of water. And for the scientific naturalism of the 19th century, the basic energies of nature were considered to be very much inferior to human consciousness in quality. Ernst Haeckel, a biologist of that time, would think of the energy of the universe as blind energy. And correspondingly, it seems to me that Freud thought of the libido as essentially blind, unconscious energy, embodying only a kind of formless, unstructured, and insatiable lust. This is a generalization. Some modification in that thinking is, of course, possible. But the tendency is to regard all that which lies below the surface of human consciousness as being less evolved, because you must remember that this was also the time of Darwin's theories of evolution, of seeing the human mind as a fortuitous development from much more primitive forms of life coming forth by purely mechanical processes, by natural selection and by the survival of the fittest. And therefore, man was in general seen as a fluke of nature, an embodiment of reason, emotion, and values for which the more basic processes of nature 
had no sympathy and about which they did not care. If, therefore, the human race is to flourish, we must take charge of evolution. It can no longer be left to spontaneous process, but must be directed by human ingenuity, despite the fact that although our brains are capable of dealing with a colossal number of variables at once, our conscious attention is not. Most people cannot consider more than three variables at the same time without using a pencil. And this shows that in many ways, the scanning process of man's conscious attention is very inadequate for dealing with the infinitely many variables, the multidimensional processes of the natural universe. However, a serious attempt has been made and scientific naturalism issued in a fantastic fight with nature. In this whole notion of the conquest and subordination of nature, which has, as a matter of fact, very ancient, non-scientific and biblical origins, with the idea of man as the head and chief and ruler of nature in the image of God. And the time has now dawned upon us all when our attempts to beat nature into submission are having alarming results. Because we see that it's very dangerous to mess around with processes that we don't understand, that have enormous numbers of variables, and we begin to wonder whether we hadn't better let well enough alone. At the same time, although I said that Western psychology had more in common or more common interest with Oriental religion than it does with Western religion, there is a sense in which psychiatry and psychotherapy are becoming the religion of the West. Psychoanalysis has much in common with the forms and procedures of institutional religion. There is, for example, apostolic succession. <laughs> the passing down of mana, of qualified power to practice therapy from the father founder, Sigmund Freud, through his immediate apostles, to an enormous company of archbishops and bishops. <laughs> Among whom there are, of course, as there were with Christianity, heresiarchs, such as Jung and Grodek and Rank and Reich, and uh, the, the heresiarchs are duly excommunicated and anathematized. <laughs> there are rituals, as there are also rituals with religion. There is the sacrament of the couch. <laughs> there is the spiritual discipline of free association. There is the mystic knowledge of the interpretation of dreams. And are, there are also the two great symbolic fetishes, 
the long one and the round one. <clears throat> now it's extraordinarily easy to make fun of all this. And we must not forget that we owe a tremendous debt to Freud, if for nothing else than pointing out that that much of ourselves of which we are aware in terms of the conscious ego is not really ourselves. It is something superficial. However we define its nature, it is superficial. And the realities of human life are not under the gaze of its scanning process, at least not in the ordinary way. And that was a tremendous revelation. There's no question about that. But one sees troublesome signs when the doctrines and processes of psychiatry, psychoanalysis, and so forth become officialized. And I think Thomas Sass, in his books, The Myth of Mental Illness and the Manufacture of Madness, is pointing out something extremely important to us which is that, in effect, the psychological official of today is the priest, and that he is beginning to exercise the same sort of controls over human life as were exercised by the church in the Middle Ages. So that a professor of psychiatry at Columbia or Harvard or Yale medical schools has today the same sort of intellectual re respectability and authority as the professor of theology at the University of Toledo or Padua would have had in the year 1400. Now you must realize that the theologians of those days not simply believed in their cosmology and the theology, they almost knew it was true in the same way that our scientists know certain things to be true. Despite the fact that they change their opinions very often, while they hold them, they have in effect the force of dogma, as witness the anathematization of Velikovsky for his uncomfortable ideas. And therefore, there are heresies existing today which are persecuted in the same way as heresies were persecuted by the Holy Inquisition. And they are persecuted out of kindness in exactly the same way that the Holy Inquisition persecuted heresy out of kindness and deep concern for human beings. That is unimaginable to us, but it was so. For after all, if you seriously believe that someone who did not hold the Catholic faith and who voluntarily rejected it would be tortured physically and spiritually forever and ever and ever in hell, you would resort to almost any means to preserve a fellow human being from such a fate. Especially if the complaint or disease of heresy from which he suffered was infectious. 
you would first of all reason with him. And if he was not responsive to reason, you would resort to abuse and to forceful argument. And if he was not responsive to that, you would give him shock treatment and bang him about. If that didn't work, the thumb screw and the rack and the iron maiden. And if that didn't work as a last desperate result, you would burn him at the stake in the pious hope that in the midst of those searing fires, he would think better and make a last act of perfect contrition and so be rescued from everlasting damnation. And you did all this in the spirit of this is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. In the spirit of a surgeon who is very, very sorry indeed that he has to uh, make you undergo this extremely painful operation. But it is in your best interests and there really is at least a 50-50 chance that you may survive. And so therefore in perfectly scientific medical spirit, People may be very arbitrarily and without due process deprived of their civil rights, incarcerated in prisons that are in many cases much worse than prisons for criminals, and generally left to rot, be neglected and ignored, and when bumptious, given shock treatment or put in solitary confinement. For what? Because they have unorthodox and heretical states of consciousness. A lot of these people are not dangerous until provoked into being dangerous by being ignored, by being treated as machines, and in generally defined as non-human. And if you are defined as non-human, there's precious little you can do about it. Because everything you say that sounds human will be taken as a kind of utterance of a mechanical man, as imitating humanness out of lunatic cunning. You will be suspicious. Everything you say will be listened to in a different way and with different ears. And you will have one hell of a time talking yourself out of it. Because there really are no rules as to what one must do when incarcerated for having unorthodox consciousness. There is no clear road to repentance. And this is found likewise in jails, where people are incarcerated on one to ten year sentences, as in places like Vacaville, California, where when I visited such prisons, young men have come to me in perfect desperation, saying, I don't know what's happened to me, because I want to uh, live like a decent citizen. I know I've done things that are wrong, but I simply don't know what, I, what is expected of me here. If I try to do what's expected, they say I'm compliant. And that seems to be some sort of a sickness. Thomas Sass drew attention to this when he quoted a discussion of the types of school children who may very well need therapy. There were overachieving children. There were underachieving children. There were children who exhibited erratic patterns. There were children who were sort of dully mediocre. In fact, every sort of child can be given a diagnostic name for his behavior, which sounds sick. As Jung once suggested, life itself 
is a disease with a very poor prognosis. It lingers on for years and invariably ends with death. <laughs> and I submit that in our present knowledge of the human mind, such power in the hands of psychiatrists is amazingly dangerous. For I would suggest that today we know about as much concerning the human mind as we knew about the galaxy in 1300. <clears throat> and that while there are indeed individuals who are certainly able to perform psychotherapy, it is the sheerest arrogance for anybody to say that he is officially qualified to do so. We do not know how it is done, just as we do not know, really, how musical, artistic, and literary genius is done. You cannot really teach it. You can put the tools for doing these things into people's hands, and you can show them how to use the tools. But whether they will use those tools with genius is quite unpredictable. And this is above all true of the art of psychotherapy. We don't know how it's done. We've got some vague ideas. There probably are some people who, by reason of their mental derangement, are probably not qualified to perform it because they are maybe out just to make other people into messes. But to say that there are certain standards and certain examinations that can be passed and certificates that could be issued, which do indeed qualify people for this work, is, I think, pernicious nonsense. <coughs> and is used, of course, out of economic self-interest when those who consider themselves official therapists run into competition. The same was done by religion. I was talking, imagine it, to a Buddhist priest in Thailand some years ago. I was looking at some books in a bookshop in the precincts of the Buddhist temple. And I was wandering over and uh, I noticed a book on a certain form of Buddhist meditation. And I murmured, hmm, Satipatthana, which is the name of a certain kind of Buddhist meditation. And uh, a voice suddenly said to me, you practice Satipatthana? I looked up, and there was a skinny Buddhist monk in a yellow robe with rather red eyes looking at me. I said, not exactly Satipatthana. I use a different method. It's called Zen. Oh, Satipatthana, not Zen. I said, oh, well, it's something like it, isn't it? No. Well, it's rather like yoga, I said, isn't it? Not yoga. No. Satipatthana, different. Only right way. <laughs> well, look, I said to him, I have a lot of Roman Catholic friends who tell me that their way is the only right way. Who am I to believe? You know, I said, you know, you're like someone who's got a, uh, a ferry boat for crossing the river. I used a Buddhist simile. And another fellow down the stream has opened up ferry business. And you go to the government and say, he's not authorized to operate a ferry boat because he's competition to you. Let all operate ferry boats who will. And if you haven't got the sense to stay off one that sinks, it's your fault. <laughs> and after all, I could say to him, you believe that everything that happens to you is your own karma. So why worry? But now, it's so interesting that since 
official psychiatry, and I underline that word official because I hope those of you in this audience who are therapists will regard yourselves as unofficial. <laughs> Lisa, that'll give you an out. <laughs> but nevertheless, official psychiatry has curious things in common with Western religion as well as with Eastern. With Eastern, I said, only insofar as it has an interest in states of consciousness and inclines to regard other states of consciousness than the ordinary as sick. But it has one very important feature in common with Western religion. And to that, we have to go a little bit into Western religious history and ask ourselves what in Western religion, and especially in Christianity, and this goes also for Judaism, Islam, what is the great heresy? Curiously enough, the great heresy was first in the West committed by no less a person than Jesus Christ, who believed himself to be God. This, of course, will be unquestionably true if you think that the Gospel of St. John has historical value. It's a little vaguer in the Synoptic Gospels, but if you read the Gospel of St. John, there is absolutely no doubt about it, for he said, I and the Father are one. He who has seen me has seen the Father. Before Abraham was, I am. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. He said all that, according to this gospel. And that is something that in the Western world, you are not supposed to say. And especially, you are not supposed to believe it. <laughs> and actually, it was very difficult for Jesus, because he was saying all this in the context of the Hebrew culture. And he tried to find language in the Hebrew scriptures with which to express his state of consciousness. Because he had an unusual state of consciousness. As I read it, he had cosmic consciousness, otherwise known as mystical experience, otherwise known as moksha, nirvana, bodhi, satori, fana elvana, or what you will. And that happens to people. It has happened as far back as we know. It happens all over the world and in all cultures. We don't know very much about it. We don't really know ways in which to make it happen because it seems to be of the nature of it that it is a spontaneous surprise. But it unquestionably happens. And most people keep their mouths shut about it when it does. I had a friend who in the middle of having a stroke had this illumination. And he said to me, I fear to speak to my friends of this, but it was the most beautiful experience. I shall never be afraid of death. In fact, I recommend everyone to have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> this was my friend Jean Varda, lately deceased Greek painter. But Jesus certainly had this transformation of consciousness. And he was crucified for it. 
Why? Because he had committed an act of insubordination and treason against the cosmic government. Because if you believe that God is a monarch, an absolute omniscient and omnipotent authority, shall we say a sort of cosmic ego, then to claim to be that is to introduce democracy into the kingdom of heaven, to use up divine authority, and to speak in its name without proper authorization. And they asked Jesus, by what authority do you speak, of heaven or of men? And he was tricky about answering that one. He said, by what authority did John the Baptist speak? And they were nervous about answering that one. He could have asked, by what authority did Isaiah speak, etc., or Moses. But Moses became official authority. And if you could wangle it that what you said was simply an extension of what Moses said, because Rabbi so-and-so said it, who got it from Rabbi so-and-so, who got it from Rabbi so-and-so, who got it from Moses, then it's okay. Notice this. That to be an authority today in the academic world depends on documentation. It's not enough to say, for I say unto you, you must put in your footnotes. And the more the footnotes, the more the authority, obviously. <laughs> so, our dissertations tend to be books about books, about books about books, and our libraries multiply by mitosis. <laughs> so, when somebody speaks as an authority, that means speaks as the author. That's all it means. It's a statement for which you, of which you are the author, and therefore for which you assume responsibility. That is to speak with authority. And to be original is likewise not to be freaky, but to speak from the origin. That is what Christians mean when they say to speak in the spirit to have your mouth possessed by the Holy Spirit, as they believe the mouth of Jesus was possessed by the Holy Spirit. So the gospel of Jesus, which of course was hushed up from its inception, was that wake up everybody and find out who you are. Asking that, again in the gospel of St. John, they pointing to his disciples, may be one, even as you, Father, and I are one. And when he was accused of blasphemy, the Jews took up stones to stone him, you know. And he said, many good works have I shown you from the Father, and from which of these do you stone me? And they said, for a good work we don't stone you, but for blasphemy, because you being a man make yourself God. Now listen to the reply. He said, is it not written in your law, I have said ye are gods? And if that is what the scripture says, it can't be denied. So why do you tell me I blaspheme because I say I am a son of God? No answer. Because I said I am a son of God. It doesn't say that in your King James translation. It says I am the son of God. 
and you'll see the V italicized, and you will think that that is for emphasis if you don't realize that passages in italics in the King James Bible are interpolations by the translators. So, son of, in Hebrew and in Arabic, means of the nature of. When we call someone a son of a bitch, we mean bitchy. And so if you call someone a son of God, you mean divine. Of the nature of God. As the Nicene Creed subsequently defined it, he is of one substance with the Father. But what happened was that this being blasphemy for the Jews, it became blasphemy for the Christians, for anyone else than Jesus to say it. They said, okay, baby, it was so with you, but there it stops. No more of this business. And as a result of that, Jesus was made irrelevant by pedestalization, by being kicked upstairs. In spite of the fact that he said, greater works than these that I do, shall you do? Oh no, upstairs with you, baby, because uh, we just can't have that sort of thing going on in a monarchical universe. We're not going to have democracy in the kingdom of heaven. So this is why the gospel is impossible, because we are supposed to follow the example of Christ where he says, for example, be not anxious for the morrow. Do not worry about what you shall eat, what you shall drink, and what you shall wear. God will take care of you. Doesn't he take care of the birds? Don't the flowers grow? They're wonderful. They're crazy. They're great. What are you worrying about? I've never heard a sermon preached on that. Never. Because it's totally subversive. The economy would crash. <laughs> So they say, oh, yes, that's all very well, but he was the boss's son. <laughs> See, he had that colossal advantage. Take up your cross and follow him. Hey, but wait a minute. I don't know I'm going to be resurrected three days later. I can't do all those miracles. He had an unfair advantage. So how can you ask us to follow the example of Christ? But supposing he didn't have an unfair advantage. Supposing that what was true about Jesus as a son of God is true of us. Only, only a few of us know it. And we are pretty careful to be quiet about it. Lest the same thing happen to us as happened to Jesus. <laughs> and indeed it often does. And you know, you get these people from Arkansas or uh, Texas or uh, anywhere in the Bible Belt who never heard of the Upanishads. And they have this cosmic consciousness experience. And they realize that that's what happened to Jesus. They say, I'm Jesus, come back. Well, everybody says to them, you aren't Jesus. It's pretty obvious you're not Jesus. You're just Joe, you're just Joe Dukes. Well, they say, he says, that's what they said about Jesus. <laughs> he has a perfect argument, except they say, you're not much of a Jesus. 
they say, uh, all right, if you're Jesus, command that these stones be made bread. And he says, a wicked and deceitful generation seeketh for a sign, and there shall no sign be given. <laughs> Why talk about this? Is it interesting? Is it important for the human being to realize that in some sense of the word, whatever it means, he is God or one with God? As is plainly taught by the Hindus, hinted at by the Buddhists, only they don't like to put it out as a concept in case people will use the concept as an idol to hang on to. They want you to find out for yourself and not believe in it. And certainly the Taoists understand it, the Sufis understand it, a lot of people understand it. But so what? Well, the importance of it is this, that to know that you are God is another way of saying that you feel completely with this universe. You feel profoundly rooted in it and connected with it. You feel, in other words, that the whole energy which expresses itself in the galaxies is intimate. It is not something to which you are a stranger, but it is that with which you, whatever that is, are intimately bound up. That in your seeing, your hearing, your talking, your thinking, your moving, you express that which it is which moves the sun and other stars. And if you don't know that, if you don't feel that, well, naturally, you feel alien. You feel a stranger in the world. And if you feel a stranger, you feel hostile. And therefore, you start to bulldoze things about, to beat it up, and to try and make the world submit to your will, and you become a real troublemaker. So I feel also uh, one reason why you become hostile is that feeling that you were just brought into this place, that your father and mother went up to some monkey business that they probably shouldn't have done, or it was bad rubber goods, and as a result of this, here you are, and you didn't ask to be here. Well, you always feel you can turn around and blame them. You can blame somebody. You can blame the government. You can blame the rascals. You can blame the, blame the cheaters. Always supposing you yourself aren't a rascal, which is a long odds. Uh, you always can blame someone and say, I didn't ask for it, take it away. And yet, and yet, and yet, very few people are all too ready to take it away. Camus said that the only serious philosophical problem is whether or not to commit suicide. And if you don't, if you don't say take it away, what are you going to do? You've really got to assume responsibility for it. You've got to say yes to what happens. It's my karma. And that doesn't mean merely, there are many misinterpretations of the doctrine of karma. It's usually and popularly understood that what happens to you, either fortunate or unfortunate, is the result of good or bad deeds in a previous life. Well, that's popular superstition. The real meaning of karma, the word in Sanskrit means simply doing. And if I say of an event, it is your karma, it is saying it is your doing. 
So the exposition a book which would expound karma would be not so much a whodunit as a youdunit. <laughs> but that seems fantastic. Now, therefore, what I propose we do is that we, um, instead of just ideologizing, we have a clinical experience. You know, in psychiatric school, medical school, it's very usual for a doctor to bring a patient out in front of the students and talk with the patient as a kind of demonstration. He says, I want you to recognize the difference between a psychopath and a manic depressive or a schizophrenic or something. They don't know what all these things mean. And uh, especially the schizophrenia. And uh, so he, he has a, a dialogue with the patient right there. So let us suppose that I'm the patient. And you are the students and the doctors. And I suffer from what you would call the delusion that I'm God. And therefore, you might want to do something about me or with me or humor me or ask me questions. And so I'm perfectly willing to submit to your examination and your treatment and uh, invite you to help yourselves. Now, when did you become God? Now. Will you marry me? No. <laughs> yes. Back. Sleeping is like politics. One sleeps on the right side, and then when you're tired of that, you sleep on the left. When you're tired of that, you sleep on your back, and when you're tired of that, you sleep on your stomach. And it is thus that the world goes round. <laughs> if you were God now, what were you yesterday? Now? You don't become God. Am I also God? Yes. Are we then the same person? No. Remember three persons but one God. God, could you tell us a little about Satan? Could I tell you a little bit about Satan? Yes. Uh, although the matter is a little esoteric, but uh, I told you all about it in the book of Job, where you will see that in the court of heaven, Satan is the district attorney. He is not, as Christians imagine, the enemy of heaven and the enemy of mankind. He's merely the person who sees the bad side of things and carries out the dirty work. And therefore, he saw Job and wondered whether Job really was as great a guy as he seemed to be, and suggested that God should appoint a committee of investigation to find out. And the committee did its work very thoroughly, but the case went against Satan, because it was proved in the end that Job was an honorable man. 
Now, you notice that although we pay the salary of the district attorney, whenever there's a great criminal case before the public eye, people begin to take the side of the underdog. And the prosecutor always has less public sympathy than the defense, except in political trials. Hi there, I'm kind of scoping the internet looking for Donald Marshall content. See, how about some interview? Let me hear like a long interview. Come on, interview. Okay, truth and conviction, Donald Marshall Jr. Um, old Scots here. One one interview. Hmm. Full interview, Donald Marshall TED Talk. Okay, I got a, a lot of more things to tell all of you guys, but uh, we're limited on time for sort of doing a thing through PayCard and everything to get this out there. It takes a long time to upload, so I'm just going to do this rapid thing because a bunch of people were saying, Well, can you do the rapid thing? You said you're doing a bunch of raps, you must be able to rap a little bit. I don't even listen to rap, just so you know, so I'm not practiced or nothing. I just do it out there to keep from getting stabbed and stuff. Um, yeah, I got a longer video that's uploading, but uh, we're not going to have enough time on the upload thing to uh, put it up, so I'll uh, just do the rapid thing and send it up. Okay, it's uh, Flo Rider's uh, songs full of all kinds of references. I explained before in the status update. Okay, uh, it was written by me, too. If I didn't, I would have instead beat up. No, I listen. No, I'm not trying to show off or nothing or look cool or nothing. Seriously. Uh, what's the first line? Uh, I keep on getting the verses reversed. Uh, oh, yeah, yes, I can. Clearly, it's yes, I can. Y'all best believe I'll be down with this plan. You all better leave, I'll be down with this plan. Pull me, grab me, crabs in the rough hand, head me. I'll be president one day, January 1st. Hope you like that gossip. Make you the one thing I want, gossip.com. Now I got a bird for your tongue. How many rolling songs you want? Yeah, I got a brand new feeling for getting this done. Hope on the side of the bed like I won. Heart beating under my chest and it's on. G5 feeling the US side one. And we can say that I need to play back. Mama knew I was kneeling in the haystack. I'm a ballet boy, plus I'm laid back. I got a feeling it's a rap ASAP. Okay, I'm not gonna do is I got a feeling it's a rap. I'm not gonna do that, okay? I'll just do it say it fast, because that's pretty much how it goes. Okay, the second verse there, what is it? Uh, reference to have some of them saying like Jesus full of songs. It's a ridiculous amount of songs I made up there. Wait till you see. They're just waiting for people to uh, shut them down now. It's everywhere. Listen. Uh, uh, what's, what is it? 
I'm out to top. Walk on water. I got power. Feel so raw, you. One second. I'm going to strike all you. Diamond, platinum. No more for you. Then drill in. Never get it in. Giving up's not an option. Gotta get it in. Greatness. I got the higher 20 men. No deal. Go to sleep when the lights dim. That flow that sparks that crowd. Uh, looking at the king. Got his jaw grown now. Stones in my hammock can't slow me down. 100 miles running from your bitches now. Street game face. It's game day. See me running for the crowd for the melee. I'm a... Uh, no quick plays, I'm Bill Gates, take your dreams to understand me. Um, he kind of makes it sound like he says, uh, takes a genius to understand me, but he's, I actually said in there, uh, takes your dreams to understand me. So I was always throwing in clues, because I knew I was going to do this. I threw in all kinds of songs. Um, I mentioned a little while ago, Nelly Furtado put, uh, you should know, Space is Cloning, in, uh, her and Timberland's song, uh, You Don't Mean Nothing at All, man, eh, Guess who made that song? It's all gonna be proven, you'll see. And uh, I'm not looking for fame or nothing. I don't even like being on camera at all. I'm really nervous on that. I don't like crowds or anything. I can't even go watch hockey because all the hockey boards and the seats and bleachers remind me of it and stuff. I don't like singing or nothing at all. Uh, I don't want to be on a news show and do interviews and stuff. I'm just gonna tell you guys what you do, what they do, and you guys will dismantle it. And that's good enough for me. I can fade away. Um, but shut it down though because uh, it's the right thing to do. Anyway, the bigger video is coming up to, uh, gotta shut it off so I can get out too quick. All right, later. Tom of Miles told his story, part one, Brittany Weber. And this is how I know everything, okay? When I was five, they brought me there to be used as what they call a diddle kid, okay? But uh, all I'd do was cry. Yeah. So they said, do you have any other kind of use? Do you sing or dance or something? So anyway, when I was five, to keep them off me, I started singing like original songs there, uh, just right out of the blue. Turns out the first one, people liked it, and they had a famous person use it. to say even well the people that know me know who I'm talking about but they're the, the highest profile people go to these cloning centers and they wanted to see this kid that was making these songs. I just had a good imagination and creativity for making songs I guess these melodies for songs and then it got really out of hand um, they just wanted me to keep on making songs and they at first they were impressed but after about making about 20 songs that could be used um then i just pretty much became like um the, a machine for them to use and uh, it just progressed and kept on going and then uh it's it's actually by now it's a it's an absurd amount of songs now they were using me for about 34 years now to smoke the songs and this is how I know everything, okay? When I was five, they brought me there to be used as what they call a diddle kid, okay? And this is how I know everything, okay?
when I was five, they brought me there to be used as what they Brittany called a Weber. pill kid. It's Brittany Weber. I just watched this one. Rihanna song. Why do I feel like this? It's Rihanna new single, Disturbia with lyrics, made lots for Rihanna. Had to be cryptic or they'd make me do it over and reword it. It's a thief in the night to come and grab you. REM consciousness transfer. It can creep up inside you and consume you. Viral proboscis. A disease of the mind it can control you. Viral parasiting the brain and becoming you. I feel like a monster human host. It's a thief in the night to come and grab you. It can creep up inside you and consume you. A disease of the mind it can control you. They almost didn't use the song as is. Too hinty. They wanted it called Disturbia for a movie or sitcom they were releasing. It's Rihanna new single, Disturbia with lyrics, made lots for Rihanna. Had to be cryptic or they'd make me do it over and reword it. It's a thief in the night to come and grab you. REM consciousness transfer. It can creep up inside you and consume you. Viral proboscis. A disease of the mind it can control you. Viral parasiting the brain and becoming you. I feel like a monster human host. It's a thief in the night. Check the on. Benny Benassi. Satisfaction. Hawking is a cloning. And walk and talk as a clone. Get sex there. He and many other disabled people are pro-cloning. Everyone says he's so smart. He is not really and is very dark and cruel. Very person. He helped make a song there with his robotic voice thingy. It was called Satisfaction. He insisted. nice to me. He doesn't want cloning stopped. The tech is flawed. He doesn't care. He can dance, talk, and have sex in his clone body. <laughs> Three, four, during. But hey. <laughs> Benny Benassi, satisfaction. Hawking is at cloning. And walk and talk as a clone. Gets sex there. He and many other disabled people are pro-cloning. Everyone says he's so smart. He is not really and is very dark and cruel. Very person. He helped make a song there with his robotic voice thingy. It was called Satisfaction. He insisted. one and others for these junkies so they put my heartbeat in this next tune in the beginning shows what could possibly happen when the world knows about cloning and bro 
are supposed to be the Illuminati primevals after the apocalypse. And they reanimate me into a younger dead clone. I said I don't want to hang with them. Each time he's crack a new clone in the head I would fall out the seat, so they tied my hands up to the chair so I won't fall that way. They're wacky with videos and stuff, they want me to be like them, be one of them. Never, just a bunch of references to what they do there to me and others. Just random stuff, well they're the goofiest losers in the world. In the beginning of the video it has a postcard from hell a special message to me they add in sometimes. Just a postcard with some message on it. Here in a few videos. They'd better hope I don't ever get an ounce of authority. I will be merciless. Foster the people. Helena beat music video. Made this one and others for these junkies. They put my heartbeat in this next tune in the beginning. Shows what could possibly happen when the world knows about cloning and... Alright guys, the big game is finally here and I'm talking about Super... Boondocks Abaddon, a track released on Halloween 2011 by Boondocks of Psychopathic Records. This next song is about corralling humans into the deep underground military bases during the HAARP weather disasters. Elizabeth was so confident she added a line in it. It is the secret code phrase to drop the base in on itself if the will go psychotic and start attacking everyone. The base's explosives in the lower levels explode and the base drops in on itself. Elizabeth used to add lines to my songs, and in this song about the lizard she added her two cents at the two. 45 point. It is the command to destroy a DUMB, deep underground military base, in case of trouble inside. It's her voice as a clone. Listen. He says, drop the motherfucking base. Drop the motherfucking base. I couldn't believe they allowed me to make this one. It's so revealing. When Elizabeth says drop the motherfucking base, the explosions go and the whole place is concrete. Everything is crushed and destroyed. One of the most evil songs ever created. She so regrets including that line now. Like Dave Mustaine regrets putting me on the album cover I use as a picture profile. The whole song is about Brill and how they hate humans and how they want to corral humans into the DUMBs. Brill liked this song. They dance badly to it. Mm. Give me a reason. 
Boondocks of Adam, a track released on Halloween 2011 by Boondocks of Psychopathic Records. This next song is about corralling humans into the deep underground military bases during the HAARP weather disasters. Elizabeth was so confident she added a line in it. It is the secret code phrase to drop. Adele attends the cloning center as a REM-driven clone version of herself when she goes to sleep, through the process of consciousness transfer from her original body to her duplicate REM-driven clone. Dell has performed many songs I have made as a REM-driven clone version of myself from the cloning center through the process of consciousness transfer from my original body to my duplicate REM-driven clone. The song Someone Like You was sang and freestyled by Donald Marshall as a REM-driven clone version of himself. When Donald Marshall felt extremely saddened by the fact that as REM-driven clone versions of themselves activated by the Illuminati as REM-driven clones, the conspiracy theorists Lenny Bloom and Jane Steele, who host a TV radio talk show, decided to join the Illuminati in exchange for fame and fortune, rather than to help Donald Marshall expose the Illuminati's REM-driven human cloning subculture, and as a result of their decision, Lenny Bloom and Jane Steele betrayed Donald Marshall and humanity. After conspiracy theorists Lenny Bloom and Jane Steele had betrayed Donald Marshall while each individual was experiencing life as REM-driven human clone versions of themselves at the cloning center, Jane Steele as a REM-driven clone version of herself tried consoling a REM-driven clone version of Donald Marshall by insisting, Donnie, I wish nothing but the best for you. However, Donald Marshall as a REM-driven clone version of himself at the cloning center was extremely saddened and inconsolable for many minutes on end. Then out of nowhere, Donald Marshall as a REM-driven clone version responded to a REM-driven clone version of Jane Steele's above comment by declaring at the top of his lungs, Never mind, I'll find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best for you, too. Don't forget me I beg. I'll remember you said sometimes it lasts in love, but sometimes it hurts instead. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best for you, too. Don't forget me, I beg. I'll remember you said sometimes it lasts in love, but sometimes it hurts. And this is how the song Someone Like You originated. The song Someone Like You later performed by the singer Adele, originated from the betrayal of Lenny Bloom and Jane Steele, as REM-driven clone versions of themselves, towards a REM-driven clone me. version of Donald Marshall at the cloning center, for which the song Someone Like You was originally freestyled from start to finish by Barry Solomon Griefstricken Donald Marshall as a REM-driven clone version of himself, Furtado song cloning reference. Sound removed for copyright and search. Fed. Has Austin been next for albums? I'd say that Celebrity is the biggest pig whore. It would be close match between her and Tila Tequila. Promiscuous, I called an album loop. Beyond disgusting as stands was much in the end. Do not allow this pack to stand, hoard, or escape justice in the end. Completely devoid of virtue. But if I say it right, Donald, this song was made by me as a back my mission to perform a says you should know. Spaces cloning, do you really want to go? Check it out. 
The one that originally said it, Diamond looked as far as he didn't exchange the word for something else. So maintenance is selling their songs like the onset of my career and named most of her albums. If I had to say the celebrity was the biggest pig whore, it would be of course not to be heard on Tita Tequila. I might have a song called Promiscuous. Called an album loose, so it's beyond disgusting. And how much Janelle loves Pakistani horror. Pakistani. Come a long way since frying chicken up. Mom is the food devoid of virtue. So, right, Donald was made by me as part of my mission to perform. You know, first funny that you meet her. Change the word for something else. Begged why she begged all Illuminati to kill him. Pakistani whore. Donald Marshall. I never did anything that could be played backwards. Just catchy, clever tunes to get me out of there without getting clone tortured. Over the years, mm -hmm. through trial and error, I learned how to capture the attention of people with different melodies. People like repetitiveness in songs, predictable and then simple poems with them. Sometimes I'd include a melody that had a similarity to something else like perfect example is somebody that I used to know, a song I made for a band named Gorday. I made the background tune very similar to the nursery rhyme Ba Ba Black Sheep. Now just about everyone has heard this nursery rhyme tune as a kid. But when they hear this somebody that I used to know they don't make that connection and subliminally they just know they've heard it before it's familiar they like it. It gets stuck in their heads they want to hear it more. Sold more records and that's what kept me from being tortured. Most times, listen to this. The melody is the nursery rhyme Ba Ba Black Sheep you know. Have you any wool? Listen. subliminal part is the nursery rhyme everyone knows ba ba black sheep nursery rhyme song but they can't identify it in the song but they listen to it and say where have i heard that before oh i can't get it out of my head i can't even figure out where but i've heard this song before mm -hmm. when these people used to listen to ba ba black sheep they were children and it was a more carefree time as a child and they listen to it and get light-hearted feelings reminiscing about their childhoods and they don't even know why it's on a subliminal psychological level. I had to make the songs successful, or they would come back and torture me for failing to make them famous or rich. 
The Goite guy hates me because he says he is a songwriter, but he can't think up songs. He makes one over a span of six months, and it is no good. But me at the cloning center, I sang out a killer top ten hit song, in four minutes. Making it look effortless. He said he hates me for that. Donald Marshall. I never did anything that could be played backwards. Just catchy clever tunes to get me out of there without getting clone tortured. Over the years through trot. I knew. Where'd you go? you go fort minor murdoch dubstep remix that song where'd you go by fort minor was remixed by me years ago they were so confident they allowed my clone to be recorded my actual voice in a remix of it by murdoch dubstep remix my voice sings along with the woman at the end they used my clone's voice for this i joined in at 144 <laughs> voice in a studio they have underground in a cloning center original song for fort minor i made before they got me to do the dubstep version they got so confident that nobody would ever find out about their rem driven cloning shenanigans that they even had me sing on a song i produced you can compare the voice you hear in the song with the vinnie eastwood interview so uh anyway they'll they'll threatened me never to talk about it and along as i've been divulging this stuff on facebook um They've been bringing me there and threatening me and stuff. The picture is supposed to be a depiction of Tila Tequila with exaggerated machinery on her head. Had lots of drama with her there. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Fort Minor, Murdoch Dubstep Remix. That song, Where'd You Go? By Fort Minor, was remixed by me years ago. Gotta get dip. Gotta get dip, 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 dip. Gotta get dip. Black Eyed Peas reference to girl. Two, be eaten alive by one or more of these things as a clone or in real life is worse than being burned to death, which is one of the worst things itself. They have an acrotic bite that paralyzes after about five seconds less if they swarm you, which they do, because they're only a foot tall. Elizabeth has sicked them on me many times, but I kill many before they get me. As a kid I was terrified. Then I figured why not. So I started stomping the shit out of them. Dancing around in the dirt stomping. It restrained me after that if they, had them bite me. That's why I put the line in the Black Eyed Peas song Let the Beat Rock. Um says beats so big I'm stepping on leprechauns y'all getting down with the boom boom. Beats so big I'm stepping on leprechauns y'all getting hit with the boom. The celebs loved it because they're terrified of girl. Gotta get dip. Gotta get dip, 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 dip. Gotta get dip. Gotta... Black 
Eyed Peas reference to girl. 2. Be eaten alive by one or more of these things as a clone or in real life is worse than being burned to death which is one of the worst things itself. They have an acrotic bite that paralyzes after about 5 seconds less if they swarm you which they do. Because they're only a foot tall. Elizabeth has sicked them on me many times but I kill many before they get me. As a kid I was terrified. Then I figured why not. So I started stomping the shit out of them. Dancing around in the dirt stomping. They restrained me after that if they had them bite me. That's why I put the line in the Black Eyed Peas song Let the Beat Rock. Um says beats so big I'm stepping on leprechauns y'all getting down with the boom boom. Beat so big I'm stepping on leprechaun y'all getting hit with the boom. The celebs loved it because they're terrified of rule. Gotta get dead. Gotta get dead. Gotta get The reason Britney Spears shaved her hair so that she was completely bald is because she watched many Robert Picton murder videos as a rem-driven human clone version of herself at the cloning center and the realization that all the women depicted in the Robert Picton murder videos really lost their lives drove Britney Spears to her limit in her waking life. And as a result of witnessing such an extraordinary amount of evil as a rem-driven human clone version of herself, Britney Spears shaved her hair completely bald in her waking life. Spears has also seen an extraordinary amount of evil as a rem-driven clone version of herself. Many of the world's public figures, such as celebrities, the wealthy, politicians and royalty and more, have witnessed extreme levels of evil in this world as rem-driven clone versions of themselves. The reason Britney Spears shaved her hair so that she was completely bald, is because she watched many Robert Picton murder videos as a rem-driven human clone version of herself at the cloning center. And the realization that all the women depicted in the Robert Picton murder videos really lost their lives, drove Britney Spears to her... Britney Spears attends the cloning center as a rem-driven clone version of herself when she goes to sleep through the process of consciousness transfer from her original body to her duplicate rem-driven clone. Britney Spears has performed many songs I have made as a rem-driven clone version of myself from the cloning center through the process of consciousness transfer from my original body to my duplicate rem-driven clone. I made all of Britney's songs. The Hit Me Baby was about them smashing me there. I told them to make Britney wear the schoolgirl uniform, cause I knew it'd sell more and keep me from getting tortured again. Britney is no victim like people think. As clone tortured me herself. And as mean as hell. She didn't mind being in assembly line. When she was just getting famous. Anything went then. But once famous and rich using Donnie's songs she then wanted out and oh she's so distressed. Think tortured the clone guts out of me personally several times. And when she was bored of it she would have some Nazi freak with no qualms do it for her. She wants me dead so no one finds out how nasty she's been to me and others and where her songs came from. Wants out of cloning, 
but wants me to croak at the grand reveal so I can't add details or sue her. Last night a cloning Britney Spears was the leader of the Kildani campaigners. She cried and sobbed and blubbered out how she would be ruined how everyone in the world will hate her and others. Saying that the people that gave up one of their kids to be parasited by Avril would be hated by society maybe killed themselves. They were saying and trying just about anything. Britney wants to be seen as a victim and emerge at the end a hero and get off scot-free with no details about her activities there. Being a pig and victimizing me and other people for sport. Britney Spears says no one is going to accuse her of wanting to attend with all the anti-cloning stuff she has in her songs and videos. She says she is America's sweetheart and no one is going to charge her with anything and she will never be punished. That she is too powerful. In future whether I am dead or not, I want these people to pay dearly. Britney just wants out now cause she's rich famous and doesn't need them anymore. Married a cloner there so she wouldn't have to be an assembly line sex slave pig for any old rich goof that wanted to bang her. They're both filthy pigs. They both deserve to be executed. Sounds harsh but you just don't know. They are the bad guys, ever since Mickey Mouse Club. Christina Aguilera Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake were only allowed to do songs that I made. Unknown why. Sometimes they treated it like a religious thing. Tried to say it was God or Satan whispering the song to me from another dimension. They're idiots. Britney yeah. Spears has also referenced the reality of the Illuminati's ram-driven human cloning subculture in the following music videos, Break the Ice. At the beginning of the Japanimation video, that is a clone cartoon version of Britney Spears being grown in a big thick tank full of water, one second to seven seconds. I know I shouldn't have kept you waiting. And at one, 32 minutes to one, 43 minutes the cartoon version of Britney Spears walks into the cloning center. This is exactly how the cloning tubes are in real life. They are stacked one on top of the other, each filed with salty water. Britney Spears made this video because she said as a rem-driven human clone version of herself at the cloning center that a fantasy of hers is to blow up a cloning center. The Illuminati allowed Britney Spears to release this video because at the time the Illuminati believed that nobody would ever realize that human cloning is a reality which currently exists. Hold it against me. In Hold It Against Me, performed by Britney Spears, Britney Spears clones are depicted fighting each other at 2.46 minutes until the end of the video. And Mona Lisa, later remade by Britney Spears, Britney Spears changed the words in the song from Gone to Cloned. The lyrics to chorus are provided here because, it is currently unlikely that you will find the words cloned on a lyric sheet, although you can listen to the song and you will clearly hear the following. Britney Spears lyrics Mona Lisa, she's the original, yeah, yeah, she's unforgettable, yeah yeah, she wants you to know, yeah, she's been cloned, it's kind of incredible, yeah yeah, she's so unpredictable. Yeah yeah, she wants you to know. Yeah, she's been cloned. She's been cloned. She's been cloned. She's the Spears and many famous people want you to know they have been cloned. People trapped in the Illuminati's REM-driven human cloning subculture are depending on you, and therefore this message must spread quickly and widely.
public figures cannot openly discuss this topic about the Illuminati's ramp-driven human cloning subculture and warn the populace, and therefore they hint and reveal things in veiled messages such as Britney Spears has done in the examples of the songs provided above. This really is a world emergency and many lives depend on you to share and divulge the disclosures about the Illuminati's REM-driven human cloning subculture widely. Britney Spears attends the cloning center as a REM-driven clone version of herself when she goes to sleep, through the process of consciousness transfer from her original body to her duplicate REM-driven clone. Britney Spears has performed many songs I have made as a REM-driven clone version of myself from the cloning center through the process of consciousness transfer from my original body to my duplicate REM-driven clone. I made all of Britney's songs. The Hit Me Baby was about them smashing me there. I told them to make Britney wear the schoolgirl uniform, cause I knew it'd sell more and keep me from getting tortured again. Britney is no victim like people think. Has clone tortured me herself is mean as hell. She didn't mind being in assembly line when she was just getting famous. Big whore. Anything went then. But once famous and rich using Donnie's songs she then wanted out and oh she's so distressed. Thing tortured the clone guts out of me personally several times. And when she was bored of it she would have some Nazi freak with no qualms do it for her. She wants me dead so no one finds out how nasty she's been to me and others and where her songs came from. Wants out of cloning but wants me to croak at the grand reveal so I can't add details or sue her. Last night a cloning Britney Spears was the leader of the Kill Donnie campaigners. She cried and sobbed and blubbered out how she would be ruined how everyone in the world will hate her and others. Saying that the people that gave up one of their kids to be parasited by Avril would be hated by society maybe killed themselves. Hey, we're saying and trying just about anything. Britney wants to be seen as a victim and emerge at the end a hero and get off scot-free with no details about her activities there. Being a pig and victimizing me and other people for sport. Britney Spears says no one is going to accuse her of wanting to attend with all the anti-cloning stuff she has in her songs and videos. She says she is America's sweetheart and no one is going to charge her with anything and she will never be punished. That she is too powerful. In future whether I am dead or not, I want these people to pay dearly. Britney just... ...wants out now, cause she's... Will the real Slim Shady please stand up? We're gonna have a problem here. Y'all act like you've never seen a white person before. Y'all's all in a... Oh, Eminem, the real Slim Shady. At 217-227 men. It is a representation of how clones are grown quickly at the cloning center, as you see bodies moving along a convey belt in succession. This part of the video also depicts how the clones which are deformed or not functioning etc. are discarded and thrown away. Because you can see that there are bodies in the video which are discarded and thrown into boxes. And there's a million of us just like me, who cuss like me, who just don't give a f like me. At the cloning center deformed clone bodies are discarded and thrown in a wood chipper. You can also see depicted in the video there are lifeless bodies being moved along on a dolly. You dress like me, walk, talk, and act like me, it just might be the next best thing, but not quite. This is what happens to rem-driven clones once an original wakes up from sleep, the rem-clone drops limp. And it is moved along a dolly at the cloning center, to be used the next time a person sleeps and enters REM sleep. Donald Marshall on Eminem. He is supposed to be dead, and a permanent clone that needs replacement body every six months to a year. Unknown if it is even his original consciousness running the clone. Could be a bro, could be a dead consciousness recorded on chip. It's why he was slurring his speech and acting mentally handicapped in a few of his interviews. 
Marshall Mather. Some of you may know him as Eminem, but he's going to join the Saturday night crew with our music intro starting next Saturday night. But folks, I want to take you to the world premiere of one of his new videos. I still got to say Yellow Wolf, even though he's in cat. What, what are you doing? Yellow Wolf. Um, who am I forgetting? Yo, you're so fucking childish. Grow up, man. We got a record to sell. Bro. I'm growing up! <laughs> we love everybody. I'm so growing! <laughs> Next question, Jason. His clone brain was degrading and he needed to get a replacement. They go to specific hospitals, like one near Camp David somewhere to get the replacements. They grow multiples and choose the most similar looking one. Everyone thinks this guy is Mr. Cool. You have no idea what he is really like. He plays a character on stage, as most of them do. Only reason Eminem got big was because he was the token white guy. Before him there was a white rapper named Fish, but he quit quick. See there are a bunch of racists that like rap music. But they can't idolize some black guy. Any white guy would have done, as long as they rapped well. Racist whites are allowed to like rap since Eminem. Love the way you lay. Just gonna stand there and watch me burn. Well, that's alright, because I like the way it hurts. I dislike Marshall Mathers almost as much as I dislike Rihanna. Made this about me and getting tortured. I think they tried to put the spin on it that it was about domestic abuse. Marshall stabbed me in the throat as clones and I kept punching at him. That's where the line steel knife and the windpipe came from. And right now it's a steel knife in my windpipe. I can't breathe but I still fight. Well I can fight as long as the wrong feels right. It's like I'm in flight. When the real Slim Shady, please stand up. We're gonna have a problem. Uh. Y'all act like you've never seen a white person before. Jaws all on the floor. I'm Eminem, the real Slim Shady. At 217-227 men, it is a representation of how clones are grown quickly at the cloning center, as you see bodies moving along a convey belt in succession. This part of the video also depicts how the clones which are deformed or not functioning etc. are discarded and thrown away. Because you can see that there are bodies in the video which are discarded and thrown into boxes. And it's a million of us just like me, who cuss like me, who just don't give a fuck like me. At the cloning center deformed clone bodies are discarded and thrown in a wood chipper. You can also see depicted in the video there are lifeless bodies being moved along on a dolly. You dress like me, walk, talk, and act like me, it just might be the next best thing, but not quite. This is what happens to rem-driven clones once an original wakes up from sleep, the rem clone drops limp. And it is moved along a dolly at the cloning center, to be used the next time a person sleeps and enters REM sleep. Donald Marshall on Eminem. He is supposed to be dead, and a permanent clone that needs replacement body every six months to a year. Unknown if it is even his original consciousness running the clone. Could be a brawl, could be, to be used the next time a person sleeps and enters REM sleep. Donald Marshall on Eminem. He is supposed to be dead, and a permanent clone that needs replacement body every six months to a year. Unknown if it is even his original consciousness running the clone. Could be a brawl, could be a dead consciousness recorded on chip. It's why he was slurring his It is moved along a dolly at the cloning center, to be used the next time a person sleeps and enters REM sleep. Donald Marshall on Eminem. He is supposed to be dead, and a permanent clone that needs replacement body every six months to a year. Unknown if it is even his original consciousness running the clone. Could be a brawl, could be a dead consciousness recorded on chip. 
It's why he was slurring his speech and acting mentally handicapped in a few of his interviews. Marshall Mathers. Some of you may know him as Eminem, but he's going to join the Saturday night crew with our music intro starting next Saturday night. But folks, I want to take you to the world premiere of one of his new videos. I still got to say Yellow Wolf, even though he's in the What are you doing? Yellow Wolf. Um, who am I forgetting? Yo, you're so fucking childish. Grow up, man. We got a record to sell. Here. I'm growing up! <laughs> we love everybody. I'm so growing! <laughs> Next question, Jason. His clone brain was degrading and he needed to get a replacement. They go to specific hospitals, like one near Camp David somewhere to get the replacements. They grow multiples and choose the most similar looking one. Everyone thinks this guy is Mr. Cool. You have no idea what he is really like. He plays a character on stage, as most of them do. Only reason Eminem got big was because he was the token white guy. Before him there was a white rapper named Fish, but he quit quick. See there are a bunch of racists that like rap music. But they can't idolize some black guy. Any white guy would have done as long as they rapped well. Racist whites are allowed to like raps in Seminem. Love the way you lay. Just gonna stand there and watch me burn. Well, that's alright, because I like the way it hurts. I dislike Marshall Mathers, almost as much as I dislike Rihanna. Made this about me and getting tortured, I think they tried to put the spin on it that it was about domestic abuse. Marshall stabbed me in the throat as clones and I kept punching at him. That's where the line steel knife and the windpipe came from. We're looking at stuff on Donald Marshall. Okay, um, I'm taking screenshots right now. The smelly giraffe alien. They don't have tongues. They have a blood dart spike thing. Show me them and said they were aliens. We didn't use them for the idea for the movie star. Ship troopers. Big walker insect looking thing. They're big like that. Show me. The mind blast turns out they've been mildly man mind blasting my clone there for years. Just thought I'd get more emotional or angry because I was a clone. Says, yeah, yeah, you're all gonna die. Then I felt it, and it was the same feeling I felt over the years. Sometimes before I'd start freaking out there, well, get away. I jumped forward knowing it is a gonna mind blast me any second. Stomped on its head, it was on its side. Other real types 1 and 2 are asexual, 1 sex, no female, but I just want to stay safe. 
I have no sense of compassion for these beings, no one should ever kill them all, just shoot them all up, I'll die of hearts and organs. Joan is a parasited host of a lizard. They just mimic human behavior. They watch videos like going to school on Ronald Reagan tried to tell the public. Many celebs are drones. They want to take guns, so you will have to chance. Serrated teeth like a shark. God help me, I have kept my lightsaber blue all this time. When does it end? Long neck things bothering me. There are too many. I should tell you everything. Provel. Massive deception plan, but they don't know if they can go ahead with it. Don't fall for the alien intro deception plan. Be familiar with the empathetic manipulation. It's powerful, and they practice it on humans for centuries. They have it down. God help me, I've kept my lightsaber blue all this time. Bad Jedi got red sabers. Evil good Jedi have blue-green. Wrong. Oh, the situation with them involved complication. I think they just reveal those things to me, so I tell them about them. Two ways to put blue beam plan. One by saying the smaller vril have saucers too. Ness is totally down with these troglodytes out of fear. And some, there are drones too. Drones are smarter than the... Ships and satellites with missiles on board for the purpose. Blue beam projections will show you the planet getting closer and make it look like meteors are bombarding. And put them in the beautiful women comes with big eyes to make them look exotic. They have no techno too dumb to discover any type threes, which I'd always thought were gene splice creation using grays and humans or Walk up at my free time debilitating horn until you get some more used to their appearance. Quetzalcoatl was a real type 3. So I just thought looking at them that they are toxic, poison deep, deep underground. The pressure is different. Real type 3s can't even stay on the surface long. They have. They run a cloning operation in the op. George Lucas and the others with the clone zone. Real cloning tube toxic to be given back from my days of real type 3 were so hideous that they made to wear masks all the time. They'd wear feathers and bells and jingles, Aztec, Mayan, Egyptian, Native, Indian. They were everywhere throughout history. Real type 3 is used to run the place with the pharaoh as figurehead. That's what they usually do, use figureheads. And they... Bullets kill them just fine. Real type 1s are the dumbest girls. They look like... Types of real type three is the big ones. Real type three. Siberian miner that recorded I drilled into a hollow pocket way down in the primitive group of real isolationists. Notice the microphone. 
I mean, when they pass each other and tongues, they scream at each other for dominance. Whichever one can scream louder is dominant, and the other makes way. LOL, it's funny to see a loud. Yeah, you'd think. Oh, it's scary. I'm seeing an alien skull in there. That's two dead real type threes. Gotta, gotta make them all like that. Watch how Lewis looks. These are dead real type threes. I haven't seen any rotted ones with dimensions. I cracked long neck braids. Watch how those videos found and taken out of the chambers early. Female named the Matria. A man named Lord Rael. A man we all know. Stephen Jessup Christopher the Internet. Good guy. And Donald Bunch. They're not great. So trolls. Troglodytes. And they run miles underground. They run the drill. I did not know this. I thought they were gene splice things. They are the things for the NWO. Make you feel less than they are empathetic. Natural defense mechanism. Cavemen have drawn them on walls. Drill society helps back engineer them. They're smarter. Oh, okay. Embrace mankind. Alright. Artificial, artificial telepathy. There's a video audio thing called mind voice. Some people call it uh, artificial telepathy. People think they have to put suction cups all over the head. No. When you're a clone there, they can just put a chip right in your clone's head and read it like that. Most people formulate things in their own voice in their head. Once you train with this, you can sit in front of a speaker that is dedicated to your own mind voice, all right? Now you can think in your own head a sound to anything. Listen, think in your own head. There was no sound, nobody heard anything, but you put that in your own head, you can make that sound come out of a friggin' speaker. And then you can twist it and augment it, change it, add to it. Then you can add a drum line in the background. You can do this with the aid of this chip in your head as a clone. And then there's visuals. The visual thing is harder to explain, but the audio thing is just that. You can sit in front of a speaker and play your own thoughts to yourself. They all use me as like the catalyst for like this, they call it the show. They said that I'm like the entertainer there, and it's the most amazing thing how I made a song out of thin air out of nothing. At first, the songs came pretty easy, but then they started to trickle down, so they started to threaten me. So I made more songs, and then they started to torture me, torture clones of me. And they just kept on doing that for years and years and years. After I'd made, like, the first 20, then they all started coming. Like, there's numerous cloning stations, and certain people go to certain ones. There's a video audio thing called Mind Voice. Some people call it uh, artificial telepathy. REM consciousness transfer. Started when I was five years old. Only I was memory repressed back then. When you're in REM sleep, they can just bring you there. Rapid eye movement, stage of sleep. That's how they do it. They call it a consciousness transfer. They can transfer your consciousness. Mm -hmm. 
into a clone at the cloning station if they have a clone of you. You don't have to be uh, born into it. You have to be semi-attractive or have some kind of a skill that they want to use or steal from you. When you don't know what it is, you think that it's your real body. I thought it was my real body. I thought they were going to kill me. They do that to a lot of people. Give them fear of death. They wake up and I'm standing in the dirt of this arena. Some people are drugged so they think that it's a dream or they're in the astral realm, the spirit realm. Depends on who you are, where you're from. That's what they tell you. And you don't wake up, so it's not a dream. This is how the Illuminati NWO works. They meet at the cloning station when they go to sleep. They use it for their crazy stuff, you name it, they've done it. started when I was five years old, only I was memory repressed back then. When you're in REM sleep, they can just bring you there, rapid eye movement, stage of sleep. That's how they do it. They call it a consciousness transfer. They can transfer your consciousness into a clone at the cloning station if they have a clone of you. You don't have to be uh, born into it. You have to be semi-attractive or have some kind of a skill that they want to use or steal from you. When you don't... They've been telling us since 1950. It is like all forms of government. Somebody must rule. And I don't like the word rule. Well, if we don't... The scientist instructed the musician to recount, in his mind, the drum pattern of a particular song chosen for the study. The machine translates his monitored brainwaves and is able to reproduce what the musician is imagining inside his mind. And finally, the scientist asks the musician to recount the entirety of the song's hook in as great detail as possible. This is the most mind-boggling result they were able to achieve. The scientist instructed... Donald Marshall, official. Oh, shit. Official Instagram page of the Illuminati whistleblower exposing the NWO secret cloning for a lizards and their human hosts living among us. It's only four videos. 5,500 followers. So from somebody I tell y'all. Uh-oh. Stealing cheese now? Uh -oh. Not really stealing. Does it mean anything to you though? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the conversation either. Yeah. Like, yeah. By the way, this isn't even my chain. I stole it from somebody. I'll tell y'all who got off camera. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Stealing cheese now? Is uh -oh. it your worst time? Not really stealing. <laughs> Does it mean anything to you, though? Uh, yeah. A little bit. Jay-Z I'm with you. I don't like the conversation either. Yeah. By the way, this isn't even... I'll tell y'all. Oh. The world's are not really. Okay, let's uh, see what the yeah. comments say. <laughs> 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 comments? 
Yeah, it's my chain. I stole it from somebody. Yeah, I'll tell y'all who that was. Uh oh. Stealing chains now? Uh -oh. Yeah. Not really stealing. Does it mean anything to you, though? What is the symbol? It's my symbol. Jay Z and Beyonce went before a military tribunal for crimes against humanity, were found guilty as charged, and both were executed. They are on an executed list. Where can we find this list? Uh, it says amgnews.com, amd-news.com, list of indictments, arrests, and executions, dismantling the deep state operatives and doubles. Thank you. Is it the symbol of the black sign of God number seven in front of it? No. Cat Williams wore the same symbol on a podcast. So it's your symbol. Can you go in a little more depth with that? Very interesting. This five percent symbol. They've been around since before you was born. <laughs> From what I can see, it's the Kahexa Sun Star symbol of life, fertility, and war. Ducky will know if that's true. Does it mean he's bad or good? Or can you have clones that are more on the good side or dark side? Five percent nation. What is a five percent nation? Yeah, a scientist instructed the musician to fuck you in Chinese. Chu <laughs> to recount the entirety of the song's hook in as great detail as possible. Marshall, I'm gonna just look on YouTube. The band Donald Marshall. There's nothing about him on. Um, What happened when Diaper Don didn't know he was already alive? Truth and Conviction, Donald Marshall Jr. and the Mi'kmaq Quest for Justice.
see why a picture of Trump's eye is going viral. You know how President Trump is always saying? It's the fake news media right back there. Well, now they've gotten into his head. It's me. Literally, the press reflected in his eye, tormenting him on the South Lawn of the White House. Are you in there somewhere? Probably. Associated Press photographer Pablo Martinez Montsivais was in the middle of the press pack as the president left the White House. He thought he'd taken a regular headshot. But later he reviewed his photos more closely. And I looked and I was completely surprised and I was like, wow. As beautiful as it is terrifying, marveled BuzzFeed News. Some compared it to the first ever photo of a black hole. Mm. Someone even put the reflected image of the press in the black hole. <laughs> of course reactions to the president's eye are in the eye of the beholder. Such a fierce determined look. That's the eye of a leader. Ignore the overgrown eyebrow, the bloodshot speck. That's not a hair in his eye. That's the rope line for the press to stay behind. The president's eye reminded some of Blade Runner, a futuristic Los Angeles mirrored in an eye. I've been sort of imagining Trump saying, God, it's like something in my eye. Ah, it's the enemy of the people. <laughs> Fake news, enemy of the people. No amount of visine is going to relieve the president of this constant irritation. Judging from this photograph, the press is the enemy of the pupils. Chinimo, CNN, New York. <laughs> Doctor claims he cloned human embryos. Sky News, 14 years ago. That shit's old, man. It's what a lip reader thinks he was saying. You can never be on time. Yes, I'm. This is a negative. There's always something. <laughs> Boring. Huh. Everybody would love to be able to be themselves what they can because they must fall in line with the person in front of them. If you want to live that kind of life, I wish you the best. I'll be on the other side. Instantly, drastic. Okay, so there's nothing on um, Guy Marshall. Donald Marshall. Hmm. Trying to look more on... Fed up New York Dodge is just getting started with Elena Holly minutes ago. Holding a fresh lawsuit worth $10 million filed by an ex-prisoner. Diddy is facing bankruptcy. <laughs> Three days ago. Remnants of an ancient mortarless polygonal wall seen in Apollonia, Lycia, Turkey. Hmm. 
Tell Ice, Ice Cube's dropping bombshells, claiming Jay-Z might be even worse than Diddy. He's throwing around some serious accusations, alleging that Jay-Z has been involved in some seriously sketchy stuff with young girls, similar to his BFF Diddy. Now, this is a lot to process. And it's not entirely shocking if you've heard the rumors floating around for years. People have been whispering about Jay-Z not being as squeaky clean as he appears on social media. And no, it's not about the whole Becky with the good hair saga. It's about allegations of him either grooming young girls or helping others in the industry do the same. There's buzz that's been floating around for ages about Jay-Z allegedly starting to groom Foxy Brown when she was just 14. Yeah. You heard it right. Supposedly, they ended up getting involved when she was 15, and he was a 24-year-old dude. I know, it's seriously creepy. But hey, that's Hollywood for you. A place where some messed up stuff goes down. And he Ice Cube's dropping bombshells, claiming Jay-Z might be even worse than Diddy. He's throwing around some serious accusations, alleging that Jay-Z has... Hollywood Insider. Well, Ice Cube's dropping bombshells, claiming Jay-Z... Z I'm going back to to uh, Instagram, I'm trying to come on, fucker. She don't need no Instagram. Well, let me fucking get out of here. Hmm. Ronald Marshall. Look on Facebook. Is the truth? Ronald Marshall. Okay, let's go to Donald Marshall Revolution, ex Illuminati insider. Carter Donald Marshall speaks out and exposes the truth about the New World Order. Update by Paranormal Central. It's 2016. Hmm. It says, uh, May 21, 2016, currently the subject of a smear campaign leveled by social media giant Facebook. Hmm. 
month ago, Marshall's banned from posting content on his public page under the excuses using profanity and true. Later, he received reports from supporters that links to his content were unavailable. Others claimed that they weren't able to find Marshall's account using a Facebook search or Twitter search. Some following Marshall on Twitter were now unable to see the tweets he'd posted the day the ban was to be lifted. Marshall received notice that he was banned further because he may have uploaded or shared illegal child pornography with photos. No posts available. Hmm. That sucks. Public figure. Here to answer questions. Anti Illuminati. Enforce Freemasonry. To memory, Illuminati card game, photo on the right is the booking photo of the cop that killed George Floyd when he was arrested, looks like he's younger, clone version of himself. They send a clone to jail. Hmm. Maybe uh, this fucker didn't go to jail. Coronavirus crop circle in Wilshire. UK yesterday. Don't want to anger anyone, but the George Floyd killing was staged. Happened on East 33rd Street, 666, on the nearby trash can. The Illuminati wants civil unrest. Homeland Security didn't purchase an overstock of a billion bullets for nothing. Could have been a clone with a manufactured past. They have many methods to their madness. Doesn't much look like JLo. Who's the bald guy in the background with someone's hand clapped over his mouth?
MIT scientists are building devices to hack your dreams. Go to build them and search TV, television, film. Look at the pictures I came up with. What the fuck? Philippine president gives authorities okay to shoot those violating coronavirus lockdown orders. Review firm, this is in 2020, one of blackouts plunging coronavirus lockdown breaks into darkness. Illuminati card game, enough is enough card. Zoom in on the card in the background, you can see the COVID-19 virus cells. Revelations, Nostradamus, and other prophecies, there's supposed to be a worldwide plague. They make these things happen. I wonder when the three days of darkness starts. Illuminati is fulfilling Bible prophecy. Coronavirus, New York man searches hospital for infected, can't find any. remember like last summer when we found that mummy in the black sarcophagus that was never supposed to be opened in Egypt's director of antiquities was, was like well we opened it and the world hasn't fallen into darkest yet well I'm sure it's fine hold up this looks like the same reporter from the 2011 film Contagion who talks to Lawrence Fishburne March 2020 sucks can't get any worse Once upon a midnight, Jerry Wall upon the weekly web of many acquainted volume of forgotten lore. Um. They said, uh, cloning that if I jump through some masonry, I won't be harmed in there. I refuse to join your scummy cult. Chinese protesters. Not a coincidence that uh, Hong Kong, December 2019, people out in the streets, Hong Kong coronavirus, January 2020. Not a coincidence like Epstein not killing himself. And just like that, millions of Chinese protesters vanished. J-Lo's Super Bowl halftime show. J-Lo's dress is baphomet right down to the weird thing on the top of its head.
Billy Roberts Twitter tweet and I with an eight pointed star in the middle. What's this eight pointed star? I wonder. Prisms. Advertising for the Bleacher Report so showing cloning tubes. Self correction uh, section. This corona screened up soon. It certainly helped the Chinese government control protesters more with an efficient state of emergency and mandatory curfews. Magyo is the Chinese word for rural, it means underground troll. First case of the coronavirus shortage in Washington State. Creepy fall winter men's fashion show made to look like a cloning center arena with a hanging wrecking ball in the middle. Ah. Oh. Justin Bieber leaves fans confused after he posts 13 pictures of seemingly random babies with the caption yummy on his Instagram. We fucking eat them. Hmm. 73 comments. 13 babies, too. Well, I heard why he went to the church and found Jesus. He told the church that he walked into a saint. Panic baby. Sacrificed baby in the middle of the room and its skin ripped off its skull. Baby was crying and suffering and alive and they were telling him to drink the blood. He also proclaimed that the elite did not want Selena Gomez and him together. She got pregnant and they killed their baby. Wow. He's saying, okay, dummies, when are you going to rise up and demand answers to this from the president? Real society, it's a lizard. It's not human. These things sacrifice babies. A kid's cause of their fear. They get high off of it. You see. 
Ricky was on to them. What he means, yummy. He's so sad in the picture around children. Scare evil people who eat babies. They are nothing but evil monsters. Elite eat babies and drink their blood. And six championships, Michael Jordan, they had a black goat, then they made a white goat just like the checkered black and white tile in the Mason Lodge and in Mason Place. Terrifying moment, Iran unveils red flag at Musk warning of severe battle to come. Look, this is when they'll use this future prediction from, Simpson, from the Simpsons TV show. Blame Iran and have the excuse in public support to declare war. Kevin Spacey's third accuser dies of suicide. You know why? Between torturous pain to get them to shut up or a time bounce, there isn't much choice. Near foolproof security feature. Ari Ben, ex-husband of Norway's Princess Martha Louise and Kevin Spacey accuser. Dies in apparent suicide. Ex-husband, Norway's Princess Marta Louise, and Kevin Spacey accuser dies in apparent suicide. Replicas starring Keanu Reeves, another movie about cloning and consciousness transfer. Sure are a lot of those coming out these days. Everyone's saying Epson didn't kill himself making memes and stuff. How about Epson isn't dead because he isn't dead? Look like Anthony Bourdain's head in a body bag photo. If they use a double, he is alive. Of course he isn't. He is a pimp master in underground city now. Just reincarnated himself. The real just got himself another new bodysuit, living his next life. Notice the news I haven't talked about his funeral makes me wondering. He's living the good life. I said the same thing. He's absolutely alive. New identity. Plastic surgery won't be recognized. Where is he then? Thought he was dead until I heard Prince Andrew's interview on TV. He could have thrown Epstein under the bus, but throughout the whole interview, he skipped around saying anything negative saying anything negative about him. For example, she asked him if he regretted ever being his friend or meeting him, and he got, he quite emphatically said no. Epstein made his living blackmailing the elite in order to keep them entrapped. If Andrew's skating of Epstein in any way, blackmail info would make its way t into the world. I could be wrong, but that was my thought. I said that day one, but I'm a tinfoil hatter. So where's he at? So we can start a rumor. Probably just gone outside the circle to live. Isn't dead, that's why he didn't hang himself. The truth is still right there in front of your faces the most. Even don't realize it. I'm sure he, he uh, bargained his way out of there.
Don't know why Juice World died. I've never heard of him. Never saw him at Colin before. Lots asking me. Added to the pile of corroborating evidence. In the near future London, a man invents a brain implant that allows people to instantly share thoughts and emotions. However, when the technology fails, falls into the wrong hands, users start to become murderous and the inventor's family are driven apart. Elizabeth Banks makes Prince Andrew joke on the Graham Norton show. Um, so Avon Cosmetics just texted me on Twitter about the Baphomet head post I made the other day. I didn't contact them. Again, weird. Avon advertising using a Baphomet head on the cover of their catalog. Pretty weird. The image is created to help express living out loud and making the ordinary extraordinary to represent our new life. Live out loud. Fragrance launch. The original sculpture is a kudu antelope. Thank you for taking the time to contact. Yeah, this is a kudu antelope too. I didn't contact. Don't lie. <laughs> they showed a picture of Baphomet. You're only taking everything you say to be true. Look at all the sheep. You're not the only one saying that. Live out loud. Say just come out. I mean, they have a lot of time and how they always try to justify themselves. Have you ever been on the Alex Jones show? If not, you should do your walking red pill in the flesh. Dollar Marshall is telling the truth. Kudu antelope, my ass. Guess they feel attacked. LOL, sick world. Well, I'm seeing what they're doing. I recommend anyone who contacted first. I never liked their products. Looks like Vladimir. LOL, probably is Vladimir. How dare you? Giant Greta. Betty mural to watch over San Francisco's downtown. Project by Argentinian artist Andres Iglesias poised for completion. Strange new Burger King logo be cursed with a line going into the edge of the eye. Weird. De Levine the Dior Jewelry Rose Devon collection. Um, the Mason jewelry. 
When do we ask politicians on the Twitter about real crony cloning? Body snatching, do we start on one of them at a specific time? Kids looks like a lady. Tom McDonald's cloned rappers. Over some pick up crazy eye. Copycat trying to cop my manner. Watch your back when you can't watch mine. Copycat trying to cop my glamour. Wife is sad when he can't have mine. Billy Eilish. Never worry about who will be offended if you speak the truth. Worry about who will be misled, deceived, and destroyed if you don't. Dog the Bounty Hunter 66 suffers heart emergency. Under the Silver Lake. Melania Trump's dress yesterday, and no one on the front buttons are ain't pointed stars. In the back, there's an odd symbol. Some say it's a nose of a plane going through one of the Twin Towers. Dumpy diaper. Playing going through nose. Eight pointed star going through the Washington Monument obelisk. One, two, three, four, eight pointed stars. Seen gurney photos fake. Epstein's head is way too big and the body does not match the head. Obvious Photoshop. Some suicide looks like the old clone switcheroo to me. False information. Seen alive, I've seen dead. 
row after Queen's portrait removed from Northern Ireland office. She erased this photo from her Instagram. Don't let that fool you. This one is as done with the Illuminati as any of them are. Storm Area 51, they said it'll be cool, they said. Okay. Next Star Wars movie, The Emperor will return from the dead with the use of cloning and consciousness transfer technology. Good morning, all. Hopefully you are okay, so subsides. Julie Eilish, young pop star. As I expected, YouTube is blocking most of you in other countries. I've linked this already, but here it is. Under the Silver Lake. Some of Donald Marshall's writing. This is Lawrence Mountford's. Under the Silver Lake contains a guy who claims to have written all the best songs in the world, an Illuminati loyal version of Donald. Please watch. Video is unavailable. Hmm. This is today. Oh my god, you are. Oh. Hello, welcome back. Just saw this uh, interesting video on Instagram, I think it was, about Donald Marshall and cloning. Says it's yeah, well, the, the
chomping and chomping and chomping for hours, clone by clone by clone. And they made everybody sit there and watch him getting chomped. Like, uh, Britney Spears put the cloning tank. Happy to, uh, put the cloning tubes. Okay, so this guy's name is Donald Marshall. Ah. So apparently this stuff has been out for a long time. <laughs> Let's see what it looks these cloning tubes look like. Welcome to
Okay. Mm. Uh, what was his name again? Donald's. Um. Christ. I've never heard that song before. Looking for where's the name of the artist? Donald Sherman. Here's the lost history of Jim Crow. Hmm. Jim Crow became famous thanks to Thomas Dartmouth Rice, a white man born in New York City in 1808. He was a thespian or actor who, in the early 1830s, began hmm. performing the act that would make him famous. He painted his face black and did a song and dance he claimed were inspired by an enslaved black person he saw. The act was called Jump Jim Crow or Jumping Jim Crow. According to an excellent documentary called Ethnic Notions by Marlon Riggs, the Jim Crow was a dance that started on a plantation as a result of dancing being outlawed in 1690. Dancing was said to be crossing your feet by the church. And so enslaved Africans created a way of shuffling and sliding to safely glide around the laws without crossing their feet. When they did so, they would say, will about, turn about, and do just so. Every time I will about, I jump Jim Crow. According to legend, T.D. Rice saw a disabled black man who walked with a pronounced limp doing this dance. Rice took the man's tattered clothes and imitated him on stage that night. Rice's routine was a huge hit in New York City. It's unclear how the name became synonymous with segregation laws in the U.S., but what is clear is that the name Jim Crow became a harmful caricature that exploited stereotype speech, movement, and physical features attributed to Africans in America to mock them, all for T.D. Rice's financial benefit. Here's the lost history of Jim Crow. Jim Crow became mm -hmm. famous thanks to Thomas... Right, okay, so, um, clones... What's his name? Donald Sherman? Said his name. Trying to know the cause of death. Uh, oh. Donald something. Donald, uh, Marshall. Donald Marshall. Marshall. Donald Marshall Saga, YouTube. It's just posted recently. This is two and a half hours long. Following program. 
might be inappropriate for younger viewers. Donald Marshall Saga. Fast forwarding. What the fuck? Here's the truth, folks. Oh, Monthly yeah. donation, whether it's fifty dollars, twenty-five, or even ten, Donald starting now, shit. will make all oh, God, the difference in this race. I mean it. When you pitch in, fuck off, old man. Where the fuck did that come from? Marshall, they don't want y'all to hear this. Kick me out of there. There's an AP headline interview with doctor who says he has cloned a human child. Aaron clones himself, Science Channel. Um... Marshall. Let's see. Canada cloning. Man clones himself. Um, I put it. It's coming up for him. Lizard people murders. Am I cloned? Bob. Okay, well, let's go to, um, anything coming up. Probably blocked it. Interview with Dr. Sessi has cloned him child. Same thing came up. That's weird. I'm speaking Kim Kardashian off stage and six other times he spoke his mind. <laughs> Members of the royal household aren't all human. CBS. Lizard people murders. See why they threw up Trump's eyes going viral. Four years. Ordinary 1996 Michael Jackson interrogation. 
aliens are here and they're not a friend. Something spooky, terrifying. Okay, we're gonna go to Gaia. See what Donald Marshall's on that. The ultimate trip, nonviolent communication, time of the vulture, collateral damage of the JFK assassination, mass media brain entrainment, powerful lineages of disclosure, power for the people. Defamation hack for Roswell. Freak universe, what the fuck? Seems to be, uh, seems to be, hmm. Let's see, let's do a search for more Donald Marshall on Instagram. Picton murders. Donald Marshall, the Picton murders. My TikToks and my bio links. Up in Canada, where with that guy that killed all the hookers, um, that was set up by them. They videotaped all the murders. They used to clone Picton into the place and had him running around talking to him. And he felt like he was like a, a celebrity, right? Um, anyway, he used to smash them with a ball peen hammer. Oh, the Picton murders up in Canada where, with that guy that killed all the hookers. Um, that was set up by them. They videotaped all the murders. By who? They used to clone Picton into the place and had him running around talking to him. And he felt like he was like a, a celebrity, right? Um, anyway, he used to smash them with a ball peen hammer. Oh, the Picton murders up in Canada where the, with that guy that killed all the hookers. Okay. Um, that was. Let's see here. Hold on. Donald Marshall, his story. Part and one. This is how I know. Part one of three. This is how I know everything, okay? When I was five, they brought me there to be used as what they call a diddle kid, okay? But uh, all I'd do was cry and stuff. So they said, do you have any other kind of use? Do you sing or dance or something? So anyway, when I was five, to keep them off me, I started singing like original songs there, uh, just right out of the blue. Turns out, the first one, people liked it, and they had a famous person use it. Lady. And then they came back for more, and I made more, and other people came back wanting to hear more. It was just a kid that was making these songs, right? 
for free because they never paid me. Nobody knew, right? Totally foolproof. So anyway, uh, lots of people, famous, high-profile people went there. I'm kind of apprehensive, and this is how I know everything, okay? When I was five, they brought me there to be used as what they call a diddle kid, okay? But, dental uh, kid? Cry, so, dental? So they said, do you have any other kind of use? Do you sing or dance or something? So anyway, when I was five, to keep them off me, I started singing, like, original songs there, uh, just right out of the blue. Keep them off Turns me. out, the first one, people liked it. And they... Um, reels Don't want power, huh? Who's behind what? Who's behind Satisfaction? Benny Benassi. Benny Benassi. Satisfaction. Hawking is a cloning. Can walk and talk as a clone. Gets sex there. He and many other disabled people are pro-cloning. Everyone says he's so smart. He is not really and is very dark and cruel. Very weird person. He mm. helped make a song there with his robotic voice thingy. It was called Satisfaction. Mm. He insisted. Of course. And then don't touch Till I can get my satisfaction. Push me. And then just touch me. Till I can get my satisfaction. He wasn't nice to me. He doesn't want cloning stopped. He knows the tech is flawed. He doesn't care. He can dance, talk, and have sex in his clone body. 3-4 retarded during. But hey. Satisfaction. Hawking is a cloning. Can walk and Hawking talk. Hawking is a cloning. Oh. Stephen Hawking.
One, two, kick back, cold play. Um. Thing is, what people have to do, it's going to have to be a military thing. Like, the military will have to perform a coup because I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but Obama is down with the world. Okay? Um, Vladimir Putin is down with them. They're all scared like uh the illuminati thing is a big united thing but it's united through fear basically right because if one person comes out and says oh i'm going to tell i'm going to tell that person dies real quick and um then the other people look and go "Ooh, i don't want to be the next one right but what they're saying about me uh with the religious people there and drones don't want to get xed out either so they're really harsh on people that talk about them do they do they have do they have any plans for, like, to take over completely and let everybody know, like, come above board with it and make it a known thing? Or they just want to keep themselves secret forever? No, they always want it to come out, but there's a lot of factors to it, right? Because you got all the house and stuff, and people are going to want to wipe them across the planet. And it might be what these FEMA coffins are for, you know? And, um... You know, I'm all for that, you know, wipe the host. But uh, then there's also the dead people on ship that are either in a clone or they've stolen someone's body with the chip, right? They don't know what's going to happen to them, and they don't want to be regarded as a host and wiped right along with the host. And they don't know how they're going to be treated once that's known. And also the people that have been doing all these disgusting things to people you know, torturing people for sport, you know, raping children, um, they know that that's going to be known about eventually because right. once it's safe to talk about, it's going to be a giant rat fest. Everybody's <laughs> going to be ratting on each other. <laughs> Nobody likes each other there. They don't hang and stuff. They go there and they act like they're friends with each other, but they don't hang. Like, they're not friends with each other. Um, they don't, they're embarrassed. They don't like to even look at each other in the face in real life because they know what they've been up to and what they've been doing. But, um, they don't want stuff to be known that they've done either. Like, I've detailed individual actions and events that have been there 
and then I go to cloning and they're all mad at me, like like Beyonce or something. And it's just, why did you say that about me? You just ruined my life. And I'm like, mm, I don't know, you shouldn't mess with me. And, uh, and she's, she's, they're not going to kill me. So, you know, there's only so much they can do. But they can't deter me because I already got tortured, tortured a bunch. And, you know, and it was looking like I was going to die anyway back in 2012. So I pretty much was resigned to the fact that I was doomed. Right? I accepted it. I thought, I'm dead. I'm dead. Other people get killed. They're probably going to kill me for sure. So, you know, I'll do what I can. I'll be remembered well as a hero in the future. And um, at least the stuff will be stopped. Right. And, and maybe I can avoid having myself brought back after death for God knows what. The thing is, what people have to do, it's going to have to be a military thing. Like, military will have to perform a coup because... I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but Obama is down with the world, okay? Um, Vladimir Putin, he's down with them. They're all scared. Like, uh, the Illuminati thing is a big united thing, but it's united through fear, basically, right? Because if one person comes out and says, oh, I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell, that person dies real quick. And um, then the other people look and go, ooh, I don't want to be the next one, right? But what they're saying about me, uh, with the religious people there, and drones don't want to get X'd out either, so they're really harsh on people that talk about them. Do they do they have do they have any plans for like to take over completely and let no. everybody know, like come above board with it and make it a known thing, or they just want to keep themselves secret forever? No, they want it to come out, but there's a lot of factors to it, right? Because mm -hmm. you got all the hosts and stuff and. People are going to want to wipe them across the planet. And it might be what these FEMA coffins are for, you know? And, um, you know, I'm all for that, you know, wipe the house. But uh, then there's also the dead people on ship that are either in a clone or they've stolen someone's body with the chip, right? Mm -hmm. They don't know what's going to happen to them and they don't I want to be regarded understand. as a host. Paramore, Lauren Hill. But they have done this, like, um... They're still there. It's, uh, Lauren Hill. What's that other one? Her name, uh, from the Fugees. Lauren Hill. She, uh, was all for going to cloning and doing what they do there. As long as she made money and got famous, right? After she did, um, she wanted out then. And, uh, but, you know, they don't let people go. And um, so she started crying all the time when she was there. I can't be in this. I don't want to be in this anymore. I didn't know what it involved when I said that I would join. And uh, so she's crying and everything. And it, it was like a downer to them. She really made quite a spectacle of herself, crying and the snow hanging over her face, everything. It was really pathetic looking. And uh, so then she made this song called I Get Out. Blinding through mind control, stealing my eternal soul, appealing through material to keep me as a slave, but I hug it out. Oh, I get out of all your boxes, I get out. It was like really 
tugged at the heartstrings, right? Well, she's like, I get out, I get out, and I forget the rest of it. But she whined about it so much at cloning. They eventually let her get out. It was rare. It was just because they didn't want to. They didn't want to hear it, see it anymore. Hmm. Like she went on and on and on. So they just let her leave. Hmm. But they have done this. Like, um, what's that other one? Her name uh, from the Fuji's, Lauren Hill. She uh, was all for going to cloning and doing what they do. few different things that happens, the things that I've seen, like I've seen a couple of these kids that have gone missing and what happens to them, um, well they get taken to be used for sex underground, of course, by other aliens or clones that are in this place or real people that manage to get to these bases and go down to, you know, mess with them. Um, some of them, they get eaten though. They get literally eaten, uh, not by people, well, sometimes, but um, by, by aliens and stuff. They get eaten, literally eaten. Sometimes they just drain the blood out of them, sometimes they eat the solids, too. But um, see, the, some of the aliens, their favorite parts of solids, for the ones that do eat solids, um, some just drink blood, but the ones that eat solids, their favorite is brains and pancreas told me before themselves they said pancreas to them tastes like cantaloupe Whoa. like totally they their sense of taste is so much different than ours <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of the time bad smells smells good to them like they even like human excrement it tastes like candy to them depending <laughs> on what the person is the person's been eating um, yeah they eat it uh, to them, it smells like flowers, really. It's pleasant. They, they like it. It's like a treat to them. I, I heard they get like a buzz off of like, like they, they scare the ch kid, right? Oh, yeah. Something yeah. like that, right? They scare him and then get a buzz? Well, the thing is, you can do that with other people, too. But um, when people get scared and animals and stuff, like um, they, they put out adrenaline. Adrenal glands, and then this does something through the blood that makes it taste richer to them. And uh, thing is, uh, the reason that they go to eat kids a lot, a lot is because kids don't have as many vaccinations, and because some of these vaccinations can make them sick. And kids aren't smokers; uh, they don't like the blood of smokers because it tastes to them. They said it does taste like an ashtray or something in with the blood. See, um, smoking. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they get um, they get a strange effect from the adrenaline. It makes them, it gives them like a buzz. Like some of them have called it bliss. They call it bliss. Is the word for the blood with the adrenaline in it? Um, a few different things that happens. The things that I've seen, like I've seen a couple of these kids that have gone missing and. What happens to them? Um, well, they get taken to be used for sex underground, of course, by other aliens or clones that are in this place or real people that manage to get to these bases and go down to, you know, mess with them. Um, some of them, they get eaten, though. 
they get literally eaten. Uh, not by people, well, sometimes, but um, wow. by by aliens and stuff. They get eaten, literally eaten. Sometimes they just drain the blood out of them. Sometimes they eat the solids too. But um, see, the some of the aliens, their their favorite parts of solids for the ones that do eat solids. Um, some just drink blood, but the ones that eat solids, their favorite is brains and pancreas. They told me before themselves they said pancreas to them tastes like cantaloupe Ugh. like totally they their sense of taste is so much different than ours <laughs> yeah. let's post this one next uh a lot of the time bad smells like um some guy named phil schneider yeah. He was he was telling the truth. I didn't even know about this guy, and I didn't even know he was dead. I tried to write him and said, "Dude, I I, I know all about that stuff too. You're you're there," and uh, he told all about it. He said, "Down underground, there's these things." I was a, a geologist expanding a an underground base. I went down there, and they were all there, and I had to get out of there. The thing was, they allowed him to see that where he was expanding the base to. They knew that those caverns were full of grills, and he, they wanted them to be seen. And then they wanted him to go out and talk about it, which he did, but to very little effect, right? Um, people just didn't believe him. You know, lizard aliens on the ground, really? Right? That's why I was a little bit discouraged when I was first going to start doing this. So I thought they were going to kill me right away, but I'll do one big shebang and hope that it, you know, helps the earth. Right. Right, right. That was my prime motivation, you know, do the right thing as a human being, which I'm still doing. Like um, some guy named Phil Schneider. Yeah. He was he was telling the truth. I didn't even know about this guy, and I didn't even know he was dead. I tried to write him and said, "Dude, I I, I know all about that stuff too. You're you're there." And uh, he told all about it. He said, "Down underground, there's these things." I was a, a geologist expanding a an underground base. I went down there and they were all there and I had to get out of there. The thing was, they allowed him to see that. Where he was expanding the base to, they knew that those caverns were full of grills and he, they wanted them to be seen. And then they wanted him to oh, go out and talk about it, which he did, but... Full of what? And they were all there and I had to get out of there. The thing was, they allowed him to see that. Where he was expanding the base to, they knew that those caverns were full of grills, and he, they wanted them to be seen. And then they wanted him to go out oh, and talk Carl. about it, which he did, but to very little. You know how they cover up their one eye? Oh, yeah. That, mean, that means two things. That means, watch out, you don't get the lizard to stick the thing in the eye. And then they go, shh. Yeah. <laughs> Now you know the reason they're doing that. It's like, don't get the thing in your eye, and shh, don't tell anybody you know about the things that stick the things in your eye, because you might get a thing in your eye. Yeah, you know how they cover up their one eye? Oh, yeah. That, mean, that means two things. That means, watch out, you don't get the lizard to stick the thing in the eye. Then they go, shh. Yeah. <laughs> now you know the reason they're doing that. It's like, don't get the thing in your eye. 
and shh, don't tell anybody you know about the things that stick the things in your eye because you might get a thing in your eye. And or who's, you know how they cover up their one eye? There's three different kinds of lizards. I'll tell you all about them. They're called vril. The thing is, I'm not sure if it's one L or two at the end. Vril, V-R-I-L-L or V-R-I-L. Uh, Germans were into them. They had a club with vril things. Anyway, there's a there's like a one to one and a half foot tall one. That's the vril type one. Um, it's got scales, red scales. Uh, there's a type two that that is not parasitic, but it's still vicious, nasty, carnivorous. They're all carnivorous. And there's a type three that's eight feet tall that uh, has a real long neck and looks like a gray, gray alien. But it comes from deep, deep, deep underground. Like like I mean like be below deep base deep. Like uh, they need a, a methane oxygen mix to breathe and deep underground. They got sulfur pools, I guess, that make this stuff. Anyway, they come up underneath the dumb's bases. The, the government is complicit with them, basically. There's three different kinds of lizards. I'll tell you all about them. They're called vril. The thing is, I'm not sure if it's one L or two at the end. Vril, V-R-I-L-L or V-R-I-L. Uh, Germans were into them. They had a club with vril things. Anyway, there's a there's like a one to one and a half foot tall one. That's the real type one. Um, it's got. Maybe this is why uh, <clears throat> Jimmy Carter cried. Got scales, red scales. Uh, there's a type two. Pick up this thing if they really hate someone. It's like the the band name of the same name. Megadeth, they can do something. It's another deterrent for even brave people, you know. And it's like, I guess, going to hell, basically. They can bring you back to life after you're dead, have you reactivated into clone after clone, and just killed one after the other. Like, and there's no waking up in your bed the next day because you don't have an anchor body anymore. You just keep going one after the other, getting killed and killed and killed. Even though, um, in the past, when they have tried to do this to someone, they get bored of it after a time, right? And, you know, the person's screaming and stuff, and it's just the same thing over and over again. So then eventually they stop, but uh, they make people watch sometimes to use that as a deterrent. They got this thing, if they really hate someone, it's like the, the band name of the same name, Megadeth. They can they do really, something. It's another deterrent really for even brave people, you know? And it's like, I guess, going to hell, basically. They can bring you back to life after oh. you're dead, have you reactivated into clone after clone, and just killed one after the other. Like, and there's no way to put stuff into movies all the time, like, to pretty much because, well, sometimes they're flaunting their power and stuff. They can, you know, put it out there. Nobody does anything. But then other times, it's, they're desperate to get the help of the populace to have it questioned and stopped. They put stuff into movies all the time, like, to pretty much because, well, sometimes they're flaunting their power and stuff. They can, you know, put it out there. Nobody does anything. But then other times, it's, they're desperate to get the help of the populace to have it questioned and stopped. They put stuff into movies all the time, like, to pretty much because, well, sometimes they're flaunting their power and stuff. They can, you know, put it out there. Nobody does anything. But then other times it's, they're desperate to 
get the help of the populace to have it. Happy birthday, Grant Marshall! Okay, let's see here. Donald Marshall, they're not grays, they're trolls, troglodytes, and they live miles underground and they run. Their pineal glands are way more advanced than ours, though. They have the spikes on the inside of the wrist that come out a foot. So Hitler did and went and made parts where they've got the tech plans and set his scientists to work. And the Americans took over night. Can't wait to crush my go to the puke factory and watch something expecting maybe fight a seven and a half foot tall monster. Oh sweet hope soon. They don't have tongues, they have a blood dart spike thing, so because of RN and then the Small ones sound like they inhaled helium, the long neck, but I assume they were just another gene splice thing like the spider horse splice thing they showed me them and said they were aliens and used them for the idea for the movie Starship Troopers. Things bit me on the side of the neck and shook like a dog while I was sober, didn't feel it, didn't remember, didn't recall. A couple of days later, a different one said, yeah, 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 I'll get Have the same feeling? Oh, shit. Something just came through. Got a piece of ice on me. Let's see. The married drone and survivors, they don't want to kill me. I'm their favorite human. A drone is a Parasited host of a lizard. They just mimic human behavior. Ronald Reagan tried to tell the public without permission twice. They forgave him the first time. Second time, they bend his mind and called it Alzheimer's. They have wide mouth, brills, and serrated teeth like a shark. God help me, I've kept my lightsaber blue all this time. When does it end? Long neck things bothering me, there are too many. I have to tell you everything I know about those things. New situation with them involved complications. I think they just revealed those things to me. So I say, well, they have two ways to pull blue beam plan. One by saying the smaller real bad rep. Oh, they'll have saucers too. And the Pleiadians, the good ones, will war with. Oh, shit. Going too fast. This is seven arc underscore angels one. In a nutshell, these are the plans the saucer masks also will touch down at Area 51 is a deep underground military base itself. They have built a landing pad for the thing. You can see it on Google Earth. They will allow the public to greet the Arctic Federal Relation is a real deception run by drones and dead chip heads. The Andromedans and Platons are real type 3. The long neck gray looking guys that were put there introduced me to the real type 2 and say they were Andromedans crash landing at an Octagonus present shape spaceship that was into the other just real troglodytes. They have no tech and are too dumb to smaller ones try to do a distress creature sounds kind of like the crazy caterpillar from Simpsons episode with real type 3 real type 3 ages the lines become more dark lines become more prominent the lines turn purple as black on gray and beige skin you can tell just by looking at them that they are toxic poison not all 
real type three are identical. They have different proportions, sometimes different bone ridge at the top of their head, sometimes a mohawk or feather fluff instead of the hair. Different facial sponge, pretty much similar places, plus different countries they're talking about disposing aliens or reptilians of some kind. Some guys even seen these real lizards that suck brains. They're not greys, they're trolls, and they uh, make you feel emotional soon to the next day. Pineal glands, uh, picking out a little. They didn't uh, land in a primitive cluster with sky heroes. Huh? Real society held back to engineer them. They're smarter than real, but still dumber than an average human. They were waiting to find these men first to take up the technology that they couldn't re replicate themselves. People got to know this before it's too late. I didn't know they were feeding me this info or not. They took primitive cultures that came from Alderaan, a prominent constellation. Lots of things come from modern. They said, oh, fine, we're Anunnaki. I said, I don't care what you're called. You're subterranean troglodytes. Just told by any other name. They can make you feel, um, like seven, eight foot ball with a splice thing, too. They always try to trick me in line, scare me. I'm confused, emotional. It turns out they've been mildly met mind blasting my clone there for years just thought i'd get more get more emotional or angry al jazeera english is live war in gaza not getting chewed by this thing what it's got only four likes no comments yet Real type three. What is this? Do I do things? Trying to get more drones in the wilderness. Real drones. Drone is a parasitic host of a lizard. Though my heart hurts, told the long neck, so long time they told me to clone. Okay, let me pull up. Nah. Oops, disappeared. <laughs>